The name's Bond. James Bond. What do you think you're doing? Keeping the British hand up, sir. Grow up, 007. <laughs> this never happened to the other fellow. I'm the man. Every penny of it. So you put your money where your mouth is. Oh, that's quite a nice little nothing you're almost wearing. I approve. I'll do anything for a woman with a knife. Shocking, positively shocking. You get your clothes on, I'll buy you a nice train. <laughs> Hello to all the rejects out there, and welcome to Double of Seven. Uh, seemingly the only piece of James Bond media still going, because it seems like we're all dropping our flies. Didn't another one like. Yeah, rest in peace, James Bond Down Under. We are now officially the only one again, I think. So go us. We're, we're really taking out all the... We've got Spectre, etc. Taking out Down Under. We will be the only... They, we started as the only James Bond podcast from Australia. We're going to end that way. We, God damn it. we started. They they come and they fall. Suck it, other Australian <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> Despite the requests of the masses, we will never stop. Exactly. <laughs> the Canadian in us. It's the one third Canadian that keeps us going. Yeah, it's that Canadian spirit-y. He's not even hearing it. Three in a row without the Canadian. Yay! We're taking yeah, over. Uh, <laughs> Colin has turned into the new Noah because he has not been on an episode since last year. Mm. Um, but we are here for uh, another rankings. Uh, just, just like the 007 way, we always make promises that we love to break because I'm pretty sure we promised we'd be back for a commentary of Never Say Never. We promised we'd do a good episode one day, but uh, here we are, 127. I, I, I never promise that. I <laughs> never, never promise. promise again. Oh, wait, sorry. I, your thunder. <laughs> I commit to only doing bad episodes. Um, but we are here. This is a, a rankings, uh, a rankings, which is a... I'm going to say the most unique one we've ever done, right? Um, we've done all sorts from the characters through to different scenes and songs and titles, and we're kind of continuing on that trend of the, the songs that we did uh, last episode when we did the other songs, the secondary songs, and we're really going down a rabbit hole of sort of bonded lore here, and I love this sort of stuff. We're looking at the rejected Bond themes. And of course, you would know that because you downloaded this. So it's kind of of me even saying it. Um, should just start with the episode starts at number 25. <laughs> um, you know what it is. But these are the rejected themes, the Bond themes that never quite made it a bit like 007. So it's quite appropriate. Um, yeah, we'd make the rejected list of Bond podcasts. I mean, we didn't make the Bond Community <laughs> Podcast Awards. Uh, congratulations to Really 007, by the way. They won that. I looked it up. So good for them. Um, good job. There's we'll also, there was also Best Podcast Episode category. So we didn't even get a shout in for that. I mean, pfft, I don't know. Oh, episode 117 was pretty good. Some yeah. of the good ones. Yeah. Ranking the Felix Lighters, that was decent. Four Your Eyes Only recap, that was good. Moonraker commentary. Um, mm. <laughs> well, that would make the number one rejected pod, on podcast episodes. Um, so, yeah, we, we would definitely get the number one. We've missed out on so many lists that we are the ultimate rejected podcast. Um, and speaking of, my name is Nora, and I'm a host of 007 because I was sadly rejected for James Bond Radio. And my name is Ben, and we're in the 90s. Nothing is the same. The Cold War is replaced.
And I'm Colin, and I still get an intro, even though I'm uh, not. Hang on, episode. I can I can bring Colin in, uh, and uh, this is what Colin has to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's being Schwarzenegger. Colin, he's Colin. He's very good, Arnie, isn't he? It's my new favorite sound effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds like Cookie Monster. But I mean, we know Colin loves cookies. I actually just want to um, check in too, actually, Noah, just by the way. Um, what do you like to do? When I am having thoughts about you, I masturbate my penis. <laughs> oh, good to know. I just I need to fiddle with the soundboard. I, I've got some, some pri- surprises I mean, tonight. So uh, not, about, not about you, but about <laughs> Ace of Base, yeah. Oh, Ace of Base. Finally, after um, 127 episodes, we get to talk about uh, Sweden's fourth favourite band. Or Fatal Short or... Phyllis Hyman. Is that Phyllis Hyman? Hyman. Oh, what was she married to, like, freaking um, reach around last year? What's girl name? <laughs> oh, uh, and Lorraine Chandler. Anyway, yeah, uh, Colin, once again, couldn't make... He's off bogganing um, or playing Goldeneye. Yeah, he's got Goldeneye. I've got an Xbox. Oh, look at me go. Making money, tobogganing, playing... Uh, Goldeneye and still getting credit on the show when he's not even here. Uh, he lives the life, doesn't he, Colin? Um, but Colin, uh, he's done his homework, so God bless him. We can always rely on him in some way. Uh, he has actually sent me through his list, and we'll get to what the list uh, each individual thing is soon. Uh, and I think I think he's about due for a promotion because he's moving up since last week because uh, he's actually included uh, some little descriptions oh, for each of the songs Colin. for me to read out. I thought he was meant and to Colin, keep that for our Patreon episode, but all right. Um, don't well, make Colin, people spend money I've on it. I'm not going to read them out. Screw you. <laughs> no, I, I will. I will. Um, Somebody just doesn't uh, just shit so, me off. Oh, Ben says this, so I'm going to write this. Well, I, well, I, well, you do get mentioned a few times. He'd be like, Ben probably likes this song. (laughs) 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 There's got to be one song Um, in this instrument that you both think I'm going to like. Yeah. um, But uh, good on him. So we'll we'll read them out. Um, I think it was something to do with last week when we're like, he did this. Uh, So at least now we can somewhat say why he did this. Well, uh, Um, in all seriousness, he did make a very good suggestion and we will do it for our one uh, Patreon. But uh, he said our next Patreon episode, he will go through and explain his choices, at least for our um, the other songs that we did the other week. But uh, I guess if you've got a description now, that might make that next episode pointless. So whatever, since you don't show up to the Patreon episodes now, I'm the only one who just shows up for everything. I'm, you know, I'm working now. I move, but I still don't have a life. I still just fucking show up. Yeah, well, someone's got to do it. Um, Well, I want Colin, when he does that Patreon one, to literally just play back the entire episode and then pause it when it would have been his time to talk and say his bit and then keep playing the episode. So it's going to turn into about a five-hour episode. And I also think every time he does it, he should also play this. Yes. What what is it? That one didn't work well. (laughs) Rejected. (laughs) Rejected soundbites. <laughs> rejected soundbites of 007. Wow. Week you shouldn't have played any of the classics. You should have only played soundbites that didn't make it. You know, we've run out of things and we're like ranking the fonts used on 007's website. Um, 
But this week, uh, it's a fun one. So it's continuing uh, on the song trend. And we looked at the other songs, but now we're looking at the rejected themes. And this is quite a niche one. There's going to be people listening or there are Bond fans out there that maybe don't even know about any of these. Um, But it's a fun little rabbit hole. So a lot of the themes for Bond uh, maybe uh, had some competition and there were other songs that were in contention, not for every film, um, but... There are a lot out there that is uh, either was considered a theme or was at least put forward to be a theme. Maybe they never seriously considered it. So there are a lot of alternate versions of the James Bond theme. Some of them better, uh, some of them much, much worse. Uh, but I've, I've always liked this sort of rabbit hole when I consume my sort of movies or TV shows of like really looking into the things of what could have been or or like over the years, more and more information comes out about uh, different sort of behind the scenes lore of sort of media. Um, So I've got two questions for you. Uh, Firstly, are you into this sort of idea of like really delving into that uh, extra Easter eggs behind the scenes things of the TV shows and movies that you like and finding out these rejected things and the could have beens, the what ifs, uh, and the second question is, how much did, before we did this episode, did you really know about the rejected themes of James Bond? How much had you delved into it? Well, first of all, I'm offended for you to turn around and say, do I like the what ifs? I mean, what show do you come from, Noah? <laughs> uh, where are your roots when it comes to podcasting? You should know that I like the what if scenario. I've, al- I've also been wondering where are my roots? I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've talked about roots as well. Um. Yeah, I I do. I enjoy these sort of alternate bits because I think we've talked about we've been around long enough that we've had two, oh, the new song released uh, episode and both obviously haven't been fantastic in talking about both uh, No Time to Die and Writings on the Wall. But I, I think what we've talked about in the lead up to those is the speculation and I always get excited. I mean, with any Bond fan does in the lead up to a Bond film of, little things like what's it going to be called? What's it going to be about? And there's always like, who's going to sing the song? And I always love in the lead up, you know, hearing who it's going to be. And then when you hear who it is, and then you think to yourself, well, what if it had been this person or that person or this person? So I think I haven't necessarily looked at these a lot until we started doing this show. I think it was maybe about a year ago. We kind of had a chat on our, our Facebook group about this, didn't we? And I remember you sending um, some links to it and sitting down for a couple hours and I, I watched a bunch of them and we were sending comments, which would be interesting if we had, you know, done the research, could have gone back and seen what we thought about at the time. But I think with a lot of these, I was aware of maybe a handful of them. I think the majority of these I learned about last year when you sent through those lists. But I think the thing I find with this is, I mean, two things is I think that in terms of lists, and we, and we, we say this every single fucking list and it turns into, Ben, you're a dickhead. Oh, this is so what simple this has to be the one where like literally we have no basis to ground this on. Like, because yeah, this, I and think, I only say that because when Colin said his through, I'm like, Oh, uh, we literally have some exact options. But, but this, I literally think this is basically a list on our music tastes because it's, it's, I've not, uh, I no. mean, I, I, I don't, I have, but I haven't like, Certain songs in this I haven't ranked based on like this shouldn't be a, in a bond there it doesn't fit but like there are some where I've gone like oh this definitely fits in a bond or oh this one's better than the original 
Like, I've just... Like, there are some on this which I've purely gone, I fucking love this as a song. I don't give a shit about this in the Bond universe. I just like this song. And there are others in this that I just want to shoot myself and burn my ears off. Um, but I think the thing, too, that's unique about this list is whereas we've had, what, first Bond girl, second Bond, third rig Bond girls, other songs, like, all different categories, and we've still sort of almost kept a loose tally of, oh, we'll have another list. The beauty about rejected songs is I think we could have had a list of 50 because I remember when you sent me those video clips, there were so many. I mean, I questioned you. I said, where's the Elvis one? And you were like, well, that was never officially, you know, it was rumoured. I could argue I think a couple of these were never officially released. They were just kind of, you know, rumoured. And I think we could have added more. Like I, I suggest like the Bono and the Edge version of Goldeneye technically you could argue is a rejected song. You know, there's just different ones there that like you could have this as an endless list. So I think we've we've come up with a solid 25 but, uh, you know, this is just such a unique list in terms of it's so open-ended. I have no fucking clue. Like, there's at least three maybe of the well-known ones that people are aware of that I can assume are going to be high. But, like, I mean, I have no idea what you'd think of Joe Harrop. I don't know what Colin thinks of Swan Lee. Uh, I mean, I've been waiting all this time. I could tell you. What does Colin think of Swan Lee? Hurry up, tell me. <laughs> Um, but, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be an interesting one. And I'll say, like, I, I had maybe an obvious number one, but after that, like a couple, I sort of, you know, moved things around a lot and I had to listen to them and I've actually taken notes. I don't usually take notes. I just kind of go, yeah, that's my opinion. But like, because some of these songs, I'm literally going to, we're going to rank them. And I'm like, I don't even remember that. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when we do Euros Vision, what a show, download Euros Vision coming soon. Well, I mean, there's a lot to unpack what you just said first. Uh, you mentioned Euros Vision. Um, what's that? But a lot of these songs really sound like Eurovision songs. Yeah, uh, which there, is are not Euro- a there are some very Eurovision <laughs> songs in this. I feel like I, I was agree. watching Eurovision today. Uh, that's not a compliment. Uh, <laughs> uh, Johnny I was Cash would be great in Eurovision. <laughs> I mean, quite the antithesis of Europe. Um, but I, I've been at my desk all day listening to these over and over and over. So I've gotten quite familiar now. Um, but I mean, just on what you were saying, I, I did rank it based on, well, is this a good Bond theme? Uh, I haven't necessarily gone off my music taste. Like last time when I didn't put London Calling number one. Uh, but of course, you're always going to have a little bit of bias towards the songs you just like the same when we did the main themes. Um, And I will say, as we go along, we're going to do a fun little thing where at the end of each individual ranking, we will say, well, do we think this is better or worse than the original? Maybe not even better, but do we think this would have worked better as a theme? Or we would say, no, keep the original theme. And Colin has also sent through his yes and no's. And I will say... For me, I had over 10. Yes, I would change. And oh. looking at Collins, he looks like he has maybe just just under 10. So it's not going to be a basis of this song's crap, this song's crap, this song's crap. I didn't tally what I would replace. There are definitely some which I can flat out say, absolutely, this is better than the original. But I think, the, I mean, again, there are some that I have definitely gone, this sounds very Bondy and this could work. And there are some that I've gone like, what the fuck is this on this list? How would this even considered as a Bond song? But Colin made a good point in the chat is that, what makes this hard as well is that the majority of these are demos and of course they're going to be different if they were accepted. I mean, I'm sure there are, I mean, 
gold. Colin's not even here. He's getting all the credit. Go- I said that. Well, I mean, doesn't it suck when somebody takes credit for something else you say? But I mean, like, it's it's like a, we've got the Bono and the Edge version of Goldeneye, and that's terrible. Like, if if we never that never made it past phase one, that would be the one we would hear and would go, "Oh, this isn't very good," and we'd reject it. So, how many demo versions exist out there of the themes that we know and love? Obviously, not Sam Smith because I wrote it in ten minutes and recorded it in my first go because I'm Sam Smith. But yeah, I think that it's it. There is there are definitely some of these songs which I've kind of gone like, look, this has potential, and I think you add a couple of elements to this, and this would have been a banger of a Bond song. Yeah, well, uh, you made that point that I made that Colin still gets credit for. Ah, uh, you both you both white men. Your white men look the same. Uh, but uh, it, yeah, like the way I've kind of ranked this is, I've assumed that you know this is a demo, and had it been the main theme, it would have been beefed up a lot and Colin in his comments have said like oh I would add this and this to it to make it oh well I'm like Colin this. a musical surgeon <laughs> as we're you know it's I know music <laughs> he likes the go-go's that's why he likes music <laughs> Um, Which did you no. hear, did you hear? Um, uh, uh, the, here's a thing for you that he pointed out to me to kind of uh, put us in our place of our knowledge of music. Uh, Belinda Carlisle was in the Go Go's, so apparently our dumbness of not knowing that she's a singer in the Go Go. Colin got like offended that we didn't know that Belinda Carlisle was in the Go Go's. I should have known that because I read a book not that long ago. Oh, what's about, that like? Uh, there was there was a chapter about the Go Go's, so I should have known that. Um, I had no I, clue. I'm quite good on my new music history knowledge, so d- dumb bum us. I'm Colin Belinda Carlisle. Well, it took me a while to realise that Peter Gabriel was in Genesis with freaking uh, Phil Collins. So I just I was about to say Peter Garrett. Yeah, well, Peter I mean, Garrett. Ah, <laughs> who would you rather, Peter Garrett or Peter Gabriel? I'd rather Peter Gabriel. Peter Garrett. No, Peter Gabriel, Sledgehammer. Oh, come on. Um, what a song. But just on also what you were saying, I was also going to bring that up, that this is such a fluid list, and that kind of makes it fun in a way. I've done a lot of research about this in the last <laughs> two <laughs> days, which, <laughs> is that, <laughs> uh, which, has been, which has been really interesting to delve into this sort of stuff because normally we're just like, uh I'm going to rank the DB5, number one. Yeah, two episodes, uh, two, two rankings ago with the cars, and you two were just like, oh, the one from that movie. Which one's that? The Toyota? <laughs> uh, but it, it has been really interesting because there is a lot of sort of information. And uh, there are some, like you mentioned the Elvis one, that that's a fun song, but literally you you start delving into it and literally it's just one person put it on YouTube and said rejected. So you can't include, like, we could upload Madonna's, uh, who? What is that? It really doesn't work. Are you actually being serious? Or? Yeah, I can't hear what that is. Oh, I'll have to get you playing it again. Shall we play this again? It's a crazy frog. What? <laughs> I don't know. Let's try it again. How many times do you want me to keep playing it for you? I hope either the listeners can or can't hear it because I have no idea what that is. Um, uh, but, yeah, like when we do the main themes, there's obvious these are the 24 or 25 main themes. Like that's a set list. You can't argue with that. You're right. Like this is uh, – I I disagree about the demos because I would say, yes, they released the Bono one, but there's also demos of Goldfinger. There's, so that that's like – 
it's the song. It's just everyone makes a demo before there's a demo but, but out I there. Think, of writings but, on the wall. I'm but the, sure. the difference being, though, I mean, in the fact that it's not the Tina Turner demo we're hearing. We're hearing it from a different artist, the the oh. writers of the song, and a prominent. It wasn't writer. rejected. That's my point. Is it wasn't ever intended to be a Bond theme. It was. It was but meant was it? as a demo. I, I just watched that um that documentary and didn't they didn't they say they wanted to do it but then they were like no this doesn't sound great Tina you should do it isn't that the kind of the story behind Goldeneye? Well, this is where this list is interesting because it as I was saying asking you if you liked this sort of behind the because there's so much he said she said and there was that document and I found out lots of things but you have to take everything with a grain of salt. You don't believe celebrities <laughs> as we found out last time, Michael well, Caine and how I listened yeah. to Goldfinger for the first time. There are a few things where I'm like, did that happen when I'm reading through these things? Uh, but for the most part, these are set in stone. We know that these were rejected themes or at least uh, were put forward. Maybe they never even got to the stage. There are a few that are a bit iffy that we've included. And there's probably some out there that uh, we haven't included that we just haven't known about because th- there isn't really a concrete like site or anything about This is all picking apart from different things so it's been fun but it's also like you're right there could be a lot more and maybe in five years we discover like the rejected live and let die there's more and more information coming out about it's, these it's, sort it's, of it's, it's a similar vein to you talk about liking these bodies so like i love when you have this actor turn down this role and this person could like we could always do a ranking the nearly bonds, like you know like, Sam Neill and Hugh Jackman and people like that. Like who could have been Bond? And maybe maybe, maybe that's one to do when, when they announce the next Bond. Like that could be the one. You know that could mm, be. That could be that's, be oh fun. look at me, Ben, smart Ben, well done, yay, ten points. I said I said could be, could be, but it's <laughs> like it, it was revealed this week that Madonna turned down the Matrix, so uh, she was going to be in the Matrix. Oh. So. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Madonna. <laughs> But it, it is interesting because sound clip, but. There, there's another one too where it's like, uh, you know, it's a different, like, oh, we're just coming up with endless ranking the potential lists that we could do on 007. But I like also, you know, songs that sound Bondian that you could argue like, well, this could be a Bond thing. Like I've always, you, you know, this one is back on the Eurovision page, but like Rise Like a Phoenix from Conchita Verse. Like, does that not sound like a fucking Bond theme? Like, and you just think to yourself, like, well, this could be a Bond theme or this singer, like we could rank the singers who should do Bond. But yeah, how would you, that's very subjective, but I don't know. It's, it is a rabbit hole, but I think this is a solid base of, of rankings. And I think from what I, my research, when I found a bunch of lists out there, there was that, um, the YouTuber guy, Calvin, whatever his name is, he's pretty good. He did his top 10 rank. Although he said he didn't know who Ace of Base were. I question him. But uh, even Noah knows who Ace of Base is, and he's not even into pop music. But wasn't wasn't Belinda Carlisle in that? <laughs> I band? think so. Um, I think Peter Gabriel was also in that band. Um, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> That's the three of them. <laughs> and, Ga- and Gary Sweet. Um, but <laughs> I lost my train of thought. This is going to be fun. I think this will be exciting. Yeah. Um, but you mentioned the the songs that could have been Bond themes. Um, I think I sent it through. I came up with a way that we can do an episode about that that I'm really keen on doing. Commander the, Keen. Um, but maybe we'll talk about that off air, I guess. Um, no, let's talk about it right now. Song. Screw our listener. We have production meetings while we're in here. We don't have much time together during the week, so let's do it right now. Well, I'm, I'll give you the one minute pitch. My idea was that all four, of, all th- three of us, the cable four of us, um, <laughs> was Jamie joining us. Um, I'm drunk. Like, oh, Rocky, probably. Colin's just put on Rocky, no doubt. 
Yeah. That's where he, that's why he's missing. He's gone tobogganing to find Rocky. Um, <laughs> Haven't we all? Rocky fell down a well. Uh, <laughs> There's the episode title so far. Uh, Rocky fell down a well. <laughs> um, my idea is that all three of us pick uh, four different songs um, that we think could be Bond themes from like real life, uh, and then we all like sort of give out one through twelve ranking off air. And our number one would be worth 12 points. Our number two would be worth 11 points, a bit like our Oz Network sort of. And then we would give them to Ben to tabulate the results. And it would be sort of like a game of who came up with the best. Like, mm. So it's a way of sort of doing a rankings without doing a rankings and sort of, I'm keen to do that. I think that because I have my four songs ready to go. That's solid, solid choice, Noah. I have one, Rise Like a Phoenix by Conchita first. <laughs> That's my only song. And I'm not I would put that up there high. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be defensive of my foursome. So that that's my pitch. So if you want to hear that, uh email it. Madonna material um, girl. <laughs> uh but anyway, let's run through the list and uh I can give like a little bit of information about some of this because I have learnt some things where it's like maybe this isn't quite legit or whatever. Um Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably haven't heard a lot of these. You can find them all on YouTube. So get the list. And, Noah made a playlist. Um, you should publish it so people can see it. I did. I was going to delete it tonight, but I guess I publish it. Um, but anyway, let's run through. Uh, so we have from Thunderball, there was a Johnny Cash version. I think most people are familiar. And then uh, also from Thunderball, Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Um, <laughs> Kiss Kiss Bing Bong. Uh, <laughs> Kiss Kiss Ping Pong. Is that the episode title? Um, kiss Kiss Ping Pong. That sounds like a kiss, Bond girl. Um, uh, uh, or like a Wiggles song. Um, oh, why did the Wiggles, the Wiggles do a Bond theme? Yeah. James uh-huh. Bond. Yummy, yummy. <laughs> when you were young and your heart wasn't open. <laughs> to to chugga chugga die another day. <laughs> He's got a powerful weapon. He charges a million a shot. The man with the golden gun. Wake up, Vespa. She's not really dead. Wake up, Vespa. She's only sleeping. I'm gonna wake up. Jeff, wake up. <laughs> Sigmund Freud. Wiggles this. Come on. Wiggles things. Wags um, the dog. Roger Moore. Wags the dog. Timothy Dalton. <laughs> We're at an all-time high. All-time high. I really wish you were doing video. We're just doing the Wiggles fingers right now. You can't do it about the... Nobody does it better. <laughs> I want Roger Moore to be a Wiggle. Toot toot chugga chugga big red car. Big red car. <laughs> Maybe I'm an open book because I know you're mine. Fruit salad. Yummy, yummy. How do I live? <laughs> when you're not here, I'm wiggling, wiggling, wiggling. <laughs> when you're not here, I'm wiggling. <laughs> or oh, what is a, uh, another way to die? A wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. A wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Uh, speaking, <laughs> speaking of another way to die, there's going to be a lot of alternates for that. Uh, so don't you worry if you hate that song. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> Oh. Uh, we've got the the wiggles sing the hits of uh, 
of James Bond coming soon. You know, the Wiggles last year did release an album of them like doing Wiggles covers of like they, rock and punk songs. They were Triple J's hottest 100 because they did a cover of a whatever that was, um, Elephant or whatever the song was. But they, yes. they when, do. When um, are we going to get the Wiggles to another way to die? They, they do. They tour the original four tour still. They go to festivals and do like um, like pub tours, like for adults. So um, that after dark wiggles. I, I just want all four living Bond actors to dress up as the wiggles. <laughs> oh, you can't do that without Crunch. Oh, well, he's not with us anymore. But like, uh, who would be most uh, willing and George uh, would be with a purple? Alive. He'd fall asleep all the time. He'd be Jeff. <laughs> Wake up, George! Wake up, George! He's still and racist. Who uh, would be the most willing? None of them really. Probably Brosnan. Brosnan. He'd do anything. Uh, I mean, George will be there for the paycheck. Daniel Craig, uh, he won't even fit in the skivvy. He'll be ripping that with his muscles. And <laughs> Timothy Dalton will be like, what is the wiggles? That's not Shakespeare. Let me get into character. What, what character yeah, will I play? potato, hot potato. <laughs> cold skinny, cold skinny. Tell me about this Dorothy. What is her motivation for being? Being a dinosaur. Wake, wake up, Jeff, old buddy. Why does he want to wake up? Yes or no? Like, like, what's going on? He disagreed with a dinosaur that ate him. I think if we just established a dino the day is actually a sequel to Wake Up, Jeff. I want to wake up. Yes or no? It's from the perspective of Jeff. <laughs> I'm gonna die another day. Oh, we need the Wiggles. Come on. Oh. I'll send him an email. Yeah, I've interviewed. Um, I interviewed Jeff like twice back in the day of my breakfast radio. That's so I've got his it, number probably somewhere. Snoring. Yeah, the whole time. I just like, <laughs> thanks Jeff for being on the show. Um, for once we're doing Australian references that probably aren't niche because everyone knows, yeah, everyone knows the Wiggles. Um, Come on. Yeah. Uh, no one knows the Hooli Doolies. Oh, underrated. Come on. Underrated. They're the rejected Wiggles. They... So we should be singing Hooli Doolies. We are the Hooli Doolies. And how do you do? We are the Hooli Doolies. How do you do? Yeah. What are they going to bring back the Hooli Doolies? Yeah. What happened to the Hooli? Have they replaced them like 500 what times? About, that's our new true crime podcast. Whatever happened to the Hooli Doolies? <laughs> Discovering the truth of the Hooli Doolies. Surely they're yeah, still the around. The Hooli Doolies exposed. Yeah. Good for um, them. So, so where were we at? Where were we at? Um... <clears throat> Oh, we were only on the second one. Oh, they disbanded in 2009. Oh, that's sad. That's a decent effort. The, the lead singer is called David Butt. <laughs> a Bond name. <laughs> and instead of Captain Feathersaw, they got Captain Catastrophe, Penelope Perfect, Poss the Possum, Russell the Muscly Kangaroo, Tickle the Two Dad. <laughs> Well, tick my doodah. Tickle the doodat. <laughs> the doodat? <laughs> oh, that's the episode title. <laughs> I've been wanting someone to tickle my doodat for years, but no one will do it. What is tickle the doodat? The doodat? Bloody hell. Oh, it's that purple thing. You know, the holy shit. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh, this is the greatest episode ever. 
<laughs> we're lucky we're a James Bond podcast. We can get away with innuendos. Um, <laughs> Roger Warren tickle the doodad. Tickle my doodad. How do you do tickle my doodad? We are the holy doodies, and how do you tickle the doodad? <laughs> no, Roger, tickle my doodad. <laughs> What is the purpose of him tickling the doodad? No, tickle my doodad. I'm George Lazenby. <laughs> doodad? You want to do that? Thought I've forgotten your doodad, eh? There we go. We did them all. And I'm Barry now. We didn't need Sean you can Connery. Tickle my doodad any day. I, tell- <laughs> I don't. I don't. I can't do it. I can't even do a Sean Pussy. Pussy, I can't tickle the doodad. Might do that off the shelf. Tick on it. Uh, all right. Speaking of Sean Connery, we're still on the Connerys. Let's get through this. So uh, uh, we got the episode title already in 30, 30 minutes. Uh, so number two. Oh, 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 the Connors aren't going to be out. This is a short episode. We got tick on my that. <laughs> when I think about you, I tickle my doodad. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm going to have a child and I'm going to call it doodad and I'm going to tickle it. It's like, tickle the doodad. <laughs> um, well, then we had doo-doo, so tickle doo-doo. Tickle the doo-doo. <laughs> That's what uh, uh, Madeline was doing. Um, oh, God. So number two is Mr. Ding Dang Bang Bong. Uh, kiss Kiss Bing Bang Bang. Bang Bang. Um, which uh, we did debate is it in last week because you get a little bit of the instrumental, but we I think it was right to leave it for this one. Um, How high do you think so we made it? In that, I, I put it in the top ten one. two weeks ago. High, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this, uh, well, there's two versions. Uh, Bassy, of course, is going to show up again later, and I, I didn't actually know this. A, a young, a young dashing Dion Warwick, Warwick, oh. Warwick. Was she in the Go Go's? Yeah, she was. She was also at the Go Go's. Um, she was in Ace of Base. She was in the Holy Duel. Um, <laughs> uh, and then we move on to a double. You only live twice. Serving. Uh, so we have you only live twice by Julie, the Julie Rogers, oh. and also by the Lorraine Chandler, both oh, members of Julie and Lorraine. the Go Go's. Love them. Uh, moving on to more Roger Moore. Ah, uh, we have the man with the golden gun by uh, Alice Cooper. Sorry, no, just based on our last episode, uh, to be politically correct, the human being with the golden gun. Thank you very much. Human being with the non-script coloured uh, <laughs> weapon that fires. Yes, um, thank you. Our lawyers then, pass that on. Then we we are bringing up a reference uh, from last week too. We we already mentioned Blondie last uh, last episode, so we got Four Years Only by Blondie. Uh, then we are breaking canon again, but I guess if we did it last week, we could do, do it this week. And when else are we going to talk about Never Say Never Again by Phyllis Hyman? Yeah, Phyllis, which Phyllis which Hyman is, deserves to be talked about. <laughs> well, it's better than talking about Lionel's Hall. She needs uh, to do that tickled old Phyllis. Um. So uh, what's his name? Herb Albert's not going to be happy that we're dropping his wife, Lani, but we're moving on to Phyllis Reach around, Hyman. Phyllis. Um, uh, uh, then we move into the living daylight. So sorry, aha, you're getting shafted by this must be the place I waited years to leave by the Pet Shop Boys. Who gets, how does now the Pet th- Shop Boys get replaced by aha? I'm sorry, but like, Jesus. <laughs> uh, now this is one, like there are disclaimers. This is a disclaimer one. Uh, this is one where some of these songs 
were written as themes, but they weren't released until later. And they obviously made changes to them. And this is definitely one of the ones that they released later and that they made changes to. Uh, but we can talk more about that later. But there's a few uh, on this, yep. like the Ace of Base. I know you're about to get to it, but like literally, but like the Ace of Base one was re-released later with different lyrics. So like there are some yeah, here that were... a lot of the Brosnan ones were, yeah. Yeah, they were written for like Bond. They were rejected as Bond, but they were like, oh, we still like this as a song, so we're going to release it as a different song with different lyrics. Well, yeah, you mentioned it. Now we move on to... Um, All the, that the, she wants is another baby. golden eye. Uh, not... Goldeneye, the Goldeneye. We should rebrand as the Double Oz Seven um, by Ace of Base. I like Ace of Base. Um, uh, <laughs> then there's another one that I found, and there is a. I've never heard of this until yesterday. There's a lot of. Com- <laughs> it's it's searching for. <laughs> Golden motivate, <laughs> yay! I motivate and Kim Mazel. I'm just looking at bed. I'm like, please not number one. Uh, this is searching for the golden eye. <laughs> if you don't listen to this, drop this episode right now. Go and type in "searching for the golden eye" by motivate. Um, never heard of this, but there is a lot of compelling evidence. So I, I think it's worth including. It came out in 95. Uh, it's got Goldeneye. And it's got a Bond-like title. twang in the background. Like there's actually like... Yeah, it's quite, some of the lyrics are quite Bondy. Not all of the music is. We'll get to that. Uh, and if you watch the music video, you've got like oh, mid-90s men in suits snooping around woman. the bush. I want to be happy like... Uh, is, <laughs> is that Motivator? Is that Kim? Is that Kim? I think that's Kim. <laughs> She is, Kim is definitely happy, and she, I think she's taken something to make her extra happy, if I'm well, being the honest. The 90s, 90s dance music. If you weren't popping an ecky, then what were you doing? <laughs> Seriously, if you've not heard this, go and listen to that and then come back to this episode because it's just... But the golden <laughs> This one, Eurovision in 1995, I believe. <laughs> this is one of the ones that I said, why was this not in Eurovision? Um, then we move into Tomorrow Never Dies. So oh, there's God. a bit of backstory here. Um, for, uh, so I was uh, reading about this. So this was the first one with uh, David Arnold doing the score, right? And he initially wanted to make his own one, but I guess they were like, well, you're new, like piss off. Uh, <laughs> and they, for the first time, they actually put like an open call out and they got, over 12 submissions. Uh, oh, wow. But not 12. But the only reason we have the ones that we have ranking here is because, as we said, they were later re- released. Uh, so a lot of these were released, but there are some out there, The Missing Tomorrow Never Dies, that maybe they'll be uncovered one day. Smashing maybe they'll pumpkins, be in the mall. Maybe did one. Um... <laughs> yeah. Who was from the mid 90s, like Blink 182. Blink 182, uh, Foo um, Fighters. Um... Foo Fighters. <laughs> Red Hot oh, Chili Peppers. Yes. <laughs> Searching for the gone eye. Yeah. James Bond, uh-huh. James Bond, James Bond now. James Bond, James Tomorrow James Bond, Never Dies. Tomorrow. <laughs> A flippity flop. He's a spy with a, a mop top. He's James J- J- James Bond. Tomorrow, Tomorrow never, never dies. dies. Yeah, now. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot for Tomorrow Never Dies because it was the first time and the last time they ever I did. A this, third of the surprised. list is Tomorrow Never Dies, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so I'm the not rest surprised. Of of <laughs> the last time that they ever did this. Uh, so reading through them all, we've got uh, one by Paul. So that's pretty mid-90s. Uh, we've got Saint Eat, 
a teen, mm. Etine, love him. A B, yep, B Saint Etine. We've got uh, Swan Colin's Lee, favorite. Not Sw- Colin's favorite Swan Lee, not Swan Lake. Uh, was that Chuck Lee's daughter, Swan Lee? <laughs> um, and we've uh, then we've also got a few that aren't named Tomorrow Never Dies. So we've got Fatal Shore by The Fix, and that's another iffy one. Uh, it's rumored, but there's not a lot of confirmation. Then we've got Shadows of the Big Man by Chris Ray, Chris Rea. Um, and then we have one called Tomorrow Never Comes <laughs> by the uh, by the Dot Allison. Oh, uh, Dottie, there she is. Dottie. Dottie. Dottie made it. Dottie. Good on you, Dottie. Uh, Welcome to the show, Dottie. So we got about half of the 12. Uh, who knows? We could have just done a Tomorrow Never Dies ranking. Uh, then we move on. Well's not enough. Uh, by, well, we, we had garbage and we've also got straw. Well, what do you um, do with your straw once you finish with it? You put it in the garbage. Yeah. Well, well it, not, not yeah, anymore. I mean, you, now they're rebranded as paper straw. Yes. Um, <laughs> or, or, or do they straw? just. They are from Scotland, straws. So maybe they just love farming. Straw like bales of hey, hay. That's a good point. That's the three little that's pigs. more eco friendly. Yep, three little yep. pigs. Love them. Um, and then I'm glad that there's something from this film because it's going to make it interesting. Uh, we've got Beyond the Eyes by Red Flag. Do you, do you not like how it's called Red Flag? Like, isn't that a red flag <laughs> that you were watching this movie? <laughs> that was you everything. Uh, that's from Die Another Day. Well, from what? Uh, <laughs> They're, they're summing off with that soundbite. Um, <laughs> I'm not hearing basically anything. So I'm Did you hear the other things it... that I played before? Oh, I heard uh, Colin. Can you hear um, Colin? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I know, um, right? Then we have Sleep by <laughs> Sandra. Oh, like just, is that like open mic night? Sandra? Win Survivor twice comes and does a Bond song. Why not? Sandra from Casino Royale. Uh, then we move into the Quantum of Solace. And I don't believe they opened a, a call for this one, but I was reading a bit of behind the scenes. They had a bit of trouble in getting a song for this film. And given what they chose in the end, <laughs> it makes sense there was some behind the scenes turmoil with this song. So we have a lot of Quantum of Solace, which is kind of interesting. Uh, so we've got Bassy. Bassy is back with No Good About Goodbye. Um, then we've got Forever I'm All Yours by Eva Alma, Quantum of Solace by Joe Harrop, and Quantum of Solace by Huck Whitney. Huck Whitney. Hucky oh, boy. Uh, and then we ended out with Supremacy by Muse for Skyfall and Spectre for uh, by Radiohead for Spectre. So we got there in the end, lots of kind of background uh, knowledge, which is required, I think. Um, any kind of thought on that list before we jump into it? It's, yeah, it's really interesting that, I mean, obviously not not all movies are uh, represented. I mean, how many movies do we have here? 10, 12, N- not even half? I mean, like you, once you, when you got live and let die or nobody does it better, you're not rejecting them, are you? But it's it's fascinating. Like it just it really is interesting with Tomorrow Never Dies and Quantum of Solace. Like what the last two, well, no, I guess World Not Enough came two years after um, Tomorrow Never Dies. But I mean, Remove was enough, and the last two films that just were sort of rushed, weren't they? Straight away. I mean, I guess World Not Enough wasn't rushed, but Tomorrow Never Dies and Quantum of Solace are famously rushed Bond films. So I guess that kind of makes sense that you've got all sense. these ones. But like. It is going to be interesting to rank some of those ones because I think 
they're the ones that I don't know about you, but I think so many of them are like, how is this even considered? Like, it doesn't sound remotely anything like a Bond theme. But hey, and you, I think, shared a, a Reddit post or something like that from one of the singers. And was it one of the Tomorrow Never Dies ones, or was it? I think actually no, it was a Quantum of Solace one where you actually Which read. One, yeah, it was really interesting. Well, yeah, the person who posted it, and they were like, "Hey, we were really close." And like, it's a. I think it might be the Forever I'm All Your song, right? The Eva Olma yeah. people. Which who the fuck's Eva Olma? Good for them. But like, it's you know, I guess that they would have made them. You know, like I mean, this this sounds dumb because I obviously realized Chris Cornell was a well known singer, but when Chris Cornell did, you know, my name, Ben, um, I had no clue who he was. So to me. I didn't listen to Soundgarden and those sort of bands in the 90s. So like, Belinda Carlisle all over again. Exactly. So, I mean, I guess the, the difference with some Bond singers where, like, you know, we've talked about the actor, like whoever is the next Bond is going to be that famous because they're James Bond. You would argue that the Bond singer also gets a fair bit of recognition, but maybe not the same. So imagine if Sandra had have gotten Casino, I would be talking about Sandra today, right? Like, you know, I mean, who's talking about... Sheena Easton, <laughs> outside of Bond, Lulu, you know. Good for Lulu for going to that concert, by the way. I'm glad she got the memo. Well, I mean, it could have been Alice Cooper. He still plays frequently. Um, but, I mean, on that point, we may as well mention it now. It's a long intro, but we've said a lot of info. Uh, the GoldenEye Ace of Base one I read, it's technically not a rejected. It was put forward, but actually I read it was taken off the consideration by Ace of Base's label yeah. uh, because Ace of Base thought this song would make them. And the reason being was the record company said that GoldenEye was going to be a big failure and oh. that they didn't want to be associated with it. Who's, not... a, who's a bing bong now? Well, it sounds like the same people who handled George Lazenby, but like, were they not already like, when did like all that she wants and they were like a late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. So, the other yeah. one, the other one too, that I was um, reading about, well, I, I didn't obviously do the research like you did, but I, I believe with Blondie that basically they, they did that version and then Debbie Harry was offered the Sheena version, but she was like, no, if it's, it's the band or not just me. And they were like, no, we just want you. So I think that's kind of, it should have been Debbie, but Debbie was loyal to her band. Good for Debbie. I mean, yeah, it breaks my heart a little bit that Debbie Harry never did get to do one because she's a great choice. Oh, uh, yeah. But there's, there's actually kind of three stories. I, this is what I'm saying. Don't believe celebrities. There's three stories. One is what you said, that they offered Debbie Sheena's. Another is that uh, Debbie wrote the song, but they wanted her to sing the song without Blondie, but she's like, well, we wrote it. I'm going to only do it with Blondie. And then there was another one that uh, it's Bill Conti, right? The, mm, mm-hmm. the, the composer. Which, I mean, I mean, he great job with Rocky, but the, you can't really speak Bill. Like, that's one of the worst soundtracks. But apparently, uh, Blonde, uh, Debbie said, I'm not going to sing yours. I'm going to write my own. And then he got really salty and like, how dare you? So we wrote that sexual song and, that, ooh, 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 does you think of the weekend? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of he said, she said, there's a lot of really interesting stories here to sort of uncover. And like, there's a book in this real, or a documentary. There. Oh, who's our friend that writes? Are you listening? Oh, well, oh Nicola, I, was, I was thinking of um, uh, our documentary friend who did The Other Fellow, but uh, Nicholas Susick. He could do a story on this. Which, can I just say, we we thought we discovered a groundbreaking thing last episode with uh, Lani and, and What's-His-Face and Herb and the the marriage and, oh. you know, this big, big connection. And correction, Herb wasn't the singer on Casino Royale. He was a trumpet player. But um, Nicholas Susick apparently discovered that already. So, sorry, Nicholas. Apologies. Oh. 
Well, there, there goes Al. Rejected once again. Yeah. Um, oh, well, actually, I'd love to rank Nicholas Susick's rejected ideas for books. I believe he's just <laughs> wrote, wrote another seven in the last 10 minutes. So good for him. Well, well I mean, you did read the book. Uh, I read all but of You these. read that book. You and Colin read that book about sort of the lost oh, history of. Yeah, Jim. great book. And this is sort of similar, lost media. So, yeah, there is a book in there somewhere. Yeah. Um, and you should read that book. It's a fantastic book. Uh, I, I look for it's bloody expensive. It is. It's not made of money. Uh, Nick, well, I mean, if when you come visit me in Sydney, if I get it shipped up, you can you can borrow it. And also, FYI, just book update for Ben halfway through Thunderbolt, so we'll be close to getting to our next uh, Bond episode, a uh, book episode. And were you playing Johnny Cash as you sung it? I definitely was. Yes. Uh so uh, this is probably our longest intro, but I mean, I think it's warranted a little bit. There's so much sort of backstory that a lot of people don't know. I didn't know about these songs, and we'll go through as we. We find them. So we'll, so we'll go in uh, chunks of five, right? Probably, high five. Probably to the top, top five, right? High five. Then we'll do individual. Do you like high five? High five. There's another one. Are they going to bring back high five? I don't think high five's ever left. I think they're just as similar to the Wiggles. All the originals have gone on to bigger and better things, and the rest, they're just new people now. Not the same. At least the Hawley Dooley stuck to their original lineup. Yeah. yeah. Justice for the Hawley Doolies and Tickle My Ding Dong. What was his name? Doodah. <laughs> Tickle the Doodah. So uh, is that our thinking music is going to be We Are the Hawley Doolies? Oh, uh, going to be the Hawley Doolies. Uh, we're we're going to be the podcast that brings back the Hawley Doolies. And are we, closing, are we closing with the Wiggles? Or my, my vote for closing out is Ace of Base, all that she wants. But, I mean, I guess we probably have to go with the Wiggles, don't we? Well, we're, we're going to talk about a lot of songs, so we'll, we'll, we'll hold that we off. Feel. But we're definitely... We're definitely going with the Hawley Dawley because I'm on a campaign to bring back the Hawley Dawley. Yeah. And we've done Skippy, so... We have. Who hasn't done Skippy? Skippy's a slut. Uh, so, uh, reach around Skippy? No. Um, <laughs> Tickle my Skippy. Oh. So, five in a row to top five. Do we agree yeah. on that? And then we'll yeah. do individuals. Because, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot we can say about these. Uh yeah, I was already, you, are any of these controversial? Like, anyone's going to get angry? Like, I mean, I just... Yes, because I've seen Colin's list and it's very different to mine. But, but like, like, <laughs> but this is the thing. Like, I, I, I'm assuming that there's, like, a couple of these that we're all going to love. But, like, the only one I could think of, like, Miss Kiss Kid Bang Bang, I'm assuming if we put that, like, last, we're like, ah! But, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's... Well, after reading Colin's, I'm like, is Colin the Ben or am I the Ben? I'm the Ben, uh, Noah. I'm always the Ben. I'm the real Ben. Uh, oh, the real so ben Colin, Shady. not even on the episode. Stand up. Not even. Colin is not even on the episode, but I'm Colin. And what are you I get talking? To call first. What are you talking about? Uh, on, I bet. Like, I bet you we can get him on right now. No, I just just putting this out there into the universe. Maybe ask him what he thinks about a certain uh, diamonds are forever. But like, maybe ask him a question. Ask him a question. I'll give him get him to answer for you. Uh if you were going to. Drive a Bond girl in the back of your car. Uh, wait, I messed that up. Uh, who, who's, the best, who's, the best, who's the best Bond girl? Tiffany Case is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. <laughs> Driving my car. I, I, I was trying to make him sound bad, but then I realized it's not just him saying Tiffany Case. It's him saying Tiffany Case is the best Bond. I wish you edited this show. I wish I did too. What do you think of that, Noah? That's oh, pretty gay. Yeah, I agree. And also, just quickly um, before we start, um, Pierce, who are you hoping is number one? Shirley Bassey. Yeah. Yeah. She's in for a chance. She is. She's got a he shot, Pierce. This week, 
she's in for a chance. Yeah. Uh, so we'll go uh, Colin and then shall we reverse it to what we did last time? So we'll do Colin, Ben, Noah, shall we? The reverse Kanga. Sure. A reverse Kanga. Are you, a reverse are you, have you ever done a reverse Kanga? Um, <laughs> do you know what it is? <laughs> reverse Kanga. It's not a sex thing. It's when you go to the toilet and instead of like uh-huh. sitting, like, you know, hey, when you do oh. a... <laughs> No, hang on. You We're know, just about to start. I need to explain this to our one listener. You, you know when you do a doo-doo in the toilet and you that your face, the way you sit on the toilet, you flip around so that you poo down the front of the bowl and it drips down the front. Why? Why not? <laughs> Next time I go to your house, I'm going to do the reverse kanker. <laughs> I mean, no. What is it? That's oh, pretty gay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. No, I've never done one. <laughs> I guess you got something to hold on to, then, don't you? Tickle the dude. <laughs> a bit, bit like you're on a, a motorbike. Um, <laughs> oh, more motorbikes than Bond. They're good. Uh so we'll go through uh, five at a time. Um, so curious to see how different our lists are going to be and what the averages are going to be. Uh, so we'll start with Colin Hilding. Uh, off tobogganing, but still on the show. Uh, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> Colin, 25 to 21. So let's kick it off. No, oh, no, 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 no. Don't kick it off. <laughs> well, Colin, you're not here. You don't have a choice. Uh, and we got the descriptions too. So at number 25, and you said that none of us are going to get angry on this episode. Uh, number 25 for Colin, not for Noah, is Thunderball oh. by Johnny Cash. No, 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 no. What the flying fuck? Yes, I had a mini heart attack when I opened that at work today. Uh, and I saw Thunderball 25. And I'm like, is this the wrong way i'm sorry this is coming from ben waterworth the ben of 007 this might be the worst single ranking that we have ever had on this but what like read his description he's what the fuck uh so his description says uh my name is colin and i'm a fucking idiot (laughs) no um, yes i agree no, it says, uh, so this would have been rejected for anyway for a 1965 John Wayne movie. It sounds like the Canyonero theme from The Simpsons. Well, it kind of does, but that's why it's great. True, but that's uh, a great theme. I want to buy a Canyonero. Canyonero. <laughs> it's an absolutely hilarious song that will probably be in my head for weeks, but it is the most out of place song ever for a Bond film. Uh, yes, but also it's epic, so you're not going to hear a long time from me. <sighs> All right, I'm just going to take that quote of the most out of place for a Bond song and I'll use that for about 12 of the songs on this list. Uh, so, yeah, controversial. Wow. <laughs> when I opened that, I was very shocked. He's blacklisted uh, on this up. show. He's not allowed back. I mean, he hasn't been on. So, yeah, uh, not coming up Colin's for a, a wimp. For me. He puts out to be shit things and he can't hear to back shit up. Oh, oh go on That's why he does it. He's like... I can't come because they're going to yell at me, so I'll just leave some notes. Let's send him shitty um, questions to his stupid rankings website. What a stupid website it is. What a stupid man. Ugly, yeah, fat. Stupid toboggan. Uh, number 24, it's... Never say never again. 
by Phyllis Hyman. Um, it yeah, sounds like every generic end credit song from any 80s movie. Yeah. Still better than Lani Hall. Yeah. Um, I, I should say for Thunderball, he said no, it shouldn't be the theme over Tom Jones. Um, uh, but he says for Phyllis Hyman, that should be over Lani Hall. Uh, number three, 23, it's Sleep by Sandra. Uh, and he said, Sandra puts me to sleep. <laughs> this was only three and a half minutes, and I was struggling not to skip it. Uh, and he said, no, it shouldn't be over Chris Cornell's uh, theme. Uh, then, well, you wanted to know his opinion on Swan Lee. Apparently, it's 22 for Aww. Swan Lee for Colin. Swan. Uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. And then he says, is this Two Becomes One by the Spice Girl? <laughs> um, I actually don't know that song. Two Becomes... Ah, Spice Girls were Spice Girls, why did they do a Bond song? Yo, I tell you what a Bond, what a really, really Bond. Uh, first Spice Girls reference on the show. Yeah, 200, um, 127 episodes. Good job, Colin. I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. I want a vodka martini, chicken not stirred. <laughs> um... <laughs> Power the world, oh, pond up your life. Number 21, poor Dottie. It's Tomorrow Never Comes by Dottie Allison. Oh. Uh, he says, sounds like something that would play during the end credits of one of the Hobbit movies. <laughs> and then he said, no, it's not better than Cheryl Crow's Tomorrow Never Dies. So um, nothing like overly super controversial other than his final uh, 25, but there are a few that are higher for me than what he put them. Um, yes, three of these, oh, four, yeah, a few of these are a lot higher. Well, not I'd say a lot, one's a lot higher, um, <laughs> but um, others are like, yeah, there's one that will definitely be coming up very shortly for me. Others, yeah, mid tier, so yeah, I just what the actual fuck, how like can you not rank that? like no, it's not. It's Maybe not even. Colin hates fun. It's not even. I think he does. It's not even the fact that it's like you know, like I'd still be angry if this was like twenty, but like okay, sure. You would, I'm like last, last. God. And Colin, you're old. Old people love Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash is rolling in his grave. Have you seen Walk the Line? Good movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. God. What so, a, uh, what an that's ass. That's his five and. <laughs> and not like what we've been saying recently about he's got a good ass. It's like, what an asshole. Asshole. Um, Not, well, I don't know what his asshole looks like. I mean, him as a person is I, I saw it because he came to my house and was doing a reverse Kenga. <laughs> <laughs> Call uh, back. <laughs> oh, reverse Kenga. If only we didn't already have an episode title. Okay, it's your turn. Um, my turn. Well, okay. Let's just put it out there that he said that this is what the most out of place or whatever he said about bullshit there. He had it 21, poor old Dot Allison. I'm sorry. This is like not only a terrible Bond song. It's one of the worst songs I have ever heard in my life. It is so boring. And I just like there's two songs on this list that I just wanted to skip. And I nearly skipped this song. This song is terrible. I literally wrote in my notes. So fucking terrible and boring. And oh my God, make it stop. Make it stop. High pitch stinging. I can't even speak. And sleep inducing. Stop. I thought I saw your shadow in the street today, but that was yesterday. That's a lyric from the song, by the way. How was this ever considered? Seriously, imagine that as a great Bond theme. Would that be like used in Tomorrow Never Dies? Like there's no point in living if I can't feel alive. Like Paris Carver goes to Bond. I thought I saw your shadow in the street today. 
but that was yesterday. <laughs> Think about what you could have had tattooed on your arm. I know, right? Oh, it's such a terrible song. Fuck off, Colin. Like, how did that make it to 21? And did Thunderball go below that? The second one that I just wanted to skip, and Colin hasn't even put this up yet. Oh, God, please tell me you hate this song. Um, Huck Whitney makes me want to huck all over myself on Quantum of Solid. This song is so boring. Oh, my God. I wrote, sounds like some 50s country acoustic song. Boring and crap. So isn't that Johnny Cash? But Johnny Cash is fun. Huck Whitney's yeah. not. Yeah. So, oh, God. Whitney. Huck Whitney. Um, 23. Oh, my God. This is pure rubbish. Pulp. Huck Whitney. Like pulp. Tomorrow Never Lies. Like, pulp it up and throw it out. Like, oh, God. It's just, it sounds like some David Bowie wannabe, but, like, I mean, Bowie would have been great as a Bond singer, but like this is just lame. It's just crap. And wasn't this on that that fake album where they all the different bands like did different versions? Um, I thought that. And Pulp. I, I hate Pulp. Do you like Orange Juice and Pulp? I don't. Oh, big Pulp fan. No. Get it down my gullet. No, not a fan. Uh, no, I love I love all the bits sliding down. Oh. <laughs> That sounds a bit wrong, but right at the same time. This might be controversial because I've always thought this song was incredibly overrated and I never got the love for it. Uh, Spectre by Radiohead. It's whiny and it's just bland and it's boring. Like, I haven't... Uh, going back to my point, uh, no, Tomorrow Never Comes, not better. All of these songs that I've put up are no. The uh, the originals are way better. Um, even Another Way to Die is better than Quantum of Solace. But... And obviously, you know, I love Tomorrow Never Dies by Cheryl. But, I mean, God, I writing on the wall is way better than this fucking version by Radiohead. I don't know if you'd agree with that. But ugh, it's just crap. And I don't get it. I think Radiohead are one of the most overrated bands in the world. So maybe there's hated there as well. Um, and another new one. Uh, poor old Julie Rogers, You Only Live Twice. Like, they're just, just boring. It's just there. Like, wow. Well, okay. This is oh. controversial. Um, yeah. It's just, I, I wrote down that this is just forgettable. It's just like you hear it and you're like, yeah, okay. Oh, wow. So, wow. I'd, well, sorry, oh. Julie Rogers fan number one. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to hear that for a long time from me and Colin. I've got the other one a lot longer in the future. but um, And wow. def- uh, Nancy over Julie. Wow, Ju- Julie Rogers getting the love here. What what can I say? <laughs> we love Julie. Yeah, sorry, Julie. Um, There are a couple that are... Uh, matches up. I will say I don't have Spectre or uh, I like Radiohead. I, I thought you'd have Spectre in, high. I, I don't have it high, but I don't have either of them in my bottom five, that and Pulp. But I'm glad you kind of crapped on them because the Pulp one does annoy me and so I'm not big on the Radiohead one. Uh, but the only reason they didn't make it my bottom five is because of the bottom five. <laughs> uh, but, Which but doesn't I'm glad include Thunderbolt. Uh, well, I haven't read my list yet. Oh, God, I'm quitting. If you put Thunderball in your bum <laughs> out. <laughs> uh, so I'm glad that you kind of crapped on them a little bit because <laughs> I'm, I wanted to put some of them lower, but they just didn't end up being lower. Um. So, yeah. Uh, and Colin, what do you think of them? Tiffany Case yeah. is probably one of the strongest Bond girls. Literally the first thing I <laughs> well, pressed. We're not doing the Bond girls. We're doing the songs, Colin. What did, what did um, you... Th- sorry, Colin. Let's try that again. What did you think? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I thought so too. Mmm, cookies. <laughs> uh, all right. So we'll get to my 
25 to 21. Uh, and at 25, <laughs> uh, I, I always feel bad doing it, but... Don't do it. <laughs> you're, you're, you're going high pitched again, but I'm assuming it's such a... No, boo. It's so much fun. It is so much fun, but I'm using the Colin argument. It's like, imagine... People would be saying the same thing they say about the Madonna one. Had what one? Again, I'm glad that doesn't work because I'd have to listen to it. Um, yeah, I mean, people would be saying the same thing. Like, imagine, Goldeneye, such an epic film. Imagine if this had been the thing. I will say, look, there are hints of Bondianness in the and she, Kim and Motivate. They're having it. a wild Fucking time. Kim. Oh, I want to be there with them doing whatever they're I'll doing. Friend. Snorting whatever they're snorting. They're having a great time. And if you watch this moody video, you're you're gonna have a smile on your oh, face. She's American. I'm using the Colin argument. It's just it's not Bond. There are shades of Bond in there, but this would be a, a mockery had it been the Bond theme. She's American. So as from... much as I have fun with it, no. She's uh the from the hometown of Michael Jackson. She's credited as the first lady of house music. There you go. Well, that's a bit of a connection with the real Goldeneye theme then, isn't it? Um, Good for her. So so I would say no, keep the original. Um, uh, number 24, we have a match. Uh, sorry. Um, sorry, Huck. <laughs> Huckleberry Finn. Huckleberry. <laughs> Quantum of Solace's Huck. Um, <laughs> I will say, in fairness to this song, the version we listened to, clearly a demo. He's clearly not supposed to be this. I think it even says in the YouTube video, like this is intended for a singer. So like this could have been Adele or like whatever. Um, but even then it, it doesn't land. It's flat. It's kind of boring. And yeah, the demo makes it worse. So maybe it would be higher if we heard it from a good singer. But I mean, there's a reason why they never chose this one. Um, so we've got a match for Huck. Uh, number 23, I'm going to agree with Colin on Sleep by Sandra. Uh, this was another kind of iffy one because it seems like this is sort of a cover remix of a different song, but it also seems pretty blatantly still meant to be a Bond theme. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm never going to make a fun of Christopher Walken saying a view to a kill ever again because this is the most blatant she's singing the song and then she's like oh i forgot to mention it casino royale <laughs> like, it comes out of nowhere it's like this is a, a song completely irrelevant it's like singing staying alive and then halfway through going oh shit and there's a racing car in there randomly they're just like sing along and all of a sudden it's like sure what is it cars again like it's a bit of everything it's like this is the worst and I'm going to give credit later on for some how they fit the titles into some of these songs because they did it better than Jack White did in some ways. But this is just so... I mean, Chris Cornell never mentioned Casino Royale, did he? We didn't, we didn't really need it. Uh, we don't need Sandra saying, oh, shit, uh, Casino Royale. Uh, so no, Sandra, whoever you are, open mic night, Sandra. Uh, it's not counting. I have a feeling this is going to be a controversial one at number 22. So we all had one controversial one in our bottom five. <laughs> um, uh, I don't like boys. I don't like shops and I don't like pets. Oh. Uh, the pet shop boys. 
Uh, this must be the place I waited years to find. Now, this is where you kind of said you're going to just rank on what you like. And if I was ranking on it, on, I've sort of grown to appreciate this sort of new wavy sort of, I read this book a few years ago called Rip It Up and Start Again, which if you haven't read, it's an amazing book. Did you do book. it? And it kind of changed. Did you rip up the book? Yeah, a little bit. Uh, and it kind of made me really reevaluate the 80s as a, and really appreciate a lot more sort of new wave, post-punk, electronic sort of music. Um, so like this as a song, it's got this kind of moody kind of thing. It's fine. It's very pretentious with the, yeah, well, I waited years to leave. Like, shut up, pet shop boys. Um, but I mean, I'm sorry. There's no freaking way this would ever be a Bond theme. Like, this would be the most boring, out of place Bond theme ever. It's it's literally one flat note for the at least I had the Pet the- Shop Boys. You'd have heard out their other songs before, though, right? <laughs> That's why they didn't do a Bond theme. This is not like rank the Pet Shop Boys. That's Colin's gonna do that on his website. I'm sure. I'll join him in. I'll help him out with that one. But even AHA managed to get a come for morning. At least they managed to get three notes into their song. Uh, so as a song, fine. But I mean, how anyone's going to argue that this could be a Bond theme is beyond me. So I'm not ranking based on how I think of the song because I would have put Searching for the Golden up higher. Uh, so it's my controversial one, but I don't care what you think about this song or the Pet Shop Boys. This is... Um, I mean, I'm going to be the one defending AHA this week. Uh, so I'm saying, no, keep the AHA theme over this. Uh, and then my last one, it looks like I'm having a match with old Colin. Uh, oh, sorry, Dottie. Oh, thanks. Uh, so I think, I think she's going to be our all-round bottom right. Oh, God. If she had made someone's top 20, I would have shot myself. I mean, this this is never, this would never be, like, like Pet Shop Boys, there's no way this fits as a Bond theme. Uh, it's boring. I mean, she's got a sweet voice, I guess. Poor Dottie. But uh, this doesn't fit as a Bond theme in any way, shape or form. Uh, and you're right, it is boring. So uh, I think a lot of my bottom five seem to fit in the, like, some of these might be okay songs, but they're not fitting as Bond themes. Yeah, I mean, three, two, two of yours match mine. There's one that I'll be talking about soonish and two that I won't be talking about for a long time. <laughs> oh, I'm a big Sandra fan. Um, <laughs> You've been listening to Sandra since the beginning. Fucking love Sandra. Um, When's Colin going to rank the Sandra album? I um, can't wait to talk about the Pet Shop. Wow. Wow. Uh, I mean, I think I've defended it well as to why it's low. I have no regrets. Honestly, though, like, I think just going back to my point about how I've mainly ranked it based on what I like as a song with, yeah, obviously, you know, like certain elements of this would be a good Bond song or not. Um, I think yours and my different tastes in music being reflected a little bit. And there's, you know, two of these songs in the bottom five that doesn't really surprise me in a way with your taste in music versus my taste in music. I mean, like searching for the cold night, I honestly thought you wouldn't um, Colin would have that in the bottom, like down near the bottom. And Pet Shop Boys, yeah, I don't really see you liking that type of music, but okay. But you grow appreciation for it. Interesting. Can I say one I thing? Grown in a- you, so I was just going to say, your 1001 albums that you're doing, I um, I looked it up. I looked up the albums and um, 
I cheat. I'm not going to spoil it for you, but um, I would be intrigued to listen to it because, yeah, but I'm also looking forward to you listening to some of the albums on that list. So I'm 700 something in and I, I have not had the Pet Shop Boys and I've not had Dot, Allison, and I've not had Sandra or Huck with me. Um, but Searching for the Green Line, that was the first one that came up, of course. You'll definitely um, be getting to certain person on that list, uh, but a lot later on, a lot later on. Yeah, I mean, Paul McCartney. Exactly. Um, so I don't think the Pet Shop Boys will be in it, but, but they might be. I reckon that. Yeah, I mean, one. Sure, I didn't look I, up the Pet Shop Boys in that list, but that they're pretty influential in the '80s for you know new wave electronic style of music. Yeah, but there are a few like Depeche, ones missing. Depeche, how have you pronounce them? Haven't had one of them. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm almost ninety percent basing it on Bond themes. This is rejected Bond themes. It's not ranking what I like because. I, I searching for the golden eye is a terrible song, but I would still put it higher because it's just fun. Um, but that's not a bomb theme, and this is rejected bomb themes. Uh, so shall we move next group for Colin? Or oh, Colin, Colin, or oh, a uh, to answer your question, no, I don't think we should move. I think we just sit here and talk about the holy doolies, holy doolies, or pet shop boys, holy doolies. What is a pet shop? Boy. It's a is... it's a boy who is a pet shop. Or they're like, boys is... who hang out in a pet shop. Boys who like you know, there's like the barber shop people, like the rappers who hang out at the barber shop. Are these boys that hang out in the outside of the pet shop? Well, are we really analyzing that? I mean, like you know, the clash. <laughs> what are the clash? They just like... I know, but that's punk rock clash. <laughs> Well, their new boys. wave and electronic. It's very, you know. Well, my pet shop's in in the 80s. When you're they? in the 80s, if you wanted to listen to dance music, you went to a pet shop. All the raving hamsters were like, you know, going like. Eh, 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 eh. Yeah, yeah, you had to wait another 10 years before you got to searching for the golden eye by <laughs> Motivate. And the, uh, the what, what is she called? Like the goddess of house music? Uh, the first lady of house music, Kim Mazel. The first lady of. Uh, so I'd like to be the first lady of podcasting. That's my goal. I want to be the first lady of pet shop. <laughs> Colin um, just wants to be a lady. <laughs> he's the first lady of tobogganing. He's the first lady um, of just this show. He's so good. Um, well, speaking of Colin, uh, you'll be happy. At number 20, uh, it's our good friend, Huck Whitney. With Hey, piss off, Huck. So that. That's going to be our second bottom right because poor old Doddy will be below that. Uh, Actually, no. I can spoil it for you right now and say that uh, like 0.3 of a percent, Huck's going to be at the bottom. Oh, (laughs) fuck off. (laughs) Did you say Huck off? Huck off. Um, (laughs) Huck off. Well, uh, oh, I'm glad. I prefer Doddy over Hucky. Fuck off, Doddy. So... Number what does Colin so say he about says, Huck? He says, Oh, it's like a semi decent demo for a rejected 1960s bomb beat. Except and it's in says, 2008, Colin. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's why I didn't make it. Uh, and he says, No, not better than another way to die, which is the ultimate insult. To- <laughs> we haven't had a yes yet, have we? That's better. Oh, no, no, never, no we did. Yes. Never say never again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it makes sense we're at the bottom. 
Uh, next, not sure if it's going to be controversial or not. Probably not. It's the fatal show by The Fix, that uh, Tomorrow Never Dies one. And he says, oh, it's not an awful song, but I uh, I can't imagine this fitting as a Bond theme. More believable if it was rejected as the bar fight theme from License to Kills. <laughs> Weird that they were still relevant what enough doing in the 90s least? to be considered. <laughs> uh, and he says, no. Uh, I guess so. I guess he knew The Fix. I had never heard of The Fix. I've never heard of him. Um, you had or hadn't? Haven't. No, no idea. Um, and we move on to number 18, which, well, this is where you're getting controversial because, uh, Julie and Lorraine, it's the battle of the bonds, uh, cause he's putting Lorraine Chandler's you only live twice up, mm. uh, at 18. And he said, it's like a theme for one of those low budget bond knockoff films of the sixties. Uh, and he says, no, not better than Nancy. I, I prefer Lor- uh, I prefer Lorraine uh, Phoebe. It's a friends joke. Ha ha! Move on. Nineties uh, reference. Hang um, on, hang on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like more era. <laughs> it just felt flat. Yeah, I'm annoyed that you said that. <laughs> we just, just got a graveyard of all the dead jokes that are said by Ben. Lay this is flowers. the rejected episode. More era lace uh, and flowers. The friends joke. I prefer Lorraine Phoebe. <laughs> Cut it out with the Friends references, Ben. Didn't we mention this in the post-production What's wrong meeting? What's with Friends? Oh, Frenchmen. You did. You friends. I was um, That's like you come back last episode. Yeah. Uh, I watch Friends because I have no friends and I want to know well, what's that like. Was the, that was the joke I was going to make and then I stopped myself because I'm like, that would be me. When I think about uh, you, I stop myself. <laughs> When I think about you, I touch my friends. Oh wait, no, that doesn't. Um, <laughs> what am I? What a funny, funny thing. Only I with consent. When I worked at Sanity, and rest in peace, Sanity. Sanity set to close all its stores later this year and become online. Um, I remember uh-huh. I had a customer come up to the counter and they're like, "Do you have any friends?" And I'm like, "I don't actually." Would you like to be mine? And they just looked at me deadpan. Um, I'm like, "You're after the DVDs, aren't you? Over there at the TV section." <laughs> Funny. No wonder that no wonder they've gone bankrupt if they're the kind of people they're hiring. Come on, um, that's you would laugh at that. You would reply with that. I don't know. I'm a tough audience, Ben. <laughs> um, Proud sponsors of Double O Seven Sanity. Uh, <laughs> uh, rip Sanity. Uh, sorry, sorry. Shut up, Ben. Where are we going to? That's 2019, 18. Lorraine Chandler. Yep. 17, don't know if this is controversial. And Colin, it's not Golden Eye, it's The Golden Eye by Ace of Base. Ah, yeah. Um, Colin, Colin, I expect for that that you're going to rank all of the Ace of Base albums. Uh, he says it sounds too late 80s or very early 90s, and he's saying, No, don't replace it. When, when was uh, this movie released, dickhead? Uh- <laughs> I mean, in 95, that's the tail end of the early 90s, right? I mean, um, like, this is a guy who likes the Go-Go's and the Ace of Bass only makes 17? Like, come on. Give him a break. He had to live through all this. True. He's having war flashbacks. He was 15 um, when that came out. Uh, I want to see from 15-year-old 14. Colin. 14. Uh, then I don't want to see. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it may be controversial. Um, and... 16, uh, well, you wanted to know about Swan Lee. 
You can also know about Saint Etienne or Etine with Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, he says it reminds me of the cardigans. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> cardigans <laughs> reference 127 episodes in. Well, Mr. Music, Colin Hilding. <laughs> I know, he should work at Saturday. Uh, <laughs> he wouldn't go back. No, I don't have any friends, but I, can I interest you in the cardigans? Love me, love uh, me. Say Colin loves the cardigans. <laughs> Well, it's funny that he said that because uh, I read that the cardigans were one of the 12 for the Tomorrow Never Dies, too. Well, I mean, um, can I say, we're talking about judging bands. What are they doing? Sitting around a room, going, like, what are we going to call that band? Can you pass me your cardigan? Wait. Well, I guess it's better than hanging outside of a pet shop. I'd rather a pet uh, shop boy <laughs> than a cardigan. Cardigans are well, actually, let's uh, before I say what I was going to say, call uh, no. What do you think of cardigans? That's oh, pretty gay. Exactly. Uh, I I'm not qualified to say whether or not that's gay fashion. <laughs> I feel like of the gay people I know, they're not wearing cardigans. Well, and I'm, look, I'm not saying like it's a bad thing. Like if you're gay and wear a cardigan, good for you. But I'm not gay and I don't wear cardigans. So there you go. Well, so because you don't wear cardigans and you're not gay, and cardigans are gay. Well, I've got, like I've known gay more, people that wear cardigans. I don't know where I'm going with this point. Move I on. I think I've known more gay people that wear turtlenecks than cardigans. I've worn turtlenecks. 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 Why didn't they call themselves the turtlenecks? <laughs> the turtleneck boys. <laughs> the turtleneck boys wearing cardigans. That's our new band. Fatty Essa Reunion. The turtleneck boys who wear cardigans. Featuring Motivate. Um, <laughs> Huck Whitney. <laughs> Do you, do you think we could get Motivate to feature on 007? Like, do oh, a little few beats they could every do now our and then. Theme. It could be Motivate. Searching for You're listening to 007. It is a jam, isn't it? Featuring the Holy Doolies. Holy Doolies and Motivate. Oh, lock up your daughters. Searching for the golden eye. Searching for um, the tickle, the doodat. Oh, it, it, uh, it's been stuck in my head all day, that mood of Rank it song. higher. Rank it higher. <laughs> well, we'll see. If he comes on the show to feature, then, uh, then if he does our intro. Rank it higher. Uh, rank it higher. So we're doing 20 to 15, now. Right? Yes, uh, sixteen. So you've you've that you've covered oh. Collins five. Yes, I was going to say I feel like Bert Newton. <laughs> oh, rest in peace, Bert Newton. Are they going to bring back Bert? Well, he's, he's dead. Where, he's where, dead. Why, why do we have the Bert shop? Boys? Where's Where's Paddy Newton? Where, where's Paddy? He's been silent since he died. Paddy Newton, boys. Can't talk about Maddie Newton. No, he's a he's he's cancelled. Uh, twenty to one. That's very niche. Right? Oh, I used uh, to love that show. I mean, we're carrying it on with the rankings. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome, Bert. <laughs> the spirit of Bert Newton lived through Dumb and Lost 7. Well, even like the original host of uh, 21 was uh, Bud Tingwell. You remember Bud Tingwell? <laughs> Charles Bud Tingwell, legendary Australian actor. Or my era. Oh, you'd know. I was poor my era too, thank you. But like, I think you would know who he is. Colin would know him. Have you seen The Castle? Uh, You've seen The Castle, right? Yeah. You know the the QC guy who, like, takes it to the high court, the, the rich lawyer guy? Uh, that's, that's Bud Tinkwell. Did he turn host 20 to 1? He was a very original host before they before yeah. Bert came in. Yeah. They should get Gary Sweet to reboot. <laughs> 
Oh, Gary. You, you know what? Uh, off topic, I'm sorry. When I was at someone's house the other day, because uh, I don't own a TV, but they, the TV was on. And apparently in Korea, they, they show Border Security Australia. Oh, oh Grant. You no, know that voice, Grant. Oh, that's why I used to watch that show, because of Grant. Grant was on my TV talking to me. Today, 10 passengers are flying in the, the airport. The, um, the t- I mean, he's the only person I think I can think of that has made me stop watching two TV shows because he left them. That was the mole in Amazing Race Australia. So, I mean, Grant, powerful man. If if Grant Bowler hosted, like, Married at First Sight, I would watch it. Uh, <laughs> These women and men are going to get married. Will they survive? And then he's on a boat and we he gets should, blown up. We should get him to host Double Law 7. Oh, with Motivate, Grand Bowler. I'm searching <laughs> for the gold. Searching for the gold. Bowler, Grand. Oh, what a man. Uh, I love So that. anything to say about what Colin has done to you? Ace of base, Colin. How, like, all, yeah, all that they want is a higher ranking. They'll come tomorrow. That oh, That's a it's, good job. It's the 90s. The... The Colin is what it's is it? the, the Colin 90s. Is. The cold. <laughs> the, the Colin has ended. Oh, he's searching for that. Although he hasn't ranked searching for the Golden Eye yet. So, uh, I mean, small No, big, big Motivate fan. Uh, who isn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> um. All right. So, I think this is a little period of uh, songs where I'm definitely going to have to consult my notes because I think these are all the forgettable ones, which are like, oh, they're okay but I can't really remember it. So at 20... You're never dying. Quantum coming up. Uh, well, yeah, 20 Quantum. Uh, sorry, Joe Harrop, um, my man. I've literally written here, sounds like a porno film with a weird organ and then sultry vocals that sound about 50 years too old. Song gets better, but bland. Yeah, I remember this one. It does sound a bit porno. It's a bit um, um, octopusy, uh, all-time high. I mean... Uh- I'm sorry, Colin. I'm jumping ahead on your notes, uh, but Colin said in his notes, uh, the good parts of this song are kind of ruined by the "Can I Borrow a Feeling" saxophone. So that we keep coming back to that and all-time high. He loves his Simpsons, right? Though Canyon Arrow is a good shout for Thunderbolt, but like I mean, again, but who hates Canyon Arrow? Like I mean, that's like saying, "Oh, I hate the Monorail song." Like that's the reason why it should be higher. I um, I like I have never seen the Music Man, but obviously you know that's based off the Music Man. And I remember with a certain person who shall not be named, they love the Music Man, and she was like, "Oh, watch this clip from the Music Man." She starts playing, it. I'm like, "This is the." Monorail song. <laughs> no, I'm just going. The Mon- Music Man or the Muffin Man? Oh, Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek <laughs> Had to get the Shrek reference. Um, Shrek or Motivate? Mm, Shrek featuring Motivate. <laughs> Shrek singing. I'm searching, I'm searching for the princess in the castle. <laughs> When are we going to do Shrek? Can we, the, uh, next, the next time I'm that waiting. you've got a night free, I just want us to do a random Oz Network Shrek commentary. <laughs> well, someone was talking to me about Shrek today. I'm like, yeah. Is that your favourite movie? Oh, uh, well, either that or um, Charlie's Angels 2. <laughs> Full throttle. I'm trying to think of trying to think of Your something movie. from the early two thousand. Uh, Scooby Doo. Which one? You didn't even go for Charlie's Angels one. You went for Full Throttle. I mean, <laughs> is that what it's called? Bernie Mac or Bill Murray? What's, what do you prefer? Um, 
God. Bring back Charlie, the good Charlie. I'd tingle. I'd prefer. But <laughs> tingle in tight leather. Um, at 19, <laughs> I have got... <laughs> you joke about Quantumus. I'm literally looking at these going, what are these songs? I've got Tomorrow Never Dies by Saint Etintintintintintintintin. By Tintin. I have written Funky Guitar Start Gets Boring. Probably would have improved, but just doesn't fit anything with the film or the franchise. Yeah, I remember it now. I think this is one of those ones where, like, it's, like, early sounding that would have sounded better if they had worked on it more. Um, and uh, no of Quantum of Solace, I prefer Another Way to Die. And no to this, I prefer Cheryl. Um, 18, I have got... Ah, oh, here we go. This is maybe the lowest I've ever ranked something from this. Um... Beyond the Ice, oh, like... You might rank it the lowest. I just, like, for me, it's, again... It's it, not Madonna. Well, it's not. I also think that it's just... It's it's the wrong decade. If this was an 80s Bond film, maybe. Um, yeah, wasn't keeping up with the times, was it? It doesn't fit Die Another Day. Like, I mean, this kind of sounds too serious and too, like, proper to fit the yeah. film. Um, I think it could have gone... Like, it would have it would have been better... But, like, also the Bond references when they keep saying, like, you only live twice and then they go license to thrill. Like, I mean, does who who is beyond Red Flag? Does Red Flag just go, oh, Bond, what is it? I don't know. Uh, you only live twice, license to thrill. Is that was a reference to the 20-year thing where they needed You're to You're talking about the film that references every single Bond. But, but I mean, there. that's my question. Was that the was that the MO? Like, this is what you need to do. Um I don't know, like, I, you know I'm going to like Madonna better than this, but, like, it's just... I was going to say, dare I ask you which one ranks up? Well, I'm actually legitimately intrigued to see if you two would rank this above, because, I mean, maybe you probably are, but, like, I mean, basically it's not maybe coming up for both of you, but, yeah, interesting. Um, Another Tomorrow Never Dies song, Shadows of the Big Man. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's a shit title. <laughs> that sounds like a Fatty Essa song. Um, but they've, like... This is a melody for the world is not enough, right? Like they, they've used and then, or have like they've written this song and then the writers have gone like, oh, we're going to use this for the world is not enough because I'm listening to this song. Going, I'm like, wondering, That's the did David Arnold have anything to do with them? Yeah, both like, of them. Like it's fine, and like that sort of bumps it up a few bit. That like, yeah, maybe that melody was just written and then they just use it for the world is not enough because it's literally got that. Um, but just the title. Shadows. I mean, this would have worked for Live and Let Die. Shadows of Mr. Big, you know? Well, I've been, I've been spending all day trying to figure out who the big man is. Yeah. I, the only thing right? I can think of is maybe, maybe it's Colin. Yeah. <laughs> Dick Stamper. Um, uh, who, who, who is the big man? <laughs> the, um, Gun, um, uh, the the guy, the, the bearded guy who gets the Dakota in the opening. Gupta, or whatever his name is. They wrote a song about Gupta. Gupta, who wouldn't? <laughs> Motivating. We're looking for a Gupta. I'm looking for the Gupta guy. Uh, in all seriousness, I have literally ranked everything basically from Tomorrow Never Dies in Quantum because at number sixteen. Sorry, Swan Lee. Sixteenth um, for you. Uh, what have I written about? Good old Swanee here. Uh, harp at the beginning. Sure, picks up and takes you into it. With improvements, could have been a Bond theme. And uh, did you watch the film clip? All the like the clips of like Apollo Eleven space people. Like she's she's on like the Goldfinger background and she's all like ah and then they just keep cutting like Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin getting ready to go up in space I'm like okay sure yeah but uh, it's uh, like we're getting into kind of like the forgettable like they're not terrible 
with a bit of work, they could have been better. But um, yeah, sorry, Swan Lee. Um, we're looking for the goal. Yeah. It's in my head. Oh, it's been in my head all day. Rank it higher. Rank it higher. It is fun. Come it's on. a Eurovision song. What did you put at 24? It... Come on, Huck's worse than to for the goal. Come on, boo. Is it, too, is it too late for Motivate and Kim to go to Eurovision this year? Oh, well, she's American. Um, I don't know where Motivate's from, but... Um... Well, who was it? Celine was in it once, wasn't Canadian. it? She was in Switzerland. So I'm sure we can fit motivate in there somewhere. Find some connection. Rank it higher. Rank it higher. They're American. They're they're always saying, Oh, I'm Irish, I'm Italian. <laughs> yeah, they get um, away with it. Uh there's a couple of uh matches there, but also some different ones for me. I mean, nothing super controversial. You basically just did the Tomorrow Never Dies and Quantum One. So. Yeah. Um, I've got, what have I got? One Tomorrow Never Dies, one left, and two Quantums left. So on to mine. Uh, my number 20. I so wish you ranked this film the lowest, but you're not going to. I've got Beyond the Ice by, by Red Flag. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is a red flag. Um, <laughs> that is poignant that they should sing the song for Die Another Day. <laughs> red flag. We, we warned you. We warned you. <laughs> uh, this is a, another one where it's a little iffy, like how much was it actually a reject? Clearly it's based around Bond, but like how far did it even get? But uh, I think I read that Beyond the Ice was like the production title for Die Another Day before... Yeah, like, like, good forbid they revealed the name Die another day. The Nicholas Susick book, yeah. by the way. <laughs> well, well, when is he going to come out with Sleep? Tomorrow. Or, or this must be the place I waited years to leave the book. I, or Searching for I, the Golden the line. Line. He's, he's always Actually, up for a talk. <laughs> searching for the Golden Eye. That does sound like one of his songs. Yeah. Uh, books. Um. Yeah, uh, it's not like, yeah, you're right. It's a bit ham-fisted, the references. But, I mean, I'd rather that than a reference to Sigmund Freud. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it does sound like it's got that moody thing and I could see it fitting, fitting sort of a torture sequence much better than a dance pop whatever. Uh, what? Uh, what? But yeah, it does fall flat. There's a re- there's a reason why it was rejected. But no, 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 it, no. It, it fits the torture scene better. Uh, it fits the mood, and for a twenty third twentieth anniversary, the references they fit. I guess nah. Better. Uh, and we'll so we'll see. There's one more person who hasn't put this up. Big fan, uh, I guess. So we'll see if Colin thinks it's better or worse than the Madonna one. But I didn't. No, mean, I would. I would have it. I just want to mention just on that topic of yes or no. I, I <laughs> yes or no. How I get it? Um, <laughs> tomorrow never die. Saint Etienne. Uh, oh no. What did I? Swan Lee. No, I would still have Cheryl over Swan Lee. And Shadows of the Big Man still have Cheryl over Shadows. All of mine. I would still have the original over that. Nothing's different there. They should put you in the charge of picking the songs. You're rejecting everything left, right, and center. 
Rejected Ben, um, that's what they call me. Ben the Reject. The Reject Shop. It's my personal shop. That's what they call you, the Reject Shop. When are they bringing uh, back the Reject Shop? Do you, do you prefer the Pet Shop Boys or the Reject Shop Boys? The Reject Shop Boys. A bunch of bogans hanging out the mall. <laughs> that's snug, isn't it? <laughs> This must be the place I waited Can years I, to leave. I just want a little shout-out reference to Snug. Obviously, and this is not a laughing matter, but they obviously it was the uh, anniversary of the bushfires this week, so they had, like, yeah. I saw a couple of politicians put, like, oh, at the memorial for the, the Snug fires. There was, like, two people there. I'm like, oh, God, got to get behind it, oh, Snug. <laughs> after I left, so then there's no one there. No one mourns uh, it. No one's the lifeblood of Snug. I really want to make a Tasmanian Bogan Pet Shop Boys parody band called The Reject Shop. <laughs> Did you see the thing that I shared the other day about things to do in Tasmania? No. Do you, it's, 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 it's pretty accurate. I can read it too if you like. <laughs> um, well, I mean, no one's going to get that. But they will get it when I read it because they'll get the context of it. So, according- oh, Okay, go quick. Shit Towns of Australia, a uh, great Facebook page. Um, top 10 things to do in Tasmania. Your cousin, your sister, your brother, your other sister, a Tasmanian <laughs> devil, your aunt, your uncle father, your mum, a live trout, topical, and visit Mona. <laughs> Okay, pretty funny. The trout, the trout thing's pretty funny. Yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> did, um, did you watch it? <laughs> no, don't. Uh, <laughs> save, save it for Colin. Yeah, Colin, um, Google trout Tasmania right now. And see what comes up with it. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't. Oh. Uh, I'm just thinking, Ben. We talked about the reject shop. We it's quite relatable for both you and me. Chicken uh, Pete. The name of the song, This Must Be the Place I Waited Years to Leave. I think we, we can relate to that. True. I think it'll bring about uh, chicken feet. Aw. Ah. Uh, where are we at? So, 2019. Oh, so I'm saying yes. Replace Ty another day. Replace Madonna. Hashtag. Get out. Uh, 19. I've got the Tomorrow Never Dies by St. Etienne. That's off the board. Uh, Match with me. Yay. Yeah, I do kind of get this and uh, Swan Lee confused, but now I'm remembering the Swan Lee one. Um, yeah, nothing to say about it. It's just bland. They're probably the most bland of all of them, right? Um, yeah, not great. And no, don't replace Cheryl with that. Uh, number seven, eighteen. 18. Uh, you've not brought it up, I think, but Colin has. It's The Fate of Shaw by The Fix with two x's uh okay song kind of a cool new wavy sort of song not a bomb thing it goes back to searching for the golden eye sleep uh yeah pet shop boys i mean it's it more bondian than pet shop boys and motivate but it's yeah new wavy cool but i would listen to it but it's not a bomb theme it wouldn't work. It needs something more grandiose to it. It's, it's a bit too flat, like the Pet Shop Boys. Um, so no, don't don't replace Cheryl with that. Good on you, Cheryl. You're really doing yeah, it here, pumping up Cheryl. Um, uh, just a side note: uh, Would you replace? Because we didn't say this last week. Did, would you replace KD with Cheryl or not? Oh, I think we did talk about. It. Um, no, I wouldn't. I mean, it's tough. 
because I, I I'm a massive massive defender of Cheryl's version, uh, but Katie's is great. Um, but I personally would keep Cheryl just very just just closely. Keep her just. Justice for Cheryl. Yeah. Which I saw, I was a bit sad for Cheryl this week because I, I can't remember who it was, but I saw like, I think it was like the Killers like shared a thing. They're performing at some festival where they're like the headline. You know, when you can see the music poster and it's like the headliner and then you got the the text and it gets small. Like Fatty Acid was always in the tiny print on the Falls Festival poster. But like this one, it was like, you know, the Killers and then like the Foo Fighters and all these bands. And it's going down. Cheryl Crow is like on line 10, like, you know, size 12 font. Like, ah, oh, Cheryl. Oh, this is Cheryl Crow from the 90s we're talking about. I'd go I'd go and like, you know, obviously I'd go see the Killers again. I'd see probably see the Foo Fighters. They're pretty good. But then some of the other bands were pretty decent. But I'm like, ah, oh, I'd line up for Cheryl. You know? Does tick, she still my play bombers. Tomorrow Never Dies? I don't know. I really, like, there are some artists, like, again, I think I mentioned on the show, if I haven't, I'm, Sam Smith is coming to Sydney later this year and I am very tempted to get a ticket to see them, got to call it them, um, because I'm assuming that they would sing it. So, um, Sure, Saint Etienne plays Tomorrow Never Dies. If I go um, to setlist.fm and see if Cheryl's touring, like, what's her uh, most played song? All I want to do, obviously. Every day is a winding road. I like Cheryl. I'm looking here. So her concert that she played on November the 11th at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, uh, she did not sing Tomorrow Never Dies. So, But she did do a cover of Start Me Up by the Rolling Stones. Start me up, Cheryl. Yeah, Cheryl Crow at Shoemaker Green. Uh, She did not do Tomorrow Never Dies, so she probably doesn't do it. So... Although this was a private show for University of Pennsylvania students, so. Well, speaking of, I'm kind of glad you put this low. Uh, I'm putting Pulp, Tomorrow Never Lies slash Dies. Uh, this, look, I don't hate Pulp. I'm not a big fan. I like Pulp in my drinkies, but I'm not a big, like, I'm not huge on them, but they're okay. Pulp, uh, they definitely don't play this, I'm sure. But this is obnoxious, wankery bullshit. Yes. Um, it's, as you said, it's day, I mean, a bit like 007. Um, uh, I mean, we're not wankerish. We're obnoxious. I'm and we're wankerish. bullshit. But yeah, yeah, we're a wanker, yeah. Um, and proudly, since 2001. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you said that a little too quickly. Oh, no. I don't remember how old I was then, and I didn't get to remember. What do you think of that, Casper? It's a winner. It's a wanker. Is that really it's awkward that I got Colin's, like, five-year-old to say that about me masturbating? Yes, yeah. it is. And that's why I am a wanker. <laughs> and obnoxious. And that's bullshit. a Ben fan. Oh, God, the sound clips are not working today. Um, <laughs> Neither is his uh, show. <laughs> it's the rejected thing. Died at Hawley uh, Dawleys. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's obnoxious bullshit, wankery bullshit. You're right. It's like David Bowie ripoff, but not even good David Bowie ripoff. And why didn't Bowie ever do yeah. a bomb thing? It's like Nearly the most bon perfect. I mean, he should have done both. Um, that'd be cool. He could have sung his own theme. I know, like Madonna yeah. clearly holds that distinction, but I mean, that'd be cool. Like, I mean, 
you know, Sheena just had to rock up in the fucking credits. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Where was Billie Eilish as, like, henchman? Well, I was going to say, why didn't she play Bond's daughter, she Billie looks, Eilish? She looks like she's she young could enough. Be, she's got a weird enough look. She could play a Bond villain. Like Sam Smith. Have you seen what Sam Smith dresses like recently? Like, Jesus. He could play the Mickey Mouse guy. Adele? Jack White could have played Elvis. Adele could have played a blimp. Oh, she... Oh, oh man. She's lost weight. She's lost weight. Back in 2012, she could have played a blimp. Now? She's skinnier than you are. <laughs> no one's offense Adele. <laughs> oh, Ben. Oh. <laughs> Colin Fat. Who gives a shit about Colin and Adele? Not Noah's <laughs> precious Adele. <laughs> oh, whatever. I used to be fat. I'm allowed to. So did she. She'd laugh at it. We're both fat. So we're ex-fatties. Um, I was going to say she could have played Hannah Stokely. Yeah. Um, but instead of going dirt, she would have been like, Duh! like all, Duh! all musical. Well, and Grace Jones sings. Grace Jones could have like uh, the cello case. They could play the guys on the back of the car chasing the cello. They could have been like be bus passengers when Timothy Tom's on. <laughs> the bus shop boys. <laughs> Who would have Gladys Knight and the Pips played? Sharky? The shark? Gladys Knight. The shark. the shark and all the fish. The Pips of the fish. The blinking fish. Who would uh, Shirley, Shirley Manson would have been Cigar Girl? Yeah, she's a good uh, She's actually a good actor, though. Did you ever watch her in Terminator? She's actually a pretty good actor. What Terminator was she? was she in the TV series, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, she was a, no one watched that. Oh, that was a great show. Cancelled too soon. Uh, yeah, I mean, the pulp stuff, I'm glad they never got it. And there's a reason. But, but did they even try? Did I feel like they put this out thing, oh, we're definitely going to get this. We're cool. Can, we're can, pulp. I, can I just point out that, um, you know, we've brought up the Carpenters, good, uh, the Cardigans. Well, now we're up the Carpenters. <laughs> Why didn't the Carpenters do a Bond thing? We're done. All the references. They would have been good. Music genius. Uh, um, I, I have no clue who pulp are. So, um, <laughs> oh, really? they're uh, obnoxious, wankery bullshit, uh, 90s Brit pop. Yeah, Oasis wannabes, are they? Uh, a little bit, but I got Blur. yelled at by a friend two weeks ago because I, I said, Oh, you're always requesting pulp when he used to live here. And he said, <laughs> You went way oh, too oh, squeaky. I have no idea what you just <laughs> said there. <laughs> He yelled at me about pulp. I'm like, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, didn't know pulp was such a touchy subject. Who would you prefer? Pulp, oh. Oasis, The Verve, or Blur? Well, did you know they're bringing back Blur? Like, who's asking for Blur to come back? Are they going to release some uh, three? Like, I mean. <laughs> honestly, I would probably go Blur. I only know the one song from The Verve, and Oasis I'm not a fan of. And Bloodhound Gang? Oh, they, they're, they're American, weren't they? Nah, they're a bit different, aren't they? Why didn't they're they do fun. a Bond theme? They could have done Die Another Day. They could have done Searching for the Golden Eye. <laughs> you and me, baby, ain't nothing but Die Another Day, so let's go and go in our invisible car. Yeah, they're fun. I like the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who are they? Uh, oh, from England, Chumbawamba. Oh, Chumbawamba. There we go. <laughs> I get James Bond. And then I get up again. <laughs> You're never going to make me bond. Yes. Yeah, Bring back Chumbawamba. That's a good bad yeah. name. Like, it makes no sense, but Chumbawamba. You Chumba remember Wamba. that. You remember that. They used to be an anarchist uh, punk Anakin. band in the 80s. They used to be Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
What about the Baja uh, men? When are the Baja men doing the Well, podcast? they could have been in Diamond Love River. Who let Bond out? Who? 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 Ah, <laughs> oh, bring back the Baja men. Cisco? Baja? Song. <laughs> I'm thinking of the song song as a the Bon Bon, but Bon Bon Bon. It works. You're welcome. Uh, we, we've just turned, we're getting so old that the entire podcast is. Remember this insert nineties thing. How how the fuck are we old if Cisco and the Baja men are now considered old? That's just not right. You kids don't know the Baja men now, Ben. Oh, are... Baja? I haven't got any Baja. Who doesn't know the Baja men? Like, come on. Even Noah knows the Baja men. He doesn't listen to pop music. Well, I'm I'm prime age for the Baja men. That was like my oh, that's what I watched on Rage. What about Hampton the Hamster? The hamster dance song, no? Crazy Frog? Well, that was that was that crazy. Remember that crazy in the mid two thousands? Was like Crazy Frog. And you had the hamster dance hamster dance song. You had um Snippy Snappy the crocodile. Yet I'm a gummy bear. I'm a gummy bear. I've forgotten about that. I've not thought about that in fifteen years. And then there was another teddy bear. There was another teddy bear one. Snippy Snappy. Snippy Snappy crocodile. It was like some twelve year old German kid going. I'm a fucking German kid singing about a crocodile. That's right. Oh God, the early the two thousands was a terrible decade. (laughs) Like this is like legitimately like you think about it like eighties nostalgic like every decade's nostalgic like. What are we nostalgic for for the noughties? And that was like my teenage Snippy years. snappy. Like, I'm more nostalgic for the 90s, and I was, what, 12 Frank. by the time that ended. 80s, I was like three by the time that ended. But like the 2000s, what are we going to bring back? Like Limp Biscuit, Fucking emo? <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing we've got to be nostalgic for is Shrek and Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. <laughs> oh, Bruce Almighty was a good movie. Um, I don't know. Scorpion King? <laughs> Scorpion King. Oh, you're just bringing back memories of Friday nights on my wind. <laughs> yes. the, the Vin Diesel stars in Triple X. Uh... <laughs> oh, Friday nights really? on wind. Who used to give a shit about SBN? You'd watch, you'd watch the shitty Friday night movie on Southern Cross. Yeah, Charlie's then, Angel. Oh, 10 o'clock, SBS, get some boobies. <laughs> and then you'd, well, that must have... you'd finish off with oh. your, your little, you know, 14-year-old It's a Winner quote, and then by the time you'd, like, finished off, you'd be watching Rage because it'd be time to watch the top 50 count. Yeah, and the then you just stay then. off. I, oh. I was going to say that must have been around 2001, was it? Yeah, around about then. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm on fire with the callbacks tonight. Oh, one thing, I know um, we're so off topic, but welcome to the show. But like, uh, there was a website where it was like, um, you could go like, there was a, a rage, oh, rage again. There it is. You literally like, if you give me, give me a year, give me a random year. 2001. 2001. All right. Let's go back to 2001. Give me a month. September. September. All right. September, uh, 2000. Oh, this is going somewhere. <laughs> 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 Give me a, a date in September 2001. Uh, I'll give you the 14th of September. No, let's, let's go the 14th because it'll probably be depressing music. Uh, let's go for the uh, 8th. Yeah, probably Mad all this Oh, that was a good song. Um, 2001, September the 8th. Tears for Fears. Tears for Fears. And then they did, was it Gary Jules did a cover for it for um, Donnie Darko? All Very right. sweet. 
Oh, is this going to play music? I want to actually give a list. I don't want a music. Give me a list. I don't want to... Oh. So anyway, the, the point is that they that have this list where it would give you like what the playlist was of Rage on that day. And right now, instead of giving me the playlist, it's giving me the um, just the videos. But anyway, I used to look at this all the time and you just get so nostalgic because you'd be like, oh my God, I was watching this and... You were just like, ah, oh, good times. Keep talking. I'll find it. I'm going to find this. I want to. I want to see what this was on. When when are we going to guest host Rage? Anthony Albanese um, hosted it a couple of times. He was a DJ banger back in the days. Old elbow. You can get a oh, T-shirt up here fair, like, he a is, mullet. He is the Prime Minister of Australia, and we are three loser podcasters. So um, touche. Uh, and my sixteen, you're going to be happy. Uh, <laughs> Good segue. He was like, Rage, Anthony Albanese. And my 16th? Uh, it's Spectre by Radiohead. Oh. Here's the thing. I am a huge fan of music. I read a lot of music uh, history books. I'm I'm a geek about music. I love a lot of bands. I, I'm constantly listening to music all day, every day. Uh, I know my stuff about music. It's, this is my one, it's always been my one music hot take. I'm not a fan of Radiohead. Yay. I find them painfully overrated and painfully Yay. boring. And I have visited, I think, three of their albums on my 1001 thing, so I've given them a shot. They don't do it for me. I don't get it, and I, I kind of wish I did, but I don't. And Spectre's no, upset, no exception. It's bland and boring but we saw that documentary where like barbara really wanted radiohead yeah bloody like, like they released the song or something she was fangirling wasn't she she was uh but it's bland but i will say i mean i it's better than the sam smith one that we got so that's another yes no. for me i would replace it I, i'm not saying i want it but uh i, I would replace it but I'm sorry, I, I find Radiohead painfully overrated and I don't really love this rejected theme. I know it's one of the more popular ones. I'm so glad that uh, you said that they're overrated because I just don't get it when they were like, oh, we're going to release an album and we're going to make you choose if you want to download it for free or pay for it. Like, fuck off. Like, who are you? Download for free. I hated that <laughs> crap when that, like when I worked at Sanity. Um, like, it was just so pretend, like, that, we've talked about this on the show before, how everybody complained about, like, oh, fuck off, you two, I don't want a free album on my computer, I want to choose whether I've got music on my computer. Like, that Radiohead basically do the same thing, and everyone's like, oh, they're so progressive. Like, fuck off, Radiohead. <laughs> Do we let, give people the choice to either download this for free or also pay pay for it. Well, we do give them the choice to pay for it. No, only one person does. So um, that speaks volumes. People dropped out of that. Versus Radiohead. Um, just uh, quickly, uh, yeah, so you're, you had mainly ones that I've already had up. Uh, there's one that I will have up soonish that both you two have brought up, or you two did as well. Ha, ha the you two joke. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but, uh, yeah. And for those who are listening, you don't know what we're talking about with rage. It was basically the, um, the, like what a music clip show that you would get up and watch on a Saturday morning, essentially. Like if MTV never died. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, 
So, yeah, I'm trying to see the song. So there's some songs that it's not... I can't be the only one who, when I was younger, thought that they were actually live on the couch all night. Oh, they're not? Uh, <laughs> so basically... When it's I was a, young and dumb. It's not show, it used to show you a list, but now they've got all fancy Rage Against. So rather than just showing you a list, they've just literally got videos that you just press next on, which is clever. So uh, this isn't the top 50, but some of the songs they played on the 8th of September 2001. So we've got The Lars, There She Goes, U2, Sweetest Thing, R.E.M., U2. The Great Beyond, The Beatles, Hey Bulldog, Oasis, Live Forever, Suede, Animal Night, The Smiths, Panic, Talk Talk, Last What You Make of It, The Cult, She Sells Sanctuary. Oh, love that song. Good song. Um, Shaped Box, Nirvana, Wilco, Shot the Arm. Shaped Box. Well, listed here as Shaped Box, so they've got it wrong. Uh, Brian Wilson, Beach Boys, there you go. Anyway, Rage Again, check it out. Um, What are we up to? 15. Jesus. Come on, keep it happy. I mean, we did just talk about the 90s for about 20 minutes. (laughs) That's how long they went, 20 minutes. Uh, Well, for me, I only had half of them. Um. My number, God, thank God we don't have a column. We'll have to listen all night. But, oh, I remember in the night. Well, I forgot Kim Marzell on. She only had half of them. She was stoned the rest of them. So looking for the golden uh, drugs. I'm gl- glad you mentioned her because I'm sorry to no! say number 15 for Colin. Looking for the 90. Colin. Uh, and he, he's completely uh, he's completely done away with Kim. He's anti-Kim. He's just written Motivate. Kim's been knocked off. Oh, Kim. Auntie Kim from Colin. Um, That's what he calls his Auntie Kim. Auntie Kim. Auntie Kim. Uh, so he says, number 15, searching for the golf. Searching for the Are we closing with that? Could that be our closing song in the crowd? Yeah, we got to just close. we got to close. Sorry, Ace yeah. of Base, you lose. So- Searching for the golden yeah. eye. Sorry, Ace of Base, too late 80s, too early 90s for us. Um, so he says, aversion not as dance heavy, aversion not as dance heavy might actually work. Oh, searching um, for the goal. Denied. Searching for the golden eye. <laughs> I don't know, that was Tom Jones. Uh, <laughs> Tom Jones he, thinks that it's a motivate. <laughs> he wouldn't be able to. He would have a heart attack. He wouldn't be able to keep. Searching for, for the golden eye. Bessie could do a version of it. Um, <laughs> and just like like the searching for the golden eye. He says, "Are we re- ranking the rejected songs from A Night at the Roxbury?" Yes. I don't know what. What is A Night at the Roxbury? You've not seen A Night at the Roxbury? It's a movie. It's. Um, have you ever seen that Saturday Night Live skit where it's like Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, and Chris Kattan in the car dancing to um, "What Is Love" and they're like doing their heads side to side? I'm not a fan of Saturday Night Live. That's my other hot. Basically, thing. it's like a movie of uh, Will Ferrell and Chris Kattan going around to nightclubs trying to be these two geeky. It'd basically be you and I going to nightclubs in the '90s listening to uh, great '90s dance music. It's an amazing soundtrack. Never heard. Uh, I'll have to watch it. What is love? Um, Where's Hadaway? Why didn't Hadaway do a Bond song? And and then he ends with his little searching for the gold that I by saying <laughs> Ben probably ranks at top five. 
<laughs> well, uh... <laughs> which I also, the moment I listened to this song, I'm like, oh my God, Ben's going to put that at number one, isn't he? Well, I knew instantly. Oh, God. <laughs> oh Kim's going to be happy. <laughs> this song's so much. How have we never even heard of it until yesterday? Like, I literally didn't know of its existence at one of, all. One of my favorite genres of music is literally like early to mid 90s dance music. I'm talking like Night at the Roxbury, like Hadaway, What is Love, like Ace of Bass. Oh, she's the first lady of house music. Exactly. Um, who's the one of the M people? Like, when did M people not do a song? <laughs> Moving on up, I'm moving. Um, I'm like, who are M people? Why didn't the village people do one? Oh, that'd be great. Young Bond, yeah. he knows how to shoot his gun off. He's flying it, through space. Well, Bond was America. in the Navy. <laughs> I'm such a pull to go. And uh, <laughs> rank it higher, rank it higher. Ben, I, you use this sound clip all the time when it's completely irrelevant Which and one? in the wrong context. And I, and I mentioned the village people, and you completely dropped the ball. Oh, that's pretty gay. <laughs> yes, they are notoriously very gay. Good for them. Um, well, I think they're all dead now, aren't they? Macho, macho man. <laughs> no, I don't think they are. I think actually some of them, several of them are still alive. When are they doing Not the Village sure, People man. biopic? Like Whitney Houston just got one. Michael Jackson's about to get one. Madonna's get one. What's the Village People one? Yeah, why couldn't you see the Village People live in New York? Like, uh huh. I would have. I would have paid twelve bucks for them. They're from New York. They should have got the, have got the Village People in to play henchmen in one of the Roger Moore. Films. Well, you talk about are they still alive? They've got like eighty members. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they survive. They seriously got so many. That's the middle-aged gay club. Ooh, villagepeople.com. Good for them. <laughs> Awkward silence. Dead air. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, are you ready for the next one? Oh, I'm, I'm just reeling no. from this hatred of searching for the goal. Rank it higher. Rank it higher. I'm- Give props to Colin, uh, number 15, but he says, no, not better than the original. Well, that's true. Uh, number 14, well, uh, speaking of Ben and bad decisions and red flags, uh, it's Beyond the Ice by Red Flag. Uh, he says, most of these songs improved when I listened to it a second time, but this one didn't. <laughs> and then he says, drop dead, Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> Colin's out for Madonna. Who? Hey. Uh, wow. And then he says, this song's not amazing, but yes, it would have been better. So that clarifies that. We both said it would be better. I just wanted to quickly, just on the topic of me playing that song, I've played it 11 times this episode. Uh, we're tracking towards 500. So we have now officially played it 431 times. Uh, time of recording this, LeBron James just became the uh, highest ever point scorer in the NBA. Big deal. So uh, I'm tracking for 500 this year for this song. It's an episode where I played it 100 times, so uh, we'll see how we go today. Maybe not today. Too soon. We're going to have Colin on the episode to celebrate that occasion. I quit. <laughs> yes, um, finally. Well, if I quit, Colin's not here, it'll just be you. 
Oh, that'd Catching be great. Noah, Episode 128, Die Another Day in Depth once again. <laughs> this week we talk about Die Another Day, minute one to two. Uh, number 13, it's Tomorrow Never Lies by Paul. And he says, I love Paul. <laughs> um, so that, that clarifies. He also likes big, thick chunks guzzling down his oh, gullet. So disgusting. Um, Why would you like that in your mouth? Oh. When I was a kid, I used to say to my mum, I don't like the bits. Can we get the one without the bits? Now I'm like, oh, shove the bits in me. So I'm like, like it's, um, I'm, I'm the same. Like, I'm just, I'm off on chunks, like yogurt, like with chunks in it. Ugh. Oh, yeah. Slide down my throat. Give me those chunks. Yeah. No, you know how you didn't like butter because you're an idiot. Uh, Colin doesn't like hot dogs. What's your take on that? Um, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, it's not my order. But you don't I'll eat it. Did you used to watch you up, up late with hot dogs? You'd get that reference. <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Remember I the don't Big Brother contestant hot dogs? Remember that craze in the two thousands when like Channel Nine, Channel Seven, and Ten had like a late night game show at like midnight where you like call in and they were so rigged just to get all the money. Oh yeah, Mania not... wasn't the Channel Nine version, and yet up late with hot dogs and whatever the Channel Seven version was. This whole episode is just nostalgia for the late nineties, early two thousand. Oh, um, but fuck the late 2000s. Coming in 2029. Yeah. Hey, it came of age then. What are we going to be nostalgic um, about in the 2010s? That's going to be a weird one to be nostalgic about. Oh, Twitter. Oh, Spectre came out. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, COVID. Oh, wait, no, that's the next one. Um, yeah, what's... Yeah, I don't know. Mm. Um, Bird flu. <laughs> <laughs> remember Swive Lou oink, um, oink. <laughs> remember we used to stay up late and we would try and hide from the swine flu oh those were the days hide from um, the swine flu you lived a different part of the world I think oh, I'm from Snug <laughs> you just hid from everything <laughs> there's, lo- there's <laughs> lots of swines in Snug you used to stay up late and hide from the bushfire or too soon uh, uh, in <laughs> my hometown <laughs> oh my hometown of Glenorchy is about to lose their football team. I mean, we're not crying about that. Um, I'm going to start a band called the Swine Flu Boys. Um, <laughs> just the Glenorchy gonks. I don't know. Um, he says, I love Pulp. They have many songs that could have been great Bond themes. This is Hardcore was written at the same time and could have easily been chosen. Uh the last minute or so is much better than the rest of the song. Colin, Colin when are you going to rank Pulp? I thought he was just literally writing, they have many songs. Thanks, Colin. Uh, <laughs> thanks to Chuck. <laughs> Colin gives information about bands. They have songs. Uh, and he says no for Pulp. Um, and then number 12, we've got uh, a new one on the board. Uh, we've got uh, Supremacy by Muse. Ooh. And he says it starts strong, but never takes off like a Bond theme should. Verses are good, but the vocals in the chorus are the worst. What? And then we get we get a little uh, input from Jamie here. Welcome to the show, she Jamie Hilding. Uh, <laughs> she's done a host. Um, so Jamie's chimed in. Oh, and Jamie says, uh, well, uh, she loves searching for the golden eye. That's number one for her. Yes. No, she says, wow, whatever you're listening to is truly awful. Sounds like cats are getting stepped on. 
like the the movie cats, Judy Dent. Wow. Um, Colin, and then is just a dickhead. He's got like his taste buds have just died. He doesn't like hot dogs, uh, you know. Ben, he's a hot dog head, not a dickhead. <laughs> it's all that lack of um, gluten. <laughs> Uh, at number 11, uh, he's the last to put this up, uh, Spectre by Radiohead. Oh. Uh, so not, n- none of us put it in the top 10, though. Oh, wow. Uh, and he said, oh, it's grown on me more than the first time I heard it. But yes, it's missing a big chorus. But he's joining me, and he's saying put Spectre Radiohead in over Sam Smith. How can, like, okay, my biggest question in this, and save the Patreon episode, but how can they talk about Matt Bellamy sounding like he's squilling cats and you put fucking Radiohead above it? Like, are we listening to the same songs? No. To be fair, searching for the Golden Isle. Searching for the Golden (laughs) (laughs) It's just law now. Every time you say it, you have to sing it. (laughs) We don't even need soundbite. But I will say, not making new soundbites for you, but if we ever had a new one in the future, that would be a great Well, I'm just going to put this as a bit of a teaser out for you, Noah. Um, I may have a surprise for you at some point in this episode, so just stick with it. (laughs) Put it away. And joining me in my house, motivated live performance. (laughs) (laughs) Double off seven featuring Motivate. Ben's balcony. And Motivate is here this evening. Get the DVD at Sanity before they close down and see it on Rage this Saturday. I'm sure Motivate is played on Rage at least once. Um, So, yeah, anything else to add for Colin? I feel like we've looked up Kim Mizell. We looked up Motivate. Like, I mean, who's Motivate? MotivateSports.com. Yeah. Nobody does it better. No. Is he European enough to make it to Eurovision? Oh, hang on a minute. I'm... Let's just just to stop a little bit. Motivate's real name is Steve Rothway. Steve. Oh. <laughs> Kim and Steve. He's a British electronic dance music producer. British. Eurovision. Known for many remixes, including Spice Girls, The Erasure, The Doobie Brothers, <laughs> Robert Palmer, Saint Etienne, Saint Etienne, there we go. Pole Pole, oh. he's worked with all the Pet Shop Boys. This is like Herb Albert all over again. Oh, he did um the song, he produced that song, Ooh, uh, just a little bit for Gina G, that she won Eurovision. Um, So, Jesus, all the connections. Because um, that won Eurovision. Ooh, uh, just a little bit, ooh, uh, a little bit more. There you so go. So I'm saying motivate, he knows how to do a Eurovision. He really did that win Eurovision, was it? No, it did. It uh, eighth place. Okay, it didn't win, but it was eighth at Eurovision. That's a good song. Ooh, uh, just a little bit. Um, Steve Rodway, motivate. He motivates me to want to be a producer. Um, yes. Yeah. Give give us your next five. Uh, all right, let's do this. Where are we up to? Fifth. 15, 15. Oh, well, actually, uh, one person brought this up. I'm surprised another person brought this up. I thought I was going to have this the highest. Well, maybe we could have a match, but I don't know. Um, reach around to Phyllis's Hyman. Never say never again. Dun, dun, dun. This outside of searching for the golden eye has been stuck in my head. Um, I We listened yeah, to this a while ago, I think. I remember we like flicked this through. Um, this is my first absolutely. This is better than, uh, sorry, reach around, Lani. <laughs> But, like, I mean, I've only ever seen Never Say Never Again once, and we were going to be doing that as a commentary today, but Colin's off too busy having stupid opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I kind of think this almost fits the film better. Like, again, I've only seen it once, but yep. does it fit the film? I feel it does. Um, yeah. But it's nice. It's kind of, you know, interesting. So, never say never again. Um, There's something about never say never again that any song that just, because the other one I'm not going to start singing because that will get stuck in our heads. Yeah. It's, I guess it's a title. It's probably one of those, I don't know, linguistics people would be able to work that out. Um one person brought this up. I guess I was controversial because I brought the other version of this up, but I'm getting You Only Live Twice off the board. Sorry, Lorraine. But um, I think it's better. It's, it's I've, not, I've not brought it up. Yeah, No, this time you haven't brought it up. Um, oh, I, you said off the board. Because I've got both You Only Live Twices off the board. Uh, oh, I mean. sorry. But uh, like it's, <laughs> I think it's better than Julie's because it's, like, it's a bit funky. It's got like the Bond sort of <laughs> like motif in the background. Like it's very 60s. This fits the very era. Very 60s. Like, and I like very it. 60s. Like I just, it kind of just connected with me. I like it better than Julie. So yeah, Lorraine. Yeah, yeah, Lorraine. Um, at Lucky 13, Unlucky 13, yeah, I didn't realize that this was going to be so low for you. I didn't realize I'm this controversial. I've got this 10 spots higher than both of you. What is it called? What's it called? Sleep? I've got here Casino Royale in brackets, sleep with me tonight. This is you still got Sandra on the board. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Whatever it's called. Casino Royale, sleep with me Clearly tonight. Clearly we slept on it. Um, I, like, I've written here, it's odd. It wouldn't fit the film. It's very 90s to me. It's got that real, like, 90s yeah. kind of, like... More of a Brosnan one. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. There's just something about it. Like, it just gets better. And, like, it's just... It's interesting and something that I like. I don't know about these random racing car sounds in it, though. Like, sure, get on it, Sandra. Wow, big Sandra fan. Yeah, I don't mind it. It's it's decent. So Who's get on Sandra it, Sandra. Uh, Sandra is from uh, Survivor. She is a, what, a eight-time player now by the time we recorded this? All right, let's Oh, get... Ben. Oh. Sandra is a cult star with a devoted fan base. Oh, well, excuse me. <laughs> Can we tweet Didn't her? You... Can we tag Sandra? Uh, cult star. Uh, she's uh, Franco-German pop singer. Get her on Eurovision. Right. She's a cult star. Uh, and she has a string of European hits, including I'll Never Be Mary Magdalene. <laughs> I won't be either. Me neither. Who else won't uh, we be? I'll never be Boris Johnson. Um, and apparently she, ha- she had a, a huge fan base in Japan. Can we verify that? Well, what does, like, when they say, like, she had European hits, like, if she got, like, a number seven in Liechtenstein, does that, like, I mean, technically it's Europe, so, you know? And then I love Wikipedia, 1993 to 2006, comeback attempts. <laughs> How <laughs> many? Oh, <man>, yeah. <laughs> She's a John Farnham of cult fan bases. Um, fan in Ibiza. Ibiza, Noah. Come on, get get the proper pronunciation. And all the the niche cult star musicians. I did. When are they Sandra with motive? I wish actually I had kept all the YouTube the links that you sent because I love actually the comments. There some of these like I I don't remember which one it was. I think it might have been one of the Quantum of Solace songs that they used in the video game Hitman or something like that. Like there was some of these ones. Yeah, there was. Or was it a Tomorrow Never Dies? <laughs> There's like 20 of them. So it was one of them. But Yeah, I read that. Yeah, And it's like the Ace of Base one, how like it's called like the pretend, not the pretender, the something. Like the, the instead of the golden eye, they like they changed the lyric. And it was juvenile. The juvenile. The juvenile. 
It's about Ben. Searching for the juvenile. <laughs> it works. That's my new theme when I go hunting. I like it. Um, uh, this might be controversial, but it's still it's in the top half. Uh, number 12, new one on the board. Sorry uh, to bring this one up. Surely, Bassey. But uh, no good about goodbye. I like... It's... It's... Oh! It's good. I thought this was going to be your number one. It's good, but, like, kind of a bit overrated. Like, so many Bond fans talk this up as, like, oh, this would have been so much better. Like, I don't want to disparage Shirley, but, like, it just... Can we honestly Shirley back to the home Time to let it go <laughs> No like I don't want to Like she was brilliant On that concert But like Can we honestly say um, That this would fit Quantum of Solace Like More than the one we got I Like I don't know if I idiot. agree Like I would say That at least I don't like another way oh. To die But it kind of fits The tone of Quantum of Solace So like I'm actually even Going to go out On a limb and say Another way to die Over Shirley Oh Oh, it's just I don't ben, know. You, you had your you have had the least controversial run of any of your rankings. We've, no one said Fucking anything about anything that you've done. <laughs> yeah, and then you had to go and blow it right before the top ten. I'm oh. sorry, Colin put Thunderball last. You can't comment. Um, no, I just it's, it's it's still in the top half. It's fine. It's just I don't know. It's a bit overrated. I'm sorry. I just don't. Get the love of this song. You're saying, no, it shouldn't be the theme over Another Way to Die. I, I, I honestly, yeah. And uh, based on my other choices too, uh, what did I have? Uh, 13. Um, what did I have at 13? I've lost my list already. Oh, Sarah. Oh, of course not. Uh, no, my name, Ben, is, is way better. Uh, 14, You Only Live Twice. No, I'll stick with Nancy. And Never Say Never Again. Well, I said yes to that one. No, sorry, Shirley. Sorry, Shirley. I want to hear I Shirley going. to meet in Colin I don't even want to sing Searching for the Golden Eye with you anymore. Oh, no, well, that's offensive. So oh, I'll take it back. No, don't say things like that. <laughs> searching for another way to die. Um, and then at number 11, oh. uh, you guys had this lower. Let's get one off the board. Um, Fatal Shore. I kind of like this sound of it. It's like... Mm, Sounds like Duran Durani or ABC ish. If you remember ABC, we shoot that poison arrow through my heart. Um, probably would have been, they should have done a Bond song. They were great. Um, an 80s song, absolutely. Doesn't fit the film in terms of a 1997 song, but I like it. It's entertaining. Give me a bit of 80s. So, yeah. The fix with two X's. Why not three X's? Why two? Three axes, that would be a bit too the hot dogs and late, wouldn't it? But that that's like probably the point, right? Or are they just a bit like, well, we're not quite hardcore, but we're a little bit better than one X. Well, they didn't get the point. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh Bond reference. Oh. Um <laughs> Edgy. James Bond. Um What's that? Never heard of it. Oh uh, Ben. Shut up. You had searching with a cop night last. You don't count. <laughs> <laughs> You know uh, the 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 Sean Bean like one does not simply walk into yeah. Mordor. 
One does not simply reject Bassy. Well, I, Come I, on. In all fairness, I, doesn't this rank higher? Didn't I have Diamonds Are Forever uh, like or Moon? Like, I think I had Diamonds Are Forever Moonraker at like 15th and 18th. And I said, this is ranked higher than Shelly Bassey well, in the past. Would you prefer No Good About Goodbye than uh, Moonraker? Yes. What about Diamonds Are Forever? Because that's your controversial one too. No. Um, <sighs> Diamonds Are Forever was so low based on the fact that I just liked other songs better. I don't dislike Diamonds Are Forever. It's a great song. I just like other songs that are better. Nice. I'm not going to go there. I like the Kanye um, West version better, remember? I was going to say, you did say that on the show, and how's that data for you? Um, yeah. Uh, um, did you say the FXXX one was better or worse? Uh, worse. I like honestly, I don't know if any of these songs. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I didn't really. I didn't come into it that that thought. So I'm making it up on the spot. So. Oh, I'm. Uh, well, I think we know what Noel's number one is. So. <laughs> well, maybe not number one, but it's high. Um, and it may or may not be high on another person's list too. So, yeah, if Colin was here, dickhead. we both would have been yelling at you. Oh, here comes the hanky, <laughs> just in time. Bloody I'm hell. I'm searching for the hanky. <laughs> first of all, he shames Bassie and then he gets the hanky out. This is... Oh, put it higher. He's a special put it... cookie. I'll put, I'll put Shirley higher if you put Searching for the Golden Eye higher. I'll put, I'll swap the fix and Shirley. I'll put Shirley at 11 if you take yeah. Search with a Golden Eye off the bottom. We're done making deals, Ben Waterman. <laughs> remember when we cheated the Survivor Oz rankings? That was fun. <laughs> well, I remember, yes. <laughs> um, well, let's do my 15 to 11. You're not going to see Bassie here. Um, so am I putting them off the board? I'm putting 15 Quantum of Solace by Joe Harrop. Oh no, Colin hasn't put what? Colin hasn't put Joe Harrop for fucking hell. Uh, I want. I, I do want to give a bit of props to Joe Harrop. Uh, if you can fit uh, Quantum of Solace into your lyrics, which uh, they True. do, that's <laughs> props to that. When I heard that, like, wow, they actually managed to make that. Jack yeah. White couldn't do that. But, but there was, I think I shared like ages ago, there was like some comedy group, British comedy group, who made like two Quantum of Solace, and they actually made a pretty decent one, which I would rank higher than all of these Quantum of Solace ones. And the song was like, The Quantum of Solace. Like it's, it's, it's a piss take, but it actually works. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she she fit the lyrics in. By the way, you mentioned Duran Duran. There is a, like a rumor that they had a Tomorrow Never Dies one too, oh, cool. but I couldn't find like the exact like meeting. There was a song, but I think people were never dies. Yeah, so a Duran Duran comeback could have been cool, but um, uh so yeah, number fifteen for. Quantum, but I'm saying yes, better still than another way to die. It still sounds like a Bond theme. Uh, my number 14, I'm putting a new one up. Ooh. And it could be in your top five. I can't remember where Colin put it. Um, that I do like this song, and I do think it could have worked as a closing song, but there's one glaring thing that just takes me out of the song every time I hear it. Uh, so I'm having the world is not enough. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I was going to say, is it the kiss, kiss, bang, bang thing? It, it takes me out of the song so much that I wanted to put it in the top 10 because it's actually, 
I mean, I looked up Straw. They were some like indie rock band from Scotland that had one song, one album, then disappeared. So maybe if they got this Very theme, Scottish they album. would have been the next big thing. Uh, but I guess they really wanted a Scott for The World Is Not Enough, didn't they? Um, but Garbage Beat Straw. <laughs> Sounds like rock, paper, scissors in some alternate Garbage universe. Beat Straw. Garbage Beat Straw. Um, Great but, Scottish uh, rivals. <laughs> the, you know, we had Oasis and Blur, the Battle of the Britpop, and then in the late nineties, we had the Scottish <laughs> Highland okay. Battle of Garbage Fuck and you, straw. straw. Fuck you, Garbage. Straw. Hey, straw. <laughs> Suck yourself uh, off, like, Straw. Throw yourself uh, out, Garbage. Oh, uh, uh, pretty clever. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no one's ever heard of Straw, have they? Um, it's not a bad song and it kind of would be okay as the close, like, you know, instead of the the guy from last week or the theme, do a do a KD and put them at the end. But I'm sorry, that takes me a kish, kish, bang, bang. And the thing is, you don't even need any lyrics there. Just take that bit out and do the world is not enough. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what they should have done. The world is not enough. Do 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 do. Yeah, like scatting. Um, when's Scat Man? What was that? Um, I'm the Scat Man. Who sings that? Give it a Um, oh, what's his name? Pete after me. Uh, be Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo. What's his name? Scat Man Crawlers? No. Um. Oh, I've I've got the song. What is it? Scat man, <laughs> better not I think about 90 scat. I think he's dead, whoever did it. Scatman Joe, isn't it? Or Scatman Joe? <laughs> this oh, is embarrassing. Scatman John, literally called Scatman John. Wow, that took way too long. <laughs> I don't like scat. Oh. Not the music. <laughs> <laughs> Going hey, Colin, if you're listening, Google scat. Uh. No, not Scatman John. Um. <laughs> oh, Scatman John died in 1999, by the way. Rest in peace, Scat's not funny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Scatman John. Imagine the breaking news. And it's some sad news tonight. The music world has lost a legend of <laughs> This episode really feels like we've time traveled 20 years. We're talking about what's on rage in 21. We're breaking news that Scatman John has died. When did he die? 1999. He's been dead forever. Oh, oh. <laughs> you won't tell me. <laughs> he was nominated for Echo Award for Best Single of the Year. <laughs> How did he die? Too much scatting? <laughs> he got scat. He scat too much. <laughs> he died in poo. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't want to laugh at this. He had lung cancer. <laughs> oh, that is from too much scatting. Oh. <laughs> Can we just call this episode Rest in Peace, Scatman John? <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell us, goddammit? <laughs> we wouldn't have done this episode. We would have been mourning. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it, it's not even funny. Oh, you just burst out <laughs> laughing as soon as you told me. Oh my god! Apparently, in tw- last year there was a comic biography about Scatman John's life that was published. Oh, but they've still not done the Village People movie. Oh my god! <laughs> it's not. Oh. Funny. Sorry, I really would like to formally apologize to the family of Scatman John. Oh, what if they're listening? What if they're fans? Oh, I would be thrilled. We'd have a listener. Um, I'm so I'm crying so much right now. Oh, I'm sad. Oh, sad man, Noah. God. Um, oh, why didn't we get a Scatman John featuring Motivate track? John Paul Larkin, rest in peace. <laughs> he should have done them. Wow, I don't mind oh. scat the the music. Um, it's <laughs> sound clip that. <laughs> it's, it's not you love it. It's just mind scat. I just want to educate the listeners. Every now and then, yeah, a bit of poo. Um, What's a bit of poo between friends? Between you, me, and Scatman John. Oh, you'd be a bit rusty right about now. Yeah, I don't think Colin knows what scat is. Oh, um, apparently Scatman John was on a Coke can. What? <laughs> can Man John. <laughs> Share a Coke with Scatman John. Oh, you know I what feel else? sad. I reckon oh. Scatman John would have been on. Can of slam. Yeah, exactly. Slam Man John. <laughs> the sound clip's not working, but... You are thinking of slam. Oh, loud. <laughs> uh, that bodes yeah, well for so the surprise I have for you later on then. The world is not enough, Scatman John. <laughs> well, he um, died the same year that the world is not. Oh, the world is enough oh, killed oh. Scatman John. Oh, He could have been in a running for a rejected theme. Better than God. Uh, but the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang thing, Colin will have something to say about that later. Um, we may have a disagreement there. And I'm saying no. I'm sorry, Garbage wins the Scottish Highland Battle of the Bonds. Uh, give it to the, the world. Battle of the Pipe Bags, yeah. Pipe Bags. The Pipe Bags? The uh, unknown terminology <laughs> for bagpipes. It's like the British Bake Off. Um, number 13 isn't maybe a match for you. I'm putting a bit of Lorraine up for a You Only Live Twice run. Oh, one off. I, I had her at 14. Me and Colin are both on the Julie train. Yeah, what um, is this Julie train? You can't go off of me for some of my choices. Julie's going to be in the top 10, though, to 21. That song's horrible. The Julie train is a safer train than the Lorraine train. Um, Lorraine, Lorraine, Lorraine. That's such a bogan name, isn't it? Lorraine. Lorraine, Lorraine and um, Shez are out at Gagey. Yeah, outside the reject shop, boys. <laughs> Shipload. Uh, the... The Reject Shop Boys featuring Lorraine Easton. Um, it's like the Australian version of Bonding. God. Um, for your eyes only. Featuring. What are you looking at? Featuring Faker. And yeah, What are you looking uh, at for your eyes only? Eskimo um, Joe. Yeah. Searching for the kangaroo. The living end. Um, the, the Living End could have done a decent bond yeah. thing. 
I like living in. Maybe not Eskimo Joe. Um, so I agree, kind of cool, boppy 60s, but not really enough there for a main theme. Um, maybe put it at the end. Um, put a wig on it. Number 12, apparently I'm I'm a big lover of swans. <laughs> I put Swan Lee up. Holy crap. Um, you're the Natalie Portman fan, isn't she? Black Swan. She is. That movie changed me when I was what, 15 when I saw it. It changed Scared. a lot of a lot of boys. <laughs> I know, but the next generation was the blue is the lesbian room. Oh, have you watched it yet? Missed that. No. Seriously. Saving it. Watch it. Yeah, save it for a lonely night. <laughs> uh, I think The Tomorrow Never Dies, Swan Lee. The one thing I'm going to say, the vocals are absolutely terrible. It sounds like a Disney song. Yeah. But the lyrics and the kind of sound of it is really Bondian and really quite fits the film. So very controversial. I'm putting Swan over Cheryl. Oh, fuck off. Bullshit. <laughs> fuck off, Noah. Fuck off, Noah. Fuck off, Noah. That's, I mean, your number 12 was more controversial. Um, I don't know. It really, really does feel like a Bond song. Just get better vocals, Swanly. Um <laughs> Is Swan the person or is that the band? Swan Lee. Scatman Swan. Bruce's daughter. Swan, Swan Man John. Swan Man. Um, She's probably dead. Is this a match with Colin at number 11? I've got some moves. Some what? With supremacy. Moves. Moves. Uh, yeah. No, I kind of agree with Jamie. Then the vocal, the chorus... It starts well. It really does start so well. And then the the chorus kind of kills it. Uh, the one thing I'll say, no way I'm taking this over um, Adele, but the one thing I think kind of hold off on this for Spectre. It kind of fits Spectre, doesn't it? Uh, it doesn't really fit Skyfall as much, but it, it, it just sounds like a song. It doesn't sound like a Bond song. Is it a okay song? Sure. Um but is it a Bond theme? Mm, they tried something new, but sometimes we don't need new things. We just want old classics. Um, so, yeah, not better than the Adele one. And I inclined to agree with Colin and Jamie on the, the chorus. This, that kills it. Um, so you're going to be putting the muse up highest out of everyone. I mean, you can't go off at me for Shirley and you both have muse out of the top ten. And bag out Matt Bellamy's vocals. I just, I won't, I won't stand for that. The better vocals. Um, I'm also looking here at some of the ones that haven't been brought up. Again, Joe Harrop has not come up yet for Colin. Neither of you have put up Chris Re Ray 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 Skywalker. Um, and what is with this Julie love? Like, what the hell is going on here? On the Julie train, man. Fuck Julie's train. Like, Jesus Christ. Well, you guys big. You put Bassie at 12. No one puts Bassie at 12. I put Bassie. Do you want to know where I put Bassie the first time I ranked Bassie? I put... No, but this is rejected songs. These are all rejects. Well, I like reject shops, apparently. No one rejects Bassie. I did. So, eat a dick. Um, <laughs> What? I've never said that in my life. Um, yeah. I put Diamonds Are Forever at 18th. I put Moonraker I know, I mean, at 23rd. 
I'm pretty sure I cried, didn't I? I put Goldfinger at 11. None of my Shirley's made... I've never ranked Shirley Bassey in the top 10 in my life. Well, I mean, well, Mr. I, Kiss I'm, Kiss Bang Bang, maybe. I'm going to email her and tell her that. Oh, please say, tell her I said hi. I'd love to meet her. I speak the truth. You. Well, she might not want to meet you either. She's a busy woman. She's old. She's old. What's she doing? She'll be dead by the time this episode comes out. What's she outlived Scatman John? <laughs> Big music rivals. They, they, <laughs> they um, that's the untold Hollywood story. Wait till you have the Shirley B. Scatman movie. Yeah, well, I mean, there was the Dion Warwick, uh, Shirley Bassey, but it was actually the Scatman John theme that was really pushing. Um, All right. Top 10, baby? Yeah, fucking Colin. Jesus Christ. Uh, okay. He, he, did, he so, did just literally message us on the chat, by the way, and said, is the episode still going? And I said, yes, want to join. So we may have like a late addition here of Colin joining what? at some point. <laughs> Oh, I feel bone to pick with him because I've been reading his thing off my phone. I've seen that he's been online for about two hours. Oh, Colin's so- entered the waiting room. What? <laughs> Do we oh, add I was him? Just about to- <laughs> oh, I wanted to read his top ten because I wanted to see oh, what he was saying. Oh, this is bullshit. Lazy. Why are we adding him? He had Thunderball last. Fuck Colin. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going to read his yes. number ten, Man with the Gone Gun, number nine, Joe Harrop, number eight, Blondie, number seven, the Pet Shop Boys. What are you number doing here, Jules, lazy? Number five. <laughs> Bloody hell. Welcome, He's Colin. Only doo, 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 He's doo. only getting half of the Patreon money. He's probably still getting his full <laughs> paycheck for this episode. What do you want? <laughs> what, do, what do I want? Yeah. I, 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 I want to be yourself. I want to not be criticized for my rankings for a change. I feel like dead all of a sudden. Last. Explain. In what, right world, in what world could you hear that in a James Bond movie? Every uh, world. Colin, Colin <laughs> that, that was a bad ranking, but you're safe. Uh, ben, Mr. Benjamin Waterworth just put a little Miss Shirley Bassey no good about goodbye at number 12. Oh, drop and, dead Ben. Oh, you put that all last. That, you can't talk. And, and said that he would rather another way to die. Oh, no, no, no. Canyon Arrow? <laughs> well, yeah, Canyon it's a great song. And also, Canyon shame, Arrow. shame. I, I slightly, you know, no one put it last. You put it a bit higher. I haven't ranked it yet. Search up for the goal. <laughs> Did you read my comments on that, Noah? Please tell me you read my comment. Yes, and, and he hasn't oh. put it up yet. Oh, I knew it. And also, Jamie has shit taste in music. I will not take this bagging out of Matt Bellamy being a bad singer and drowning hey. cats. How the hell is supremacy no, I, not in both your top tens? I will shoot you I, both in the dick. I don't need... I don't even mind Muse. I, I I don't even mind that song. It's just the the very brief chorus of shrieking cats. I kind of agree with her on that. Although the rest of the song's decent. Just, just quickly, Colin, just to update you on some jokes of this episode. Um, tickle the doodat. Um, we've <laughs> gone right right back in time. Rest in peace, Scatman John. And Scatman John. Stupid Scatman John. And also, Colin, you need to Google the following things: reverse Kanga and scat. <laughs> And there was another one, wasn't there? Um, oh, he's literally doing it. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> there was another one, I think. I can't remember what it was. So this is this is basically like reach around where I'm reading this. I'm like, logistically, how does this work? What's the position? You got to like face your, your front to the back of the toilet and poo down the front of the thing. Um, yeah, scat well, my- challenge accepted. <laughs> 
How are we doing uh, this? Do you actually want to go through your top ten? Are you just mate, joining you? Well, I was going to say, should I read it, read it out, and you give your uh, you give your take? Sure. I'll just because literally, as you joined, I was literally about to open my mouth and say your number ten, uh, and then suddenly Colin's face was here, and I'm like, I thought it was the ghost of Scatman John, <laughs> oh. um, or motivate, oh, uh, motivate, old Steve. There he is. Oh. Yeah, and Colin, uh, Ben also put Sandra near the top 10. She's uh, Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, Are you serious? You Colin, you haven't even ranked Joe Harrop yet. I mean, come on. Well, we're about to. <laughs> okay, number 10, Colin ranked. And also Julie Rogers. Go- what is the deal with you two and Julie Rogers? Fuck we're on the Julie, Julie train. Top 10, yeah. Julie. Anyway, uh, Colin, number 10, Colin. You ranked, this is, feels like uh, this is your life. Can't Colin, Colin just you read ranked. it? <laughs> <laughs> I like this, though. The man with the golden gun. What do you think? Uh, what? 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 Yeah, what? what? Um, <laughs> this is why he joined. Honestly, like, this is one of the few songs I had heard before. And I, I remember being like, oh, this song's not very good at all. This wouldn't have worked. And even when I listened to it the first time, when I listened to all the songs for the first time yesterday, I'm like, no, I don't like it. It's probably like, you know, lower teens or something like that and then i listen mm. to it again i'm like oh i'll move it up and then as i was doing my rankings i kept moving it up and up and up so i get on. to number 10 and really in the end i think the only thing that doesn't work about the song is alice cooper's vocals just don't suit bond maybe oh. it is an american accent thing it could be the fact that he's just he's got too like harsh a voice did, did i ever tell you the story this isn't what my mom was one of the groupies but my oh, mom on the boot of alice a car cooper. with alice cooper probably no Come no, on, no. Now, where are we going with this <laughs> No, no. I'm when my mom was like, I think she said she was like 14 or something. Uh, my oh, uncle, can, we, can we talk about this on there? <laughs> Not, no, nothing like that. But my, my uncle, who was uh, fairly famous, but won't be named for. I know, I know reasons. who he is. I know who he is. <laughs> um, he uh, he had taken my mom to see Alice Cooper. My mom was like 14 or something like that, and uh, uh, basically he said, "Oh, do you want to meet him afterwards?" So she went to meet him. And it, have either of you seen Wayne's World too? Yeah. Yeah, so she she saw Wayne's World too, and she told me the story. And she said that is exactly the way Alice Cooper was. Alice Cooper basically there's the backstage party and everything is like, uh, this is kind of boring. Do you guys want to go back to my hotel room and just talk? And it's like, yeah, sure. And she literally just sat there, her and my oh. uncle, talking <laughs> with it's Alice so Cooper for like three four hours. That's his new game show, so talking innocent. with Alice Cooper. Can I just actually just on the great stories of of Colin's mum. Uh, Noah, you, you're familiar with the uh, meatloaf song Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, aren't you? Are, yeah, it was in my 1001 album. Are you familiar with the uh, the topic of that song and what it's about? Uh, no, I can't say I've delved into meat, meat's uh, lyrics too far. <laughs> Rest in peace, meatloaf, by the way. Um, yeah, he also died. Basically, Colin, you said, what your mum used to listen to it and say that was her or something like that didn't you <laughs> no she said she said that when she was a teenager they would crank that song and then ride on the front of the car while it was speeding yeah. and ben clued me in that the song's about having sex in a car a dashboard yeah <laughs> so That's and all of a sudden her conceived. riding on the hood took on a different meeting so yeah. get off the car get off the car mom Colin was conceived uh to meet <laughs> paradise like. by the dashboard light well while we're talking about meat, uh, <laughs> my dentist that I go to quite regularly, um, he loves to play instrumental piano versions of meatloaf songs while I'm getting my teeth checked. 
What is your favorite big, meatloaf big. song, Noah? Just on a trend of another segment oh, on our show. The second worst question ever asked on the air. Yep. The, the funniest song in the world, I think, is I would do anything for love, but I wouldn't do that. Because I, I just wonder, like, what what is it that he wouldn't Roots do? Like around. a reach around? <laughs> Have Reverse sex on the hood of a car. <laughs> someone through that. Scat. Um, by the way, Colin, I was just reading your notes to check that you're consistent with your thoughts. And yeah, the whole story about your mum, it was all in there. It's, it's um, all in there, yes. <laughs> it, it, it was, was a long message. X-rated version in the notes, though. Send uh, pictures. Here you go, Ben. You'll be happy. At number nine, Colin Hilding, you ranked Quantum of Solace by Joe Harrop. So, so this one initially was much lower on my list. Because uh, what ruins this? Alice Cooper. The, the the octopusy slash can I borrow feeling saxophone that ruins this song. But yeah, but I, I I had I listened to this song a couple other times and I'm like, you know, if you take the saxophone out of the song, Jamie, it's piss really off. Good. I don't want you on this episode. Colin, today. I'm not happy with you. There's, Colin, there's someone in your house. <laughs> oh, are they on the dashboard? Ben, Ben's mad at Jamie. Yeah, I'm mad uh, at Jamie. Go away, <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> Jamie, apparently you didn't like Muse, who are the ones drowning the cats, and Ben's upset about it. Go make some breakfast. Ben likes Madonna, so what is his opinion now? Who do I like? (laughs) Yep. Um, But but anyways, this this song... In your defense, Madonna has like maybe like three or four good songs. And is Die Another Day one of them? No. Thank you. (laughs) Is Jamie Uh, a big Beyond the Ice fan? I don't think she listened to that one. Um, She read the Nicholas Susie book. But but no, this this Joe Harrop song, I was actually surprised when I was reading like the comments for this. There are people who are like, oh, this is the best of all the rejected Quantum of Solace songs, which I don't agree with that. I think I have one or maybe two more still to come. But uh, this one, uh, this one, if you remove the sax, just imagine the song without the cheesy "Can I Borrow Feeling" sax, and it is, a, a, it would really fit in a Bond movie. No, of course it's Colin that wants to remove the sax. Um, <laughs> sax number eight. I'm not happy you did this, but uh, I kind of thought Ben would have done this by or, or by now. Uh, you've put my beloved Queen Debbie Harry Blondie for your eyes only up at number eight. Yeah, th- this is another one. Like to be to be honest, if we did this ranking twenty four hours from now, this could have been a top five one because this is another song that I had heard before and didn't leave any impression. And on my first listen through yesterday, didn't leave much more than an impression. And then, like Dallas Cooper, one the more I listened to it, the more I enjoyed it. Um, I-, I think it-, it it's not quite at the level of like um, uh, View to a Kill or Free Your Eyes Only, but it would have definitely ranked up there as a better eighty song. Uh, I, I'm just going to say, I don't know, no, obviously you're more familiar with Blondie just from your comments, but uh, the most underrated Blondie song, if either of you are familiar with it, called The Hardest Part. Amazing song. I think it was one of like their later songs in the 80s. I, I want to say I'm quite familiar with Blondie. Thank you. I'm not that. I'm offended, Ben. <laughs> no, I'm offended. I like I've Blondie. Live. Was that at the Doan Entertainment Center? It was. I was going to go to that concert, but I didn't. So, well, I did. <laughs> good for you, Colin but, but good song, and I'm I'm sure this was another one that now that I have a playlist that I made that has all these songs, this one might grow on me more. It could have been a top five, but for now, I'd keep it. I almost want to flip it with my number seven, but my number seven Ooh, actually yes, really please do. <laughs> underrated Blondie Colin. song, "Good Boys," the like 2003 song, good song. What? Do you love all these late Blondie songs? I like <laughs> early Blondies. 
blondes. I like early blondie. If Colin, rank the blondie albums. Rank the blondie albums. <laughs> Colin, um, if you, I don't know what your thing is, but I, I tried to negotiate with Noah. I said I'd rank Shirley Bassey higher if he ranked it for the gold and I higher. Don't do it, Noah. <laughs> and I politely decline. <laughs> uh, wasn't wasn't uh, Debbie Harry? She was in the Go-Go's, wasn't she? <laughs> I went. That was Belinda Carlisle. Oh, and Peter right. Gabriel and the Holy Doolies. Remember, we discussed it. Oh, man, John. Wait, wait. Have we talked about Peter Gabriel? I brought him yes. up. <laughs> I, I would I would rank my all-time favorite solo artists as uh, David Bowie, number one, Stevie Wonder, number two, and Peter Gabriel, number three. I well, own, like, every I've Peter I've been waiting 127 episodes for you to tell us your top three favorite solo artists. It's sexist, by the way. Uh, was, 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 it, was, it, was it positive on Peter Gabriel? No, I, I, we, we, we brought the conversation was, and so glad that our listener is, like, reliving the episode that they've already listened to. <laughs> but... Um, we brought up the fact that Noah and I, because Noah didn't know that Belinda Carlisle was in the Go-Go's either. And I, my reference point was it took me forever to realize that Peter Gabriel was in Genesis with Phil Collins. I didn't realize that they were in the same oh, band because yeah. I like Peter Gabriel. Sledgehammer made my top 100 songs of all time. Great song. Oh, I prefer yeah. Phil Collins. I prefer um, Phil I mean, Collins too. No first. disrespect to Peter Gabriel. But. I recently read this book. It's called Under the Big Black Sun, A Personal History of LA Punk and the Go-Go's started as a punk band and there is it like is, a whole chapter Colin about knows everything about so I should have known it. but then it's, it's quite critical of them selling out so maybe don't read this column <laughs> them them selling out is the reason that they broke up very early in their career but uh anyways and it also numbers- says in that book that that's the only reason why they made it compared to <laughs> exactly. all these other bands um oh. well you and Ben agree on this. I put it in my bottom five because it's Whoa. not a Bond theme. This must be the place I waited years to leave by the See, Reject Shop Boys. I, I I I disagree that this couldn't have been a Bond song. I think this version couldn't because you had commented in our chat yesterday that like, okay, I'm ranking these assuming most of them are demos, which is true. You have to listen to me, like, Ben. <laughs> ben yes, said that you was, said that. <laughs> No, no, it was Noah. <laughs> uh, but Wait, uh, well, I was right. This, well, no, but, but my my response was a lot of these other songs are kind of the opposite. They've been reworked years later because the bands are like, oh, I need to release a version of this because I liked the song. And this one, I actually looked it up, and it was recorded like four years later. This version was four years later. So I I, I was more picturing what could they have done in 1986 or 1987. They would have made this a Bond theme. And I think the 80s is the one decade that this probably would have fit in because I could kind of hear it along with AHA. It's, it's much better than the AHA song. Oh. Um, and Ben, we 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 got into an argument before because I said I didn't care for the Pet Shop Boys. And um, I remember that argument. After, listen, argument. after listening to this song, I might give them a second shot. I didn't yeah. mind this song. Oh, where's the Janet Jackson unreleased one? Give Janet Jackson no, another chance. No, not a chance. <laughs> I was I I said earlier at least Aha managed to get three notes in with their clips. Oh, this pet shop. <laughs> this is a one-note song. That's impressive that they managed to do that without falling asleep. Again, in defense uh, it's of not the a, pet shop boys, that's how they sing. <laughs> but, but this but, is not. But the, you could say in defense of anything, that's not a Bond thing. But I mean, it's not a bad song. It's just not a Bond. Well, none song. of these are Bond I, songs. They were all rejected. I do want to officially swap my eight and seven though, because I I listened to for your eyes only after I sent my rankings through, after I sent my rankings through, I listened to the Blondie song again and it it definitely improved even more. And I think it suits Bond 
slightly more than this the is why it's boys bullshit though. that you show up late and team up with your boyfriend here because you're like oh let's change things over i might put shirley bassey lower <laughs> now fuck you both oh then i'm putting searching for the gold no taking it off the list that's it that's it i'm agreeing with noah we're scratching it from the list well, ben doesn't need to get to rank it. I'm the one who publishes the article in the episode, so I can just erase we you know both from it. We know because you somehow removed Madonna on the last one, and I was dumb enough to point it out. Well, I didn't even um, realize that, but whatever. Well, Ben, what? Uh, Noah, you may be sad that you may be sad that he put your beloved Pet Shop Boys down, uh, but you will be happy about his number six that it's finally. Gone. Do you remember what you did for six, Colin? Oh, Jewel, what six? Julie Rogers. Get what? on the Julie train. Yes. Oh, my gosh. This Number is... six, Julie Rogers. You only lift up. This <laughs> is a great song. And <laughs> like, ben, put it, I think always... ben had it in his bottom five, I think. No, 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 no. Way too yes, long. Yes, 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 yes. Tell me you, tell me you didn't have Lorraine Chandler higher than Julie Rogers. Way higher. <laughs> Oh, are you serious? She was at his eleventh, I think. Fourteen. Now that's like that's like I don't know a demo for the Supremes in the sixties. That's this not is, even. Let's like... fall asleep to Grandma Joseph's you want to fucking talk record asleep? collection. What, what I like about this song is that it's not a lullaby like Nancy Sinatra. You only lives twice. I mean, I was critical of the only live twice theme all the way back when we did the only live twice episode that. If you take John Barry's score, like the da 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 you take that out of the Nancy Sinatra song, it is easily one of the worst songs ever recorded. Um, oh, and, but I think with ever. this song, this is this is a fantastic song. And all I could picture was, imagine if you put a little bit of John Barry's score, just like those same notes, put it into this song, how great it would work in that movie. And 100%, this would have been the best uh, you'll, well, it is the You Only Live Twice best song because it's better than Nancy Sinatra and it's better than Lorraine Chandler. It, yeah, I mean, it's way better than Lorraine Chandler. Uh, for the record, Colin, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong on this, you said that no, the man with the gun gun shouldn't replace Lulu. Uh, you, you're up for Joe Harrop replacing Jack White and Alicia Keys. I think almost uh, all not, of these quantum songs could have replaced Jack White and Alicia Keys. Completely disagree. Yeah, well, Ben hasn't replaced any Jack White. I don't so even far. like he, Another Way to Die. None of these songs, with the exception of one, could maybe do it. He said that Bassie shouldn't no. replace it Jack White. It doesn't fit the movie. It 100% uh, does. It does not. Yeah, not even really remote, does. Not even 0.1% does. No. Um, you, you're saying no no, on Blondie for Sheena. Uh, that's that's a, just because I love the, the Sheen Easton song as cheesy as it is, but this song would have been really good. You're really getting turned around on the Pet Shop Boys because cool. you're saying yes, it should replace. Uh, Over, uh, 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 it's uh, a Timothy Dalton movie. It's gonna everything's gonna replace that. Um, and you're totally on board for the Julie Train to replace Nancy. Is that all correct? That is correct. Okay, well, that was uh, Colin's five with a little uh, guest from Colin. Are you going now, um, Colin? See, piss off. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I want to hear what your your f- ten to fives are. Well, Unless he's not put me. up searching for the goal. Well, I don't want to tell you anymore. I'm angry with you. Actually, no, fuck it. I'm no, not, not fitting the movie. I'm not angry with you because I still got great songs to come up. I was going to piss you both off. So suck my left 
I'm angry that you put Bassie at 12. That was bad. And I, I was sad. My, and Colin, you just missed that. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I am ranking these mainly based on the fact of what type of song they are and that I enjoy the song. Like These don't necessarily come down to, oh, this fits the mo- the movie or whatever. I mean, when have I ever ranked Didn't you just say Shirley Bassey's didn't fit the movie? <laughs> yeah, but I also think, as I said, if you had bothered to show up for the first fucking two hours lazy, um, then I think that song's overrated. It's just it's not that great. <laughs> Oh, it's great. It's good. Like, I ranked it 12th. I didn't rank it, like, 18th when I ranked Diamonds Are Forever. Let's remember that, people. Um, Where did you rank Thunderball by uh, Johnny Cash? Well, Can no, you know? I are the smart ones. We haven't brought it up yet. Are you serious? I guess we are. <laughs> and Yadero is going to be in your top 10. Have you two got some beef or something? It suddenly turned we very, get very We get on very well on all other shows. It's just this one. We just secretly get our hatred out of each other. <laughs> up until the Bassy thing, Colin, it was going I just want to ask you the question. Well. What's wrong with Kenyonero? If I'm ranking the Simpsons songs, it's in my top no. five probably. <laughs> Honestly, the, the the Johnny Cash song, I mean, it's catchy. It's way catchier than a lot of these other songs, but like Not I'm ranking for the goal. This is, this is where we're obviously rank your list differently because you're ranking it based on what songs you would listen to. Yeah. And I'm ranking, I'm, could this fit in a Bond movie? And I'm doing this, what Colin did. Nothing else uh, uh, on this list fits less but than I think Thunderball. I, so I completely disagree with that. But like, this is the thing. When I rank it, there are some of these ones which I will argue fit the movie. And there's particularly a couple that you two have both said doesn't. And I'm like, easily could say it fit it. Anyway, um, what am I up Colin, to? Uh, if you're having orange juice, do you like pulp? Uh, no, not Yay. in orange juice. Just in Smart man. There we go. I like it. Where did you where did you rank pulp? I'm curious about this one. Uh, uh me or Noah? I ranked pulp both. low. I put it 17. I it's a little bit lower than me. I ranked it I've been 23rd. David, we... 23rd, rubbish. Yeah. And Spectre, 22nd, it's... rubbish. No, nah, I mean both of those both of those are good songs that just needed no. uh, I don't know, some re-recording. Terribly some overrated. Anyway. 10. Okay, Ben, what's your number 10? Let's Do you want to read mine out? The aggression out. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> surprise, Noah, you, I think you, because you brought this up and you alluded that you think this might be in my top, like, five or maybe my number one, which I don't know why you think that. Like, I like this. Well, song. I thought Bassie was going to be your number one. This song, like, I, when I, like, I'd heard this one before. And then when I was listening to it, I'm thinking like, oh, this isn't good. It, it's one that you got to get into and really listen to it. Uh, the World Is Not Enough by uh, Scotland's second favourite band, Straw. Garbage are American band, by the way. they just got a Scottish lead singer, just to correct you. But, um, like, oh. I, I kind of like the way it's sort of rock and sort of like, the world is not enough. Like, I get why you don't like the Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's a little bit on the nose, but I kind of like it. Like, it's just kind of just this, like, weird little, like, Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Like, it's it's better than freaking... Thanks, you out. But it's better than Red Flag trying to shove, you know, freaking You Only Live Twice and license the thrill down your throat. Um, I, But I, I think you mentioned it, and I read it online too. I agree. This would be a good closing song. This would be, uh, like, similar to Surrender, how you got Tomorrow Never Dies. Like, just to have the world is not enough. Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Um, Yeah, I like it. I don't know why you think I'd have it higher than that, though. But anyway, um, I have it higher. <laughs> Good for you, Colin. You, you've got it very high. Um, yeah. One song is snuck through that I. It's even everyone's top ten. 
Um, but I'm going to be the first to bring it up because like, wow, this is really snuck through, but it's actually a good song. And this is the one Quantum of Solace song that maybe I could put above Another Way to Die. I don't like Another Way to Die, but I'm sorry of all these songs. It still fits the movie the best. Anyway, Forever, oh, I'm, all, Forever I'm All Yours by Eva Armour. Eva Armour. Um, you talk, we talked about, um, searching for the gold and being a Eurovision song. This is a very Eurovision song. Um, it's like eighties mixed with Eurovision. And this is the one which I think is this one you sent the message of that they were so close to like getting this on. Um, they say like this could be a Bond song on another movie. I just don't think corner of the solace, but it just, yeah, I like it. It's fun. It's entertaining. And all my top 10, I think are just, I'm entertained and I'm fun with. So anyway, uh, eight. I thought. Why have I got Colin? You did not have that at. You had that at seventh. I mucked it up. Um, you. I think you alluded no that you thought I would have brought this up before. But I'm going to bring it up now. Sorry, Debbie. Debbie does Dallas. Debbie does Bond. For your eyes only. I like the song. It's grown on me. When I first heard it, or when you shared it like last year, I didn't really like it. I'm like, oh, that's not very. It's not even a good Blondie song. But like, it catches you. I think Colin, you mentioned it. the more you listen to it, you like it. And it suits it. It doesn't... The issue I've got it a bit lower, and this is where I am maybe going on a bit on the Bond film, this fits Octopussy or A View to a Kill. It does not fit for your eyes only. So um, I would not replace Sheena because I think Sheena fits the movie. Uh, she literally does. She shows up in the credits. Um, whereas she I, is the movie. Whereas I think this just doesn't fit the movie. But it's it's a it's a good song. It grows on you. I like it. Um Seventh, oh, sad to get it off the ball, but at least now I officially rank it higher. Pet Shop Boys, uh, the must... I hate the title. This must be the place I waited years to leave. Like, cut it down, Pet Shop Boys. Cut it down. Too long. Um, Both of you... uh, Waiting to leave. Both of you, I think, mentioned that this just does not fit as a Bond song, I think you said, or it doesn't sound like... I'm not replacing AHA. Absolutely not. But this fits Living Daylights. I could see this easily as a Living Daylights song instead of the Living Daylights. It feels very Dalton. It feels very late 80s. Like it just perfectly after Duran Duran, I think it works. And the Pet Shop Boys, you talk about David Bowie, you know, why weren't, you know, he doing a a Bond theme and other people. I think the Pet Shop Boys would be great artists to do uh, a Bond theme. I love the Pet Shop Boys. Great. Um, He was such a Pet Shop Boy boy. I'm a boy boy of the Pet Shop Boy boys. I'm a Pet Shop B-boy. Um, and at number six, I, I'm proud after a couple of episodes out of the average top 10, I think GoldenEye is uh, shooting back up into it because I've got, and fucking, no, Colin, Ace of Base are like early 90s. Like, what did you say? Like, this doesn't, they weren't known or something. I don't know. You had some comment about Ace of Base. No, no, Shut no. up. That's, no, no, they completely missed my point. I said that the song sounds late 80s, early 90s, so it doesn't suit a mid-90s movie. It I sounded dated disagree. for 1995. This, we are definitely, I think, right now in the element of all of these songs could easily fit in the film. I'm not replacing Tina, but this song would work in GoldenEye. Wait, you've got Asa Basin. Absolutely. Six. This is amazing. I Absolutely. love this. Absolutely. I love Asa <laughs> Bass and I love this song. I mean, the lyrics, like the cheesy lyrics of we're in the 90s, like that's a bit, you know, rework that a little bit, Asa Bass. But this song just like fits, and some of these videos that Noah shared, they have the opening credits to kind of like compare it. This works with the credits; it just it fits this movie. Well, I I love Tina, but like I just I think this movie this song work. If I'm not gonna replace Tina, 
But I think this song will work. I love this song. It's great. But just saying this right now, not the best of the two Goldeneye songs. Hey, that, that's in your top five. I knew it. I knew it was going to be. The this has to be just a bump Goldeneye back up in the overall rankings. No, it wasn't. Not at all. Surely, surely this list isn't canon for that, is it? Surely. I will say, um, I will take both of the rejected Goldeneye songs over the experience of love, though. Yeah, I would probably yeah. agree. Yeah. If that was the end of Goldeneye for England, James, no, for me. Searching for the gold. <laughs> Uh, we're in the 90s. It would be 90s. like Moonraker Disco. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the 90s. It's 1995 and the movie has ended. Very literal, Ace of Face. Um, you know what? I do agree that uh, Pet Shop Boys fit the living daylight, but not as the theme. Like, put it in the middle of the song or put it in the credits instead of... Uh, I mean, I rank the Pretenders high for that credit song, but this could work in the credits, but not the main theme. You see that in the middle of the movie? During a, fu- during a funfair fight. Yeah, well, we had the other Pretenders in the middle. Why couldn't Necros be, this must be the place throwing some milk bottles? When you, when this you is the roller Boris. coaster song. Boris. When they're on the roller coaster, this is playing. Oh, well, we're talking about Pet Shop Boys. I thought we were talking about gold. <laughs> Boris getting introduced to the gold. <laughs> Alan Cumming would go gaga for that song. He'd love it. <laughs> Bond in the toilet at the beginning. We're in the 90s. <laughs> Such a, better than freaking Eric Sarah, right? Oh, poor Eric. Yeah. Um. So shall I do my 10 to 6? Nah, I don't think you should yeah. do it anymore. <laughs> Newton style. Bud Tingwell style. Oh, um, well, Colin, I want you to save your thought on this one because Ben is astounded that none of us have brought it up and... I'm glad you're here, Colin, but I'm kind of wish you weren't here to defend yourself because I just want to see what Ben's reaction would have been. Um, I've got at number 10, Shadows of the Big Man, of Mr. Big. Oh, that's uh, right. You two haven't brought that up. Rhea, Ray, I think Colin I think was in, five. Wasn't it your second last or something like I had that? I had Um, I've never heard of Chris. <laughs> Well, Colin's not put it up and I've read his 10 But to that's six, what I'm so saying. Don't... He's got this in the top five and I'm getting mocked for mine? Wow. You put Bassie at 12. Yes. You can't come back from that. And I can and you've if not you put, put this in your top you, five. You put Bassie at 12 and searching for the gold uh, in your top five. <laughs> I guarantee if you go to any music store, any club, and you put on Shadows of the Big Man or Searching for the Golden Eye, which one people are going to like? Yeah, if you went to a club... <laughs> If, if you went to like a jazzy sort of blues club and you put searching with the golden eye You'll on, love it. people wouldn't be Jazz happy. version. Do, no, 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 searching for the golden, golden eye. I've uh, never heard of Chris Rhea. Re- I don't know how to say it, but I I want to check out his stuff now. I'm really going to go back and see, because I, I read like he's a British guitarist and it seems like he's got lots of sort of slide guitar albums from the 80s and that, and I love I, I like his voice a lot, so I'll be checking out some Chris Array. Um, it's very moody, and it's got this... It feels Bondian in the lyrics. I still don't know who the big man is, uh, but it, it feels... <laughs> Bond, big dick. Uh, it feels very sort of Bondian. I will say, I think, uh, probably end credits more than title sequence, but it does have that Bond feel, a little bit of work, and you've you've got it. 
And this is the only one I didn't have a yes or no next to. I'm not sure. I think I would go Cheryl only because I don't think it quite works as a main theme, but I would maybe put it over KD at the end. I'm not sure. This is my one unsure. I like the song. I'd never heard it until yesterday, but I think it's a decent all-round Bondian feeling song, kind of what you were saying with Living Day. Like it feels like it fits that film. Number nine, my controversial one of the episode, I guess. Uh, never say never again. Oh, wow. I thought you had that up. Wow. Uh, Phyllis's, Are you Phyllis's serious? hymen. Um, <laughs> Filling up hymen. This, this was <laughs> fill up the hymen. Google that, uh, Colin. No. Uh, it feels like a bomb theme. I, I think Colin's comment was like bad 80s end credit. I do see that. I do see it. But for a cheesy 80s uh, sort of Bond theme, it really feels like a, a Bond theme to me. And a lot of these other ones may be better songs, but they don't nail the Bond theme, and that's what I'm ranking on. It feels like you chuck that. If you played that for someone and said it's a Bond theme, they would probably believe you if they weren't a Bond fan. Uh, and it's much better than, sorry, Lani and her, but much better than Lani. So I'm saying yes to Phyllis's hymen uh, for never say it's and it's goddamn catchy, isn't it? Never say yeah. never again. Much like the other Lani one. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about some. I don't know, my controversial one of the week, but I don't know. It feels like a bomb theme to me. Uh choo choo. Get on the Julie train for number yes. eight. Oh, Julie. <laughs> Don't worry, Colin. I went, what? When he put a Julie up at like 21 or whatever it was um, and Lorraine higher. I just echo what Colin said. Um, he came in and stole my thunder. I just agree. Like uh, it really feels Bondian with a bit of work, a bit of uh, more of the Barry in there, as you said. It feels much more fitting of the Japanese thing, less lullaby to Nancy. So I'm saying, yeah, replace Julie. Uh this is a pretty solid You Only Live Twice. I think maybe people would be looking at it higher because I don't think You Only Live Twice song rates high nowadays. Uh, apparently, we're all fans of Eva, though none of us had heard of her until yesterday. Forever, I'm all yours. I don't know what you're saying. It doesn't fit the film. It absolutely fits the film. No. Uh, so does the Bassy one. No. Um, this and you're got, no, really no, the dog thing again. Goes <laughs> high pitch. We can't hear him. <laughs> uh, well, there's been a lot of dead air on this episode. Um, yeah. it, the entire it, show. It fits the film. Uh, oh, dead jo Scatman John. Um, <laughs> oh, rest so in peace. <laughs> I uh, Colin, you got to listen to that clip. I've never cried as hard as I have on an idiot. So when I mentioned I, Scatman John. <laughs> I think only dogs can hear Ben right now. <laughs> Scatman John's dead. I'm the dead man. Skibbity bitty. Yeah, so the thing was in the comments, the guy who composed this uploaded and said that they were really close, but they went with Jack White. You know, he said, she said, it could be all baloney, uh, mm. but they should have made it. Eva's an unknown. Maybe she's got big hits in Japan. Like, she's got uh, big what? <laughs> Big hits in Japan. Oh, oh. big um, hits. Hits, Ben. Uh, but this totally fits the film. The, it sounds very Bondian. The singing is great. The lyrics totally fit. They're fitting Solace and Quantum in there that Jack White couldn't be bothered to do. 
Um, and Alicia Keys, she doesn't get off scot-free. And Alicia. Um, big fan of this song, even though I hadn't heard of it. I 100% replaced Another Way to Die. This feels Bondy, and I don't know why you're saying it doesn't fit the movie. Like, that's... No. What? Um... But it's okay, Ben, because we do have a match at number six. Got, it's the 90s, and we're Ace of Base and the Cold War is Are and, you serious? And You've got that still? Hang on. Did you do seven? Did you just go from... Yeah, you're not listening. Ten Julie was Rogers. the big man. Nine yeah. was Never Say Never yeah. Again. Eight was the Julie Train. Oh, I seven forgot the Julie Train. Sorry, no, my bad. I, 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 I forgive myself. You're really anti-Julie, aren't Fuck you? Julie. She's so overrated. Oh, well. oh. Leave her alone. No. Um, no, I want to leave her alone. No. <laughs> no, I refuse. Uh, this is how people get arrested, man. Um, Come at me. I, yeah, <laughs> 27 you, episodes I, I've been arrested yet. I thought you two were going to have this higher than me. You two. And we've done that joke. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I completely agree with Ben that the golden eye... Like it fits with the when you play it with the opening sequence. I think it really sounds like it fits the Goldeneye film. Um, I, I can see it. It does sound a little dated, and you would need to do a bit of work and workshop the lyrics with the '90s and whatnot. But I, I'm agreeing with Ben. It, it's not replacing Tina, but it's pretty solid, and it, it sounds like it fits Goldeneye. Um, I don't. I wonder if this film used to be called in the early days the Goldeneye because we have two the Goldeneyes this week uh, yeah colin i'm agreeing with ben on this one i think it really does sound like a pretty solid for that era of bond and for that film it feels like golden item uh just quickly i didn't get to comment much on GoldenEye earlier at all because i wasn't here obviously uh, but uh those are the i actually times. did rank this higher than i i i ranked this higher than i thought i would because i think i had where I... it's at 17 there. yeah but the bottom so <laughs> Well, no, it was, I thought that this was in my, originally I would have put this bottom five, but then I'm like, oh, there's much worse songs. So this ended up as 17 for me. I mean, I'm going to agree. I think the song is good. I think that it needs a lot of work. And uh, one of the things here I will agree is that when you watch this with the opening credits, you could see this song fitting. I think the one area where I'm more critical of some of these songs is where you have a more established artist uh, as opposed to, because like what we comment on some of these people like, Eve, Eve Almers and Chris somebody in that we can pay just to record a demo and then we'll probably give it to a bigger artist later on which is what a lot of these lesser known artists are for but when you have Ace of Base who this is them at the peak of their popularity and this I'm not even an Ace of Base fan but this it's, oh. it, it feels like they didn't put a lot of effort into this version of the song that ranking of the uh, Ace but, of Base album did it have more than one <laughs> But uh, the, go -go. The, the one thing I will say with this song is that I think that it, it needs a lot of work. A lot of these songs need a bit of work to make them better. This one, I could see a version of this working, but I think it, this one needs a lot of work to get there. You need a lot of work. We all need there. work. Wish you'd <laughs> disappear. <laughs> but you know what? This is completely off the Just before I joined in here, I read that John Cleese announced that he's bringing back Faulty Towers. What? Oh no! Oh, what? 
John. No. He's writing it. He's writing it with his daughter. It's no. only him. No. no. Is it April the 1st? Is that the date? No. No, it's not April 1st. I literally had a conversation but, with the other oh. day saying, like, that's what makes it so good. Is it just, it's 12 it's, episodes. It's the, that's it. Exactly. No. Did, Ricky Gervais has modeled his entire television career off Faulty Tower, saying they did two seasons. They had two perfect seasons. They had perfect, what, 12, 14 episodes. Just end it there, and now but he's bringing it back. He's one of the most critical people of, like, woke culture and how they, like, cancelled, like, three of his episodes because he couldn't say what you said. What's he going to do now? Cave into woke culture and be like, oh, <laughs> like, I, I don't even... Oh. Colin, the bearer of bad news. Go away, Colin. <laughs> this is more fun without you. <sighs> did something happen between you two on the last episode that you two no. did? Quite civil. Quite good. Yeah. Colin just gets my inner rage out with his stupid opinions on these rankings. I know. Really, he's brought it out of you. It was quite. It was probably our most calm episode. It was doing well. <laughs> can I, can I run through my top five before we leave? Because I want to make Ben angry. Are you going again? Uh, what? Well, Noah <laughs> finished, so uh, I have to work. Oh, oh, oh! We work six hours. To work? We were going to do five, uh, like, individually. Do you have time for that, or do you want to just... I don't have your... time. I've got, I've got about maximum... No time to I'll just read out your five, then. Go on, piss off. I'll we'll read out my five, and then Ben can get angry at me. All right, number five. 100% agree. It fits the movie. It's better, like, most of these than the original. I think that's the other thing with the Quantum of Solace songs, is that when I'm going through these, the fact that so many of them are that much better than the original version definitely bumps them up and these being demo versions most likely that are better than the original version i give even more credit to um and this won't even be my highest one eva almer uh forever i'm always yours or all yours uh terrible title uh i i think they they should have just From called this another way to die or something yeah uh, the, the um high on the averages eva um but yeah this this song could go now this is one of the few ones where i'm like it's probably a demo, but this version could fit the movie and watch this with the opening credits uh, playing the, the title sequences. I mean, it, it would be fantastic. Um, there's really nothing I would change about the song. I'd say my entire top five are songs. They're all interchangeable. I could put any of these at number one, but I'm putting this one at number five uh, just because there's four I like more. And one of the four, which the, I don't know, this I don't has this come up yet. Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. No, you're the first. You're the first. Uh, this is, I guess, the original rejected song that everybody knew this is a rejected song because they still fit it into the movie. I think the only mm. reason why I couldn't put this in my top three is that I couldn't picture this playing as the opening title song. Um, I could picture this. I wish they didn't do an instrumental version. I wish that the 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 scene, the She's Just Dead scene, actually had somebody doing the vocals. Maybe not even Shirley, just get somebody doing the vocals. Mr. The lady from Live and Let Die to come and do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that that would be a perfect place for the song. This would work if you decided to do an end titles song during the uh, the Connery era. It just wouldn't necessarily have fit as an opening title song. Uh, but this song is incredible. And I think even the first time I heard it, like we're talking probably around the time Dino of the Day came out, I'm like, oh, there was an unused song for uh, Thunderball and it wasn't Johnny Cash. <laughs> but th this this song would work in maybe any other Bond movie. I think it's just the fact that the, the Tom Jones song is so big and so powerful that this one doesn't have the, those moments. Uh, I prefer it over Moonraker. Uh, that would be another one. I think both of the, the Shirley Bassey songs here that are rejected are better than Moonraker. Yeah. 
Uh, my number three, uh, somebody put this up, uh, Straw, The World Is Not Enough. Uh, I would go as far as, I actually could Green. picture this. I could 100% picture this playing during the opening titles. And I think the only reason that this ends up as number three and not one or two for me is because I think the Garbage song is slightly better. Um, and I would say only slightly better. I think that this um, song is pretty close to the one we got in The World Is Not Enough. And I like The World Is Not Enough song from Garbage. And the use, did somebody say they were critical of the, the use of Kiss Kiss Bang Bang in the lyrics? Touch me. That whatever no, drop dead, like Noah. That's the best part of the song. I'm reading it. Yeah, you like it. I love that. I I've love got the, spoilers here. Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang. Oh, it takes you out of the song. If that wasn't no. there, the song would be much higher. Uh no. I kiss, totally kiss, just bang, bang. uh number two. <clears throat> this is this is my number two and my number one. Ben's really gonna hate me for this. Maybe for both of them. My number two, no good at goodbye by <laughs> Shirley Bassey. <laughs> Bassey! Uh, you're number I, I also, one is what? <laughs> Shadows of the big man. <laughs> That's why I'm sad Colin came on because I wanted to see what his reaction would have been. Well, now you know his reaction. You like world is not enough, episode. Junior? <laughs> yeah, well, it, this is what's... Okay, I'll talk about the Shirley Bassey one first. Uh, every opinion Ben has had was what I thought the very first time I heard this song. And it only took me like two or three listens of this, probably on the same day that I heard this song years ago, for it to start growing on me. And I'll go back to this song every once in a while. And every time I listen to it, it just gets better and better and better. And it's almost an unfair advantage that this song is probably so well known now because it is like, oh, this is the greatest rejected song ever. This should have been over another way to die. Uh, bringing back Shirley Bassey would have been a stroke of genius. I mean, I, I think the publicity that they were looking for by getting modern artists like Jack White and Alicia Keys didn't really generate any type of, you know, mainstream buzz. I'd be hit but, with the kids. But, but like, if you imagine if you had gotten Shirley Bassey, I'm just picturing we have Shirley Bassey back. People who had never heard of Shirley Bassey probably would have flipped over the song still. Uh, this is a near perfect Bond theme, even if it's not a rejected song. Uh, so, I 100% would take this over another way to die and uh, 100% uh, uh, would almost want to put this number on the, the, the shadows of the big man. So my reasoning for putting We've this, got to hear this. One, oh. um, first, this correct me if I'm wrong. This is supposed to be for tomorrow never dies, right? You don't yeah. even know what it's from. <laughs> well, no, no. The reason I say that is because I hear this song and I'm like, this belongs in the world is not enough. Not well, we talked dies. about yeah. that. We talked okay, about good. This. I'm not. I'm not alone in that. So I, I kept looking at the list over and over again. I'm like, it's got the this yeah. But I, I almost wonder if they said this song works so well, just not for tomorrow never dies, that we want to take elements of this and adapt it into the next one, which is what they did with garbage, because this sounds more like the world's not up than tomorrow never dies. Um, the first time I heard this song, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be tough to beat. And I, I agree with Noah. I have no idea who Chris Ray is, but of all these unknown artists that are on this list, he was the only one that the first time I listened to these songs, I'm like, what else does this guy have? And I started looking it up because I would love to hear more Chris Ray. I think that his voice sounds very unique. It would have been different for a Bond movie. It's not traditionally what you look for, but that's kind of what I like so much about this. Uh, and if I'm looking at the the two songs that were used in Tour Never Dies, I would definitely take this over the Sheryl Crow version. Um, I and I might even take this over Surrender by Katie Lang, and I ranked Surrender at number two last week on the the secondary songs. Um, this this and Shirley Bassey were kind of like the two ones where 
I don't really have anything against either song. I love both of them, but the fact that this almost definitely was a demo and the Shirley Bassey one is almost definitely a finished version. I can just imagine what they would have done if they had had a chance to work on the song a little more. I mean, this song's fantastic, Ben. What's wrong with you? Um, Tom work too. Nothing. It's just this uh, song is, is this is this one of our biggest spreads ever? Because I, I was going to say this might be mm. the ultimate spread from because Ben put it bang at the bottom, you put it bang at the top, I put it bang in the you middle. Ten. I yeah. didn't have it bang at the bottom. I had it seventeenth. Nah, still pretty big spread though. <laughs> it's my favorite. Google that, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. Big um, spread. Any any response, Ben? Before I go, I'm just baffled that that is <laughs> your number one. I, like, I mean, I, I we said at the top, like this is an impossible to predict one because how do you how do we know our opinions on any of these songs because we'd heard of maybe a couple of them? I assumed that you would both have Shirley High, and I, again, I don't dislike the song. I just think it's overrated, and I've got it at twelve. Um, uh, yeah, I just don't. What the fuck is this Julie love? Like, just. Fuck off, Julie. I've I've been holding on to this. The moment you ranked Chris Ray at 17 and I saw this list that I'm holding, I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be a long episode. You know gl- I'm, I'm glad you did send it to Noah because if I had seen that list, I would have rigged it. <laughs> I would have been like, You would have put no. it at the bottom there. I would have been like, no, this is just wrong. <laughs> just wrong. Do it again. Do it again. Start again. Well, if that is a All shocking right. number one, I don't think anyone predicted that. No. Um... Noah, anything you want to add before I go? Um, no, other than I was surprised that that made your number one, and also surprised by straw. Um, <laughs> uh, but a usable straw. <laughs> I I agree with you about uh, the quantum one, but yeah, Chris Ray, it's a good song, but. I- Shocking number one, though. positively shocking. shocking. But I don't know what Ben's number one. That could be searching for the gold. Oh, we know Ben's is <laughs> the worst. Uh, um, all right, I am off to go make money. Good luck. Oh. Send me. First, a list he gets me done. to I'm read curious. half of his list. Then he comes on and gets to read all of them before we do, and then he's off to make money. Yeah. Good night. Bye bye. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. And fuck off. <laughs> He's gone. So what did we learn from that? We love that Colin loves big men. I just am in shock that my opinions get blasted on this show. And that, yeah. Uh, I'm just worried that you and Colin have some... Do I need to do therapy sexual with tension. No. Sexual he really, tension. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Remember, as as sorry. remember in primary school? It's like if you hate each other, you actually just secretly want to bone each other. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, well, now I'm sad that you don't hate me. What's wrong with me? Because you and I are like brothers. Oh. <laughs> We're Tasmanian. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. We're like brothers. You are my brother, Noah. <laughs> Searching for Colin Hilding. Do you, we want to just right. breeze through it to our five? Let's run down your five. Yeah. At this point, Colin That's did it. Three and a half He's hours. He's a trendsetter. Um, all right, number five. Well, I, I technically am the first to bring this up, even though Colin brought it up, because it will be the lowest on this list. And I thought I was going to get ripped of a new one, but it's in my top five. Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Great song. Uh, it's it's funky. I agree with Colin, though. Like, it it doesn't... This wouldn't suit the opening. It just... It would feel weird. And like, this is one of the ones where you watch it with the opening credits and it doesn't work. 
Um, but it's great. Um, I still have Tom Jones over this, but yeah, use the full song in the closing or just something like it. It needs to be somewhere in a Bond film. Have this in You Only Live my, Twice. <laughs> like, Am I the only one that like, uh, based on our old episodes that we used to do, that when I was listening to it, I got a bit of a shock because I'm like, where are the guns? Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> I, I was like, this feels wrong. And I would play it right now, but I don't have it on my board at the moment because I've got a surprise to play oh. soon, so I've replaced some certain things. You've been so. hyping up this surprise. You should have done it when Colin was here. No, because it, it wasn't planned for him to be here. It was more for you. That's uh, true. This was our episode. Yeah, it was ours. It ruins our episode. <laughs> Colin came and did to do. I'm going to make my rankings. I'm taking me, 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 me. Um, Pranks and then off to make money. Uh, number four. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad at least you're smart enough to have this in the top five. Like, I'm sorry, Colin. Like, you're old. You should like Thunderball and Alice Cooper. Like, I mean, like, what's wrong with you? And what did he say? His vocals? But this song's great, man. With the golden gun, Alice Cooper. Like, was it probably the best part? Ah, uh, like, I'm so tempted to say this over Lulu, but I love Lulu. Like, it's, I don't get why people dislike that song. Sure, the lyrics are a bit off, but like, it's fun. Man with the Golden Gun, fun. I always want to say yes, though, because Alice Cooper is a Bond singer. That would be so yes, cool. The thing that I love about it, so random, the, the end of this song kind of sounds like a 50 sci fi movie. That's sort of like at the end. So. Roger Moore. Yeah, oh, true, true. But oh, it's just such a good song. The man with the golden gun in his hand. He used to come to Tasmania a lot. And uh, my very first girlfriend when I was 18 was a massive Alice Cooper fan. And she would always go, like, he'd go to the Silver Dome. And did you ever see him? Did, did, she, did she also go up to the hotel and talk with <laughs> Alice Cooper? Talk. He's so he's so naive, Colin. Yeah. Oh, my mum so no, innocently yeah, went no. to talk. Fuck off. You're probably Alice Cooper's, like, son. Um, <laughs> but it's a great song and I love it. Uh, number three, set you for the go. <laughs> I want to dance, but also it's number three. I'm so I, conflicted. I was so tempted to put this at number one because, like, I, I knew it. This does not fit in James Bond. Like, I can argue for Die Another Day fitting in James Bond, but the, like, if this song was for Die Another Day or Moonraker, maybe. But, like, it's for gold. Like, the Moonraker. No, but, like, how could you not like this song? It's just fun. And, like, I love 90s dance music, as I said. And, like, it's just, like, I just want to hang out with Kim. She just looks great. And Steve and yeah. Motivate. Like, it's just, I'm so glad you discovered this song. Because as soon as I started playing, I'm thinking, like, has he added a wrong song here? Like, I think he's made a mistake. It's like such a but a go. That's because it hasn't been until yesterday. Oh, uh, it's just I, I I so wanted to put it at number one, but I just I couldn't. But oh, it's so good. I was always gonna make my top five. And yeah, I'm glad that Colin wrote like Bimble Lock. Because as soon as I heard this too, I'm thinking like, oh, you two are gonna rank this low, and I'm gonna like this is nice yeah. ten seconds I was already groaning, not because of the song, because of like Ben's putting this in his top five, isn't he? <sighs> Uh, my top two was actually quite difficult because I flip-flopped a lot between them and then eventually I went for my number one. But my number two, <sighs> Colin, 25th. Seriously? 20th. Yes, it is Canyonero. I get it. That's a great comparison. And, like, I'm not even a country music fan, but, like, I, I, well, Colin, this doesn't fit the film. 
It kind of does. Like, I don't want to replace Tom Jones, but I nearly do because, like, this would fit it. It's so 60s. Like, this is a a thing with, like, 60s country music. Like, listen to some of Elvis's song from the 60s. It's kind of got, like, this. Like, it's just... It's just the error. Like, it's, it's keeping up with the times. Like, this was a lot. Like, sure, you're going to argue all oh, rock and roll, like the Beatles and all sort of stuff. But, like, I don't know. It just fits it. And it's just. This would have been great, too. We already mentioned. It's funky. And it's just, like, you know, like karaoke. We joked about it. But, like, how can you have this at 25th? Like, even a John Wayne film? Fuck off, Colin. Just. Well, we joked about the karaoke I uh, in our chat. I want to do the karaoke and, you know, the. Like Johnny Cash sings as a mad or whatever, he's looking for a thunderbolt. I want you and Colin in the background. Then you know the background singers go thunderbolt. Yeah, thunderbolt. Remember when you were, when we did the survivor songs and we did the Deb Eaton, I want rocks, and you were like rocks. Do, do, do. You get yeah, it. so I want you and Colin backing me up, going thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. Oh, it's so good, so so good. Um, but yeah, it was this and my number one. I mean. I guess you. I thought honestly, you two would probably have it lower, but like you had it in the middle. Uh, Supremacy by Muse. I'm a, I'm a oh. mad, 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 mad Muse fan, and if I'm to rank oh. people of who I think should do a Muse song, uh, a Bond song, it's Muse. Matt Bell. Like this is what makes me mad about you two. What you say about the song about the screaming cats? Like this guy's vocal. This is like live and let die. And like the thing is, like I can sort of see what you're saying about how it doesn't pick up, but I mean, that's a very Muse thing. Muse don't really do the whole like chorus verse chorus verse that's kind of how Muse songs work but like it does start off epic but like live and let die kind of is similar it just has like great epic guitars but this has got the down 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 like it just it that's good it works and like he's got an amazing bond voice like he's so so good like even if you're gonna have muse like have matt bellamy do a song like you get chris cornell matt bellamy shits all over he's got one of the best like he's I don't even know if he made that top 100, 200 Rolling Stone things. Probably not, but oh my God, he's just so good. And this song, and I love the way they sort of end it with that that Bond guitar sort of thing sound at the end. I just love it. I love this song. And I like, I've listened to Muse all the time, so I know this song. And I knew that this was sort of up there with Bond. But um, yeah, it's great. I love it. It was always going to be This or Thunderball as my number one. But uh, I'm a Muse fanboy, which I don't know if that surprises you because I'm more of a dance music fan. But uh one of these, one of the rare ones that my sister used to listen to all the time, and I, I took on board my love of Muse from my sister. So, probably my number one band that I've not seen live that I want to see live. Do supremacy? I hope so. I mean, I don't think he's a bad singer. I just think falsetto does not work in Bond, and that's part of the reason why we didn't like the writings on the wall. Um, uh-huh. And I also think... It, uh, <laughs> Uh, it also works better for Spectre as well. Uh, oh, so I you're don't... replacing Adele? No. Uh, so on that, um, controversial because I don't like Adele, but I don't think it fits the film. I think it's it's similar to my d- debates on Quantum is I don't think any of the songs really fit the movie. I just don't think this fits the tone. Like, had this for Spectre, even then, maybe, like, had this for No Time to Die, like, had this for Adele. This fits Quantum. Um, like, yeah, I don't, uh, Adele's is just a classic song. So, um, as much as I love Muse over Adele, I still wouldn't replace Adele. So, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I didn't really think of that. Would I replace it or not? 
Um, and so I didn't really rank things based on, oh, would I replace things? So there's only, I think, what I've said, like two or three that I maybe would replace. Well, one, definitely. Never say never again. We should email Barbara and say, Ben thinks you you got it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, She'd be like, thanks, Ben. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm surprised by that number one. The number two, I mean, couldn't be as far away as Colin except for plus one. Um, Wish I had a plus one. I've not put it up either. Um, did you see Colin's message so, our group again, talking about Jamie this time? Oh, what did he say? Jamie says she really likes shadows of a big man. Well, that's just because she likes men, big men. But thinks Chris Ray <laughs> sounds like a moody Louis Armstrong. She really hates the vocals in most of these songs. Shadows of a big man. That's uh, what Jamie sees every time Colin comes into the bedroom at night. <laughs> can, I, can I say Noah says? Um, no. <laughs> Jamie I'm only likes it, it because she likes big men. Yeah, she likes big men and she cannot lie. When are they going to do a bomb song? Yeah, when's um uh who are they? Uh, baby got back by um, fuck who sings Baby Got Back? Jesus, um, oh god, I'm failing my music here. So mix a lot. Jesus. So mix a lot. Jesus. When's so mix a lot? Yeah. Doing a Bond song. I like big Bonds and I cannot lie. So mix a lot dead. Rest in peace, it makes a lot. We had a moment silence. Dead air again. <laughs> Dead air tonight. Uh, okay, shall I do my top five? Finish this off. You shall. So, mix a lot, not dead. I know. Yeah. How old is he? 59. Still oh, young. Yeah, I would have guessed. He's probably got little baby, um, little baby mix a lot. I wonder if he still likes Big Bucks. Or has he changed? Yeah, does he sort of um, mature? I like medium-sized bottoms and I cannot lie. I like big butts. Let's not this. <laughs> yeah. uh, number five. I think it's a match with either you or Colin. Mr. Kiss. Kiss. Oh, I thought that was going to be uh, maybe your number one. Hmm. Great song. Um, I will say Bassy wins against Bassy and Dion. Um Right, the Dion version was worse. Uh, <laughs> uh, but isn't Dion Warwick like she's become like a she's like famous on Twitter now or something for being like really progressive or something like that? Is like, she? Yeah, good for her. Now, um, uh, what does she sing? Songs. Oh, oh I want to dance with somebody. Is that her? Is that her? Is it? Oh, no, that's Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody's Whitney Houston. Uh, uh, Dion Warwick famous song <laughs> comes up with Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. I actually don't know any of them anyway. Um, uh, it, great song. I kind of inclined to agree with you guys. I don't know if it fits the oh, intro. Just this done a song is with Dolly Parton. Sorry, it, it's a great song, but is it a is it a theme? But this feels a lot like a Goldfinger knockoff. Like, oh, we had success with Goldfinger. What are we going to do next? Let's make Goldfinger again. That's a good which point. is maybe maybe where Tom Jones succeeds, where they did something a little different. Um, and yeah, it doesn't quite get the punchiness. And then I read that this was supposed to be at the end credits, but like Dion's version was. So Bassie tried to like sue them or something. So they got we got neither of them. Um. But you guys both talked about the end credits. My idea I had today was, wouldn't it have been a great tradition if 
every Bond film ends with this song, but covered by like a different hmm. artist of the era, and they could do it in their like style. Straw. Wouldn't that be a I think Straw could have done Mr. Kitchen. They tried to start that tradition. Uh, that would have been because Bond is all about traditions and things going on. I like if we could turn back time. Sure. Um, <laughs> God, we've got a lot on our karaoke list, don't we? Um, that's, that's, that's actually probably my top five karaoke songs if I could turn back time. Great karaoke song. I mean, I, iconic. Uh, kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Uh, deserved top five you say it doesn't fit the intro but obviously the intro would have looked different and who knows what the bond themes would have been if they went with this um okay number four there's a rumble in the sky and all the world can oh they shudder at the fury of the mighty thunderball thunderball Thunderball, your fiery breath can burn the coldest man. And who is going to suffer from the power in your hand? Thunderball. Somewhere there is a man who could stop the thing in time. This is why I don't get, uh, oh, isn't it a jam? It's like, Total jam. It's singing about the movie. Like, I mean, you know, is this, is this the only one where it's kind of actually on point of the film? Well, this is where I don't get what Colin is saying where it doesn't fit because like somewhere there is a man who could stop the thing in time. He's known by very few, but he's feared by all in crime. By courage and by fighting, he's not been known to fall, but neither has the fury of the mighty Thunderball. Yeah. Oh, fit. Um, Colin doesn't know about fitting things in. Uh, it's such a jam. It's so catchy. It's so much fun. And he is so Bond, even though yeah. it is, I get what... I get it. I do get what Colin's saying. It, it's a country song. Uh, and this is like a water-based film set in the Bahamas. Maybe this is better for Diamonds Are Forever. Um, but, like, it just it fits the kind of campy fun of Bond, even the Connery ones. And I think it fits a Connery better than a Moore, even. Uh, it's silly while also somehow being deadly serious. Like, mm. it's campy, but also you know he's, like, being real serious about it. I feel bad. I hope he wasn't upset that Johnny didn't get his his theme in. Uh, I like. I know this very kind of John Wayne vibe doesn't necessarily fit Bond, but there's something that. And my hot take. I'm switching it with Tom. Oh, hot I take! I just think. I think okay. I'll I'll give a caveat. I think at the time, had this been switched with Tom, maybe we would have being more familiar with it and it would have become the legend of that Bond song and maybe Bond themes would have developed differently over time and they would have been a bit more outrageous. Uh, so, yes, Tom in the long run was probably better for making the Bond theme sound, but I think if people in 1965 watching this would have had so much fun with this uh, and it's just a fun song. That Calvin guy, he sort of had this and he said, he was glad they didn't go with this because he was then worried it would set a trend of country music in Bond and we would have gotten Dolly Parton and Taylor Swift. Now, I would have shot myself if we get Taylor Swift, but Dolly Parton can't even be fun. Working nine till Bond. He is going to shoot for a living. Uh, what is that? Uh, Jolene. Holly, Holly, <laughs> Holly, good head. I'm begging, won't you come to space with me? That was one of our best Survivor Oz parodies, wasn't it? Colleen, 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 Colleen. That was clever. I would have, I would have taken a dolly. Yeah, um, dolly. I love dolly. dolly. 
Dolly. Jaws and Dolly. Dolly, Dolly, why won't you sleep with Jaws? Play Jaws. They look kind of similar. Do the whole thing um, about BB, 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 BB. Will you ever I'm get your ice cream? I'm begging won't you sleep with me? <laughs> I want you to get your ice cream. My uncle thinks I'm still a virgin. He sees. I want to go um, and win a gold medal. Can we please make a parody song called BB to Charlie? BB, 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 what a woman! He thinks I'm a virgin, but jeans. I'll let you see. <laughs> um, won't you buy an ice cream for me? BB, you BB. put your clothes on, and I and will then- buy you an ice cream. <laughs> Yeah, then we can switch to Roger Moore and I told your uncle Harry that I wouldn't <laughs> go with you. So I'm begging you, BB, put your clothes on. <laughs> a woman, a woman, a woman, a woman. Holly Goodhead, she's a woman. Uh, a genuine, on, we're a gonna genuine, make, we're gonna make a genuine Felix Leiter. <laughs> Illuminating. Oh God! <laughs> We've got to make BB in the style of Roger Moore singing Dolly Pop BB. Well, next BB. time you come over uh, on a Friday afternoon after I record the radio, we've got all day sitting in front of our computer. Oh, uh, remember those days? Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know what Colin's saying. It doesn't fit. Oh, I get it with the whole country thing, but the lyrics fit, the singing fits. Yeah. Um, and it's just That's fun. It's so fun. Uh, and Johnny Cash is a legend. I don't know anyone that doesn't like Johnny Cash. Rest in peace, Johnny Cash. Yeah, yeah. Rest in peace. Um, so I'm replacing Tom. No apologies. My number three. Oh, I love this song so much. Um, you think Madonna's a queen? I think Debbie Harry's a queen. No. is only. Uh, I don't know what you're saying about it not fitting. This fits. Everyone goes on and on about For Your Eyes Only was the return to the serious bond and the most spy-like film of the roger moores this is the a view to a kill living daylights like this is the precursor to those two uh it it sounds like a spy film theme it's a little different yes but there was something that happened in this 80s where bond is a lot like uh survivor i'm sorry to bring that up but whenever they have something that works and it's successful they go okay we need to copy copy, get that and copy it. And it never, it works as well. Nobody does it better, it worked. And they had to try and, they brought in Sheena, they brought in Old Time High. They tried to recreate uh, Nobody Does It Better, but nobody does it better than that song. So switching to this would have been such a bigger success because it's doing something different and you've still got an iconic female singer. Uh, it fits with the time, but it doesn't sound dated. It sounds a product of the time, but it doesn't sound dated in the way that the Pet Shop Boys do. Um, it's a spy song. It fits the film. It's it, Obviously, this is a demo, so it would have been much bigger. Uh, Debbie would have probably put in a better performance vocally. It's a great song, though. I love listening to this song. Uh, 100% replace Sheena. Sheena, get out. Imagine <laughs> Debbie Harry in the intro. I'd watch um, that. Oh, yeah. Um, my number two. Now, can I, I want to interrupt here because this is very interesting right now. 
You, we, we literally right now have a three-way tie for number one. So, obviously, two of them mm-hmm. tied at number one haven't had the third choice yet. So, like, their average is based on two placings. But I can tell you that three songs right now are sitting on the average of 4.66666667. And only one of those songs, obviously, has had three votes. So, whatever... Your number one will be, I think, will be the ultimate number one if my maths are correct, but I could be wrong. But uh, this is a interesting vote. Well, you know, I love a three-way. Um, ooh, lots of pressure, but I'm not going to change anything. I've got to stick with the list. Um, I love both the top two songs, so I'm happy to be the winner of the week. But number two, drum roll. Oh, Danny. 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 He'll be coming for you, the man with the golden gun in his hand. And I, I feel a bit of a hypocrite because I'm saying they tried to recreate Nobody Does It Better. I do feel a bit like maybe this was a, a response to Live and Let Die. Oh, we had a real rockin' theme for a first time. Let's let's try and recreate that magic. And obviously it's not as good as Live and Let Die. It's a great song, and it is one that grew on me when I first heard it. I'm like, eh, no. It fits the movie so well. And I don't know what Colin's on about his voice not fitting Bond. Like, what yeah, is shut it? up, and that, Colin. You'll never see him bit. Like, it's so Bondian. And if you put a few horns in the man with the golden bit, put some horns in that. Oh, my God. And the other thing, it fits the movie so well that you, when you listen to this, you can kind of see Scaramanga hiding out, watching Bond. Like, it's got that paranoia. It makes you feel paranoid listening to it. Um, you and Colin really sold me on Lulu and I've changed my mind yeah. over time on that. that. That's a fun song. This is so much better. This is a Bond theme in every way, shape or form. Imagine Alice Cooper as a Bond singer. And had this been a theme, people would have been remembering it 50 oh, hell years yeah. on. Obviously. Like this would have been known, oh, the one that Alice Cooper did. Um and it is just a rocking song. It fits the movie. The lyrics fit more than the like nonsense Watch Lulu was singing. I like that song. And like, had you beefed this up uh, as mm, not beef. like a demo, like put some horns in. Oh my God. It would have been potential for a top 10, top 15 for me in the main themes. Such a good song. Such So much fun as well. Like the Lulu one is fun but they're kind of similar to me both songs sound somewhat similar in a weird way uh, i want to listen to it now it's a great song do it uh well not until i've talked about my number one and i'm on the bassy train i thought you were gonna have this at your number one um i mean colin said it all basically he really just came and stole my thunder on half of these um but i mean if it was a real theme, like as Colin said, bringing back Bassie would have been such a power move, really would have uh, changed the perception on like this theme and this intro. Uh, but it's a great song. It would be in a top 10, top 15 theme for me as a regular theme. Uh, Bassie should have had a fourth 
one does not simply reject Bassey. Hmm. Uh, it fits the film. It fits the lyrics are so much better. But and Bassey, and how old was she at this point? She's ancient. She gives such a powerful vocal performance oh. in it. Like you're saying, it's not better than Jack White when we've got from Jack White and Alicia Keys screaming at each other. Uh, Bassey's vocal performance is so good. It's just a great song. It's very sort of moody, very Bondian. I would listen to this normally. It is one that I didn't love initially, but it grew on me a lot. To me, this is the ultimate one that was missed out, a missed opportunity. Uh, so I, I would love to put Alice at number one because I love that. I love do the Blondie it, one. Do but, it. but No Good About Goodbye is just such a Bond theme. And I mean, yeah, it's the whole like, do we get, do it just because it's Bassy? But it's because it's Bassy and because it's great and because it fits the film. So I'm guessing it will be the, the overall number one, which it should be. Um, so. 12 I don't get but I, I'm totally on board as this being the main theme so bye bye Jack bye bye Alicia put Bassie in I just like I think kind of you summed up something in there too that I think it just it's because it's Shirley also it gets that love and I mean I, I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it but it's just like I don't know if this was Adele it's not going to be as loved I don't know like it's just it's yeah, it's just, it's not. A... And she mentioned Solace. She even fits Solace in there. Come on, Jack. Come on, Alicia. Well, I mean, you could have shoved in like freaking Sandra, like Casino Royale. <laughs> Which, I uh, mean, it's still, it's, it's I, I stand by that Quantum of Solace is the worst named Bond. This is the first time you've ever remotely ranked Quantum of Solace high and you've ranked Quantum of Solace at number one. And it's the one that never made it. And that's such a great title, No Good About Goodbye, with the whole Vespa thing and everything. It just fits That's a so Bond well. title. That's a better title than Quantum of Souls. That should be the title of the film, No Good About yeah, Goodbye. Yeah, that's true. I did put Quantum of Souls at number one, but it's not canon. That's, well, you know, yeah, that's uh, that's true. I'm just fixing something up here. So, I mean, we all had three number different number ones. Uh, when So when you got Colin's list... Did you have any remote idea of how I would go though? Like, because as Colin said, there's a big spread, huh? A big spread. So, well, I got a little worried when he sent it through and that Thunderball was number 25 and I had it number four. I'm like, oh crap, am I going to be like the one uh, person? And then I also got a bit worried because I had Ace of Base at six and Colin had it at 17. So I'm worried, am I going to be like the Ace of Base lover? And then, of course, uh, it was all about searching for the golden eye. I was like curious about, but I thought, yeah, I thought you would have had Bassy much higher, and I thought you would have had Straw much higher too. Good old Straw. Now, what I what I'm going to do here, we've we've got the averages out. Uh, well, you know, so we're going to work that out. So we're going to we're going to play a little bit of uh, Hooli Doolies. <laughs> we don't know it yet. We're going to work it. Out. Hang on, well, we don't. Of course, we don't. Uh, so uh, while we work out and go through the computers, uh, Hooli Doolies. What do we think Hooli about Dooley. that? And we'll get to the the list in a sec. We are the Hooli Doolies, and how do you do? We are the Hooli Doolies, and who are you? We are the Hooli Dooley, Hooli Dooley, Hooli Doolies. How do you do? Hello, I'm David. Hello, I'm Bruce. Bonjour, I'm Antoine. I'm Russell. And I'm Chico. We are the Hooli Dooli, Hooli Dooli, Hooli Doolies. How do you do? And how do you do? Yeah. Yeah. 
Now, back to Holy Dooly. Obviously, uh, what I did a bit of a surprise last episode and the fact that we played a bit of a clip from each of the songs. Ooh, yeah. Now, I've got a fancy soundboard here that I spent a good hour or two making this work. So, you're going to be able to hear these, hopefully, if these sound clips work enough for you. I've not heard anything all episode, so let's hope I can. And also, um, going on the fact that basically it means I should have to do less editing, so it's more about me. So, um, I also need to make sure I press the right ones, because there's about five songs of each two movies that are called the same thing. So, uh, let's try this. At number 25, it is... Quantum of Solace. That's all we need to hear. Quantum of Solace by Huck Whitney. Did you hear it? Did you did you hear yeah, it? Well, somewhat. Okay. Uh, right. Some of these clips are going to go longer. Some of them are going to go shorter because I don't want to hear too much of Huck. All right. Screw Huck. Huck uh, off. Huck off. <laughs> That's funny. Um, at number 24, we have the esteemed crap that is... Dot, um, at Dotty. Dotty, there it is. All right. Uh, at number, what are we up to? 23. Uh, this will please two of you because I had this uh, the highest. But let's get a little bit of... Sandra gets a little bit too uh, excited there with Casino Royale. So um, that's you started a- it at the perfect point, Casino I- Royale. I know some of these are probably too long for the songs that they are, but whatever. That's that's where we're up to. Uh, no so- one's heard them, so at least they get to hear well, them. Yeah, this now. is why I thought we'd do it. Then we get reactions live on air rather than me just going, "Oh, wasn't that a great song?" Twenty um, second, and again, this is one of those ones. I'm going to make sure I play the right one. It is. Saint Etienne and Tomorrow Never Dies. That that version. So classic, cl- <laughs> absolute classic. Speaking of classic, this isn't one. It's pulp in your orange juice, and Tomorrow Never Lies. Which is, you can't hear any of these. Usually, you can hear these perfectly. I can. T- this is I weird. can definitely hear everything you're playing. Wow. Okay. I hope the listeners can too. I did do a lovely little update on my soundboard, so maybe it's coming through Zoom differently tonight. So uh, anyway, this is great. Um, the one time I actually go out of my way to do something special for you and it doesn't even work. Um, <laughs> this is this metaphor for your life. Oh, this really is. Um, and my life. Number 20. On the ice with Nicholas Susick. It is uh, die another day. Tell you what, I, I want to die another day. I want to try and fix this. So uh, let's play some other thinking music here for a moment because I'm going to try something that we can edit out. But um, well, I mean, we're, we're closing off with such and put the goal because I kind of want you to hear that in a moment. Um, so I don't know. What do we want? A bit of 
bit of Blondie, bit of the Wiggles, bit of Ace well, of Base. What were we going to play? We were going to Ace we of Base, all play. that she wants. I thought we we're going to go with that, weren't we? Okay, do it. All right, let's uh, let's let's try something out here. Here's a bit of Ace of Base while I try and fix it. <laughs> another baby and it comes tomorrow that's um yep all right uh i have no idea if this is going to work but we're going to push ahead this is great great podcasting nearly four hours worth ben good job uh at 19 again let's make sure we play the right one because Tomorrow never dies. Uh, <laughs> this is going very well. Uh, it, it did it work? Could you hear that? No. All right. Uh, pretend it. Pretend it does. Uh, does, does, does. The magic of. Well, uh, I'm just, just trying to. <laughs> at number eighteen, it's some overrated rubbish with. And Spectre, Bector, Smector, Smector. Um, at number 17, we have the esteemed song that, of course, is. Bit of the fix with only two X's and uh, Fatal Shore. I, I, now I hear that again, I kind of want to rank it higher <laughs> because it's cool. I like that song. Um, at number 16, we don't talk about this being a shockingly high one, particularly for one person. It is a bit of... Never say never. Phyllis is Hyman. You heard that one, didn't you? That one. You heard that one. Good, good to know that some of it, it, yeah, it, it is. Um, at, <laughs> at number fifteen, the better one of these two, but with some idiots ranked the other one higher. It's you background how do you two like julie better than that that's lorraine chandler's and phoebe's and monica's and all the friends jokes ha 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 so funny um at 14 uh another one of these ones where there's 437,000 million versions of it of course i am referring to why can't i find it this is great um oh here it is uh this one you are the Quantum of Solace and all of that sort of stuff. I'm so sad that you're not going to be able to hear this next one. Oh, and I made this one extra long because at 13th it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, 
to the end. Can it just keep going? Just hear it. Just make it up. Oh, that was extreme. Put it higher. Put it higher. And yes, we did that. We did. Motivate Kim Mazel. At number 12, it is the famous one note group that are. I don't know how long uh, Pet Shop Boys because that was a little bit long. Uh, this must be the place I wanted to leave by the Pet Shop Boys. Oh, my fucking God. Thank God it didn't make the top 10, but at number fucking 11, you two. And if you Um, fuck off, Julie. On the Julie train, we didn't mention the, uh, I know we've talked about this in the past, the Kath and Kim similarities. Hey, the joke. We, we didn't me. mention that. Oh. Yeah, isn't, isn't it? Now that you say that, I might want to rank it higher. Um. <laughs> yeah, get on the Julie train. Departing oh. now. Speaking of the train that Colin Hilding put at 20 fucking fifth, and I really hope you're able to hear some of this because at number 10... Cannot the peaceful world find a clue to where she's gone? The silence sea won't answer now, but terror lingers on. Lingers on. all your fiery breath and burn the coldest man. Oh, so good. So and good. That's Colin's fault. I know. Having that like Because I put it fourth, you put it second. Ten. Yep. Average of ten point three 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 because somebody had a oh, Colin. Colin. How fun was that? We just did cowboy dance. I know. We really should do video episodes. Um, it's like almost it's like two for Ben and almost midnight for me and we are dancing to Johnny Cash. Yeah, I'm gonna get up in like what, four hours for work, but anyway. Um number nine. Oh, sad, but I'm glad it made the top ten at least. It's Sweden's favorite band. that line i used to like you as a friend uh ace of bass the 
Go and they've on. moved on, or they're no longer friends. I, I don't know. Or are they lovers now? I can't. I don't know what a friend is. So um, maybe I can tell you one one of these days. It's like TV show. Ah, um, at number. <laughs> at number eight, and there's there's one man to blame for this one being so freaking high because it was one man's number one. It is. The big man, Colin, clearly for putting Shadows of the Big Man by Chris Bree, Ray, Roe, Rum. I smell the blood of an Englishman uh, at number eight. That was a good joke. I like that one. Uh, at number seven, it's Scotland's second favourite band. It is. The world is not enough. I love lip syncing your kiss, kiss, bang, bang. It's kiss, bang, bang. The world is not enough by straw. Um, oh, number six. One of us was smart and put this at number one, but you two are idiots. It is. Love that as a banger, Muse, Supreme, Supremacy. Oh yeah, Muse. Yeah, <laughs> Supremacy by Muse. <laughs> you could totally hear it, right? Uh, <laughs> you you were you were banging along for it. Uh, this one made it quite high. Number five, it is. Solace's Eurovision entry for 2023, Eva Alma, and Forever I'm All Yours. All right, top four, baby. How are you feeling? You've uh, got a pretty good lot of uh, your choices here right now. Johnny should have been there, though. Yeah, sadly, Johnny. But at number four, it rhymes with Johnny, it ends with E, and it's a bit of Debbie. It is... <laughs> Noah just shot me um, <laughs> with his finger. His fin- That's a spy song. It makes you it want is. to dance around like a spy. Does, is that how spies dance, Noah, is it, basically? Um, at number three, number three, it is the one that I thought Noah could have put at number one. And Colin put it at number ten. I put it at number four. It's a bit of Colin's mum's boyfriend in... banging so much my glasses are hitting the microphone as I fall down there um, at number two number two didn't quite get to number one and for the second week in a row we're going to have a song that nobody put at number one but at number two it is Kiss. No comfort in the sight. No good 
goodbye. Shall we? I've got to have to go through this. Because this might be the lowest average, uh, like the highest number average we've ever had for our number one. Because nobody even remotely put this near number one. It was all in our top five because of the spread of this week. This is incredible. Which does mean that at number one, it is still... T- I mean, Shirley Bassey technically taking the top two spots. Because at number one... He's tall and he's dark. And like a shark, he looks for trouble. That's why the zero. We need the gunshots. It's Diane Warwick slash Shirley Bassey, Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Nobody put it in the top three. So if I'm scrolling through this really quickly, so that had an average of 4.6666667. So when I said before that your number one was going to change that, I don't even think we had a number three for the jetpack as an average. That could be our highest number average. That's crazy. Four, Spy Hunter. Well, that's the movies because Colin hasn't done his rankings yet, so that's sitting there. Um, yeah, this is easily going to take the cake as having the highest number average. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Wow. That's also your fault. Poor Bassy. Well, I mean, Bassy still won. Well, I mean, if I had to predict... Man, it's, it's iconic. If I had to predict a number one, I would have predicted that. So it is iconic, but I, I did really thought Phantom no good about Kavai had it. That's him for the gold. <laughs> oh, we're gonna close it out! Yay! Sorry. Anyway, I have to I have to say, uh, not my favorite list. Normally, I end these saying pretty good list, uh, the best list, average. Um, but I mean, Alice Cooper making it top five. I'm happy about that. Happy about that. Uh, but yeah, all three of us really all over the shop, which kind of makes it fun, I guess. Um, so that's it. Uh, I hope you enjoyed us delving into this sort of treasure trove of sort of bond, uh, Easter eggs and like the, what ifs, the, what could have been, uh, it's, it's been so fun to listen to these songs and visit all of these. Um, and maybe we'll do a part two if we find more. God. Apparently there was an, an Eric Clapton one for license to kill that has never been released because it was so bad. Wow. Uh, I want to so the that, Yeah. So Maybe we'll do part two if more more get released. Um, Roger Moore, but it, it's been a lot of fun to to do these. It's, uh, we always say, "Hell, oh, this will be short, like very long." I blame Colin. He Four came hours in and fourteen minutes later. Yeah, but but Colin made an appearance. Um, yeah, wasn't that great? <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, it was fun to go through these songs. And I think it'll be interesting to Bond fans who maybe have not got to check out these songs. Um, so next, we've been promising the commentaries. Uh, also blame Colin for that. Uh, but hopefully next time we'll have a commentary for one of the non-official song. I mean, we had a Never Say Never Again last week and this week, so it's about time we did it. Um, and in terms of, like, the rankings, I think we're probably done with songs, right? But, I mean, we have still did the soundtracks at some point. That, that we'll do the scores, fun. I think, would be a good one. Yeah, scores, soundtrack. Um so like, there's still some more music stuff, but we might take a bit of a break from the music rankings for now. Um, but yeah, that's it. Any kind of final words on this kind of crazy, maybe our craziest rankings in terms of lists? We'll get to Universal Soldier eventually too, just like we did with Entrapment. Um, no, I mean, it was always going to be an interesting one, I think, but um, Colin ruined it. It wasn't me this week. I'm sorry. It was Colin. It kind of, I uh, have to say, it kind of was this week. 
Um, but we all we all had our weird one. But I think I was the least offensive this week. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not going to tell you to subscribe to the Patreon if you want to do it, do it. But I'm not going to force it to you. Uh, it's a free world, free free country. Well, not free world, but many free countries. So um, if you're listening to us in like a places like North Korea, then maybe don't hello. subscribe. Hello, North. Uh, I like hello. You. Uh, but uh, yeah, this was fun anyway. So double songs in a row. So if you're a big music lover like Colin, then you're in good hands. Uh, that's it. Um, so let's get the jams pumping, Ben. It was my last. It was almost your top, but we all love it. Uh, what a way to end out. Uh, yeah, what a jam. So that's it. My name has been Noah, and please tickle my doodat. <laughs> and my name is Ben, and rest in peace, Captain John. Shoot down.